every... What day is it? Tuesday. Tuesday night, his ghost returns to wreak his horrible vengeance. Oh, but tonight's Tuesday night. Then he'll be coming. Fade in. You know, like boxers headhunt sometimes and they forget to go to the body. Um, I feel like Disney or Lucasfilm or whoever it is, maybe just certain people in the, that company. I feel like I've been being headhunted. Fade in. I mean, I'm not the only one that's ever been bullied by this company. And I know that. I know that so deeply. Fade in. When I saw people being bullied that were silenced and scared to speak, <laughs> I'm not, a, a, I don't want to speak. I want to create art, you know. Um, but I have a big problem with bullies and I have a big problem with, you know, a, I don't have a problem with power. I have a huge problem with abuse of power. A glass ceiling breaker. I adore Pedro. I adore him. First and foremost, you're a human being. And you're my friend first. Um, and, you know, the two sides, uh, you know, we're trying to like drag us apart because we're both passionate. We're not perfect. We're human beings. Um, but he, he's not a bad human being. He's a, he's a sweet person. Is there work to be done? More barriers to break? More progress to be made? Yes, of course. I think they see the hypocrisy. I, see, I think they see the double, double standard. And uh, I, I read this somewhere. It's like, don't, make a, don't try to ruin my life with lies when your life can be ruined with the truth. And I, uh, <laughs> you got billion-dollar companies raining down on me from every different place. And do I really even need to say anything? Like, <laughs> you're showing it. You're showing what you do to people. You're showing you don't give them a voice. You're showing you're not going to listen. You're not going to see a person past, you know, what you've read in a, in <laughs> a very skewed article. You're showing what bullies you are against one voice here. One. I'm that petrifying to these billion-dollar companies? <laughs> well, good. I hope I am. The story of women innovators making movie magic, their story isn't ready to fade out. Do you know me? Like, get to know me. Like, I, I told, you know, they're, they're transgender people. I was like, let's talk. I'll look you in your eyes. You're not going <laughs> to feel hate. I promise you. Green lights, baby. Let's go. What time is that? Hello, hello, and welcome back. It's Tuesday night. And you know what's crazy? That Gina Carano interview was two days ago, and it already feels like two weeks ago. That's, that's, how, been, that's how fast the news cycle works, man. That's right. I know. I know. We just can't let it go down the memory hole anytime soon. Especially with nope. COVID. Things move fast, man. Oh, God. Tell me about it. A year. It's, all, it's, all, it's over a year now since this whole pandemic started. Can you believe that? Yeah. At this time last year, I was in uh, Montreal for a job. I feel and like it was we yesterday. talking about it, and I was like, eh, eh, whatever. I was at a yeah. convention. 
at a big, huge convention with thousands of people. It's crazy to even think about I was that. at work, and my boss literally just came back and said, everybody go home. And we're like, okay. And he's like, <laughs> I was like, what are we returning to work? He's like, I don't know. I was like, a little part of me was like, yes. And I was like, okay. And we just left, and that was in, it. In February? It was probably around February, yeah. Maybe the oh, end of February. It was middle of March before that Middle happened. March. Yeah, no, I think ours is, and you know what was really funny is I was in our company meeting in like January and I was like, when all this was going on and I was saying to myself, we need to get more hand sanitizer in the office. I actually said it out loud in the meeting and everybody looked at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> I knew it was real when, and Pete, you know, Ken Harper, um, Ken was like, like me, kind of like whatever people are overreacting. And then when Ken <laughs> came back one day with a bottle of like Clorox bleach spray and started spraying everything. Mm. I was like, if Ken's worried about it, this is not good. But it's, it's been, it's been a, almost a hearty year of COVID, which is weird. And looking back, it's just like everything went so fast. And I think it's awesome in some cases. I can't really say that, but it led us to open up this beautiful yes, channel we have. Yes, so. it did. So, and um, thank you to everyone watching. Thank you to everyone who watches the replays of our stuff. Um, we passed 200 subs this week. So for uh, how many months now? Uh, November, December, January. Mm -hmm. Four in change. Uh, that ain't so bad. No, no, no it we, isn't. We're, we're getting our training wheels taken off soon. Pretty soon. Yep. Um, and we're making nice friends in the fandom all over the place already. So um, some might be dropping by for all we know tonight. Yeah. Um, so we're, tonight it's Bachelor Night. We do not have Lady Geek time. Stacy with us, she couldn't do it. So um, we'll start with this core of four and see who comes in from there. How's that sound? Yes. Let's introduce everybody to our audience. You know what I forgot to do? Oh, our names. Yeah, yeah. I shut them, nameless. I shut go. them off for <laughs> the number um, <laughs> six. I shut them off for my review. I forgot to turn them back on. So let's start below me, right here, Mr. Out yeah, in sunny San Diego, California. Yay! How are things? That's right. The whale's vagina, safely ensconced. <laughs> <laughs> so next yeah. to Jason would be Spoiler Pete. Uh, you've Hello. Been, you've been right. You want to hear what happens in Godzilla versus Kong? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Not really. And uh, to oh, I did it again this way. Uh, the one and only Judah Buddha. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Brother of Jason B. That's right. We got the Breidenbach brothers with do we, us. Do we look alike? Do we, brother? Put your face to the yes. side. I'm younger. I look younger than you. Oh, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> I notice our noses are growing though. Do you notice your nose is getting bigger with age? Yes. Yeah. Your ears, your ears will too. Ears and nose. The only thing that won't. With that? The one thing we want to get larger won't. Um, yeah. Uh oh. Oh. Canceled. That was a toxic joke. <laughs> I will be your host tonight. Number six. You're I'm not the number. number. I am a free man. <laughs> Love that show. So we got a lot to get into. I didn't realize. I set up our, you know, I usually send out for the audience watching. What I do is every week when we find headlines, we paste them into a, a Google calendar so that everyone can share and whatnot. And it just makes it easier to get everyone the stories when they just go to the calendar. It's all there. But lately, we've been kind of running out of room because I always put like a clever headline like, oh, you know, so-and-so shits the bed and blah, blah, blah. And, and I, I'm like, OK, I won't put my clever little stamp next to it because to save space because we're starting to run out of space all the time. Um, 
I did that. It didn't look like much until I put them all, I tabbed them all out in the browser, and I'm like, holy crap. We got to stop. There's too, many, there's too much nonsense in the world, clearly. Thank you, Mr. Londell. I, you could say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mr. Londell. <laughs> hey, Mr. Londell, do you want to come in at like 8 o'clock when we talk about Gina? If you do, let me know, and I will DM you the link on Twitter. Um, yeah. yeah. So let's just get at things, shall we? Because we got to move this puppy along. So it was hard to find the news of the weird, and I stumbled on this a couple hours ago. Um, New York man killed by his <laughs> gender reveal explosive that detonated as he built it. Uh, this, wow. This is not like it's a weird story, but it's a fucking horrible story. Because it's a terrible story. It's like... awful as a, as a father. Um, this guy's all excited for his. Uh, it looks like his son was going to be born because it says low on the cake. So I'm guessing that was the name. How much explosives are in this cake? I don't know. I mean, how do you put that much explosive in a cake that it actually could kill you? I don't know. Upstate New York father to be uh, died when a bomb he was assembling for his child's gender reveal party exploded on Sunday. I mean, what? Chris Peckney, 28, was killed at his home in Liberty, New York. Authorities also confirmed that Peckney was the father to be of child who was the subject of the gender reveal party. Uh, What's wrong with balloons? Well, I, I want to know where you, I want to know where you could get the instructions online on how oh, to build a freaking cake dude, that explodes. There's entire like domestic terrorists. <laughs> a gender yeah. reveal pipe bomb. I figured it out on the black web or what are the dark web? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. In the anarchist cookbook, literally, get it? That's a joke. Yeah. Oh, uh, Mr. Londell, I I can't DM you because. For some reason, I can't DM you. Are you following us on Twitter? I thought you were. Um, so, yeah, um, this is just awful. I feel so, like, this, people, this this should be taken as a, a warning. Like, you know, don't mess with. with Didn't wasn't, the fires last year in, uh, in yeah. California start with a gender reveal party? In San Diego, I thought. That's right. They were, yes. Yeah, so. No, it was outside San Francisco, Jude. Oh, was it? I thought it was yeah. in, in more, because those fires were near were, me. I thought those fires were more concentrated to the Southern California. No, those were in Northern no. California. The bad ones were in Northern California. A lot of yeah. East Coasters make that mistake. They'll call me up and say, oh, are you threatened by the fires? Like, the fires are 500 miles away. <laughs> <laughs> I think we always think it's so dry and it, it rains like twice a year down there. So, well, you know, people unfamiliar with areas like Equate, like it, it, I remember when uh, Team America came out and Trey Parker and Matt Stone were talking about that. Like with when they set up Paris, they think like in people's minds, all the the uh, landmarks are all in one spot. So they did it that way. They put like everything in one little. Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah, yeah, because that's the way Americans perceive things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how come I can't DM him? He's gonna remedy that. Okay. Um, Says so in chat. Okay. <laughs> trying to do three or four things at the same time. That's okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm really sorry. About that. The 28 years old, man. He's probably his first child. Um, way too overexcited. And, uh, and imagine being born into the world and having to explain to people was, how your father died. I was thinking that. Like, this, this child's going to grow up without a dad because <clears throat> in preparing for his party, he blew his head off. That's just nuts. <sighs> so, uh 
that's news of the weird comes with a, a dark <laughs> it's a little grim a little grim yeah uh the deaths this week we had uh rush limbaugh was uh, it this week i thought it was last week it's well been, wow. february 17 our show yeah. was the 16th so yeah that counts as this week um you know here here's the thing with this um love love or hate this man he worked his ass off to build a brand and become like a pioneer in talk radio and no, he, uh, he was he was always part of i always imagined him on the same level as howard stern as far as how they got notoriety on the radio because this is before the internet so everybody knew who howard stern was everybody knew who rush uh, limbaugh was and everybody knew who that other guy was that um howard stern used to not get along i'm I miss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those yeah, like, three, those three are the heavy hitters. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think what, what was it in uh, in private parts? People were tuning into to Howard Stern because they they hated him and they wanted to hear what he said next. Right. Yeah. So that, same that line from uh, from uh, what's his face, the actor there, um, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, Paul Giamatti's like, if they hate him, why do they listen? <laughs> want to see what he says next but but you're right in some aspect of if either what whether or not you like rush um he was one of those pioneer uh shock jocks i guess if you want to call him a shock jock yeah absolutely. Oh, absolutely he was the first one to to instead of being like a news commentator and taking the middle he's the first one that took one side you know and became a slant a political slant on the news mm -hmm. Um, I even think it was almost he almost had a TV. Didn't he do basically what Howard Stern used to do too with the with the radio show on television? Yeah. Yes. He was one of the first to do that too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, politics aside and some of the horrible things he said, which, you know, let's face it, people say things like that to be provocative and get ratings and get eyeballs and get talked about. He did know. make fun of Michael J. Fox. <laughs> that oh, was boy. Bad. Yeah, that was he used to bad. play uh he used to play uh lists of people that died of AIDS to like, you know, yeah, to yeah. horrible music. And, right. Yeah. Right. No, the, the, the man was not very nice. Well, let's uh, to say the least. Yeah, I was not a fan, but I respect him for the hard work. Um, you know, this guy, he he went out, went all out and, and hard work pays off in this country. And it was horrible to see people who were opposed to his politics tweeting things like rest in piss and all kinds of vile crap, you know, just the, at the bottom at the end of the day we're human beings and i think what gets lost in all this partisan bullshit lately is that i think people on both sides want exactly the same thing we just want to be left alone to live our lives and do what we want to do that's all we want that's all anybody wants so cut the shit with the partisan politics just cut the fucking crap sermon over uh, this happened today um tiger might yeah, be in trouble. About this. he he could be in some big trouble so um just stay yeah. out of vehicles man just stay out of vehicles this is your second strike oh it's just brutal the first time his wife was chasing him down a driveway and he backed into a gate <laughs> remember that yeah well she, oh, yeah. she chased him with a golf club right just was smashing up the car and... <laughs> but this he was driving alone apparently yeah i know i guess he went off the road and, and flipped his suv uh it's down here here it is right here yeah they showed a picture of it yeah that's pretty bad um and he's in surgery i guess his legs are pretty messed up um, he's uh 45 years old man what's going on with all these people in their 40s 45 he was just getting his career like really back on track where he was 
competitive again. Like he was always kind of competitive, but now he actually could contend for a, a PGA Championship again. Mm. And uh, this this could be it. I mean, you know, he's five years or so away from getting into the Seniors Tour. Um, you know, do so they call it, they call it Masters? Is that the the Masters is the big the big uh, tournament that kicks off? But the the, I thought the oh, okay, I thought the classification was Masters or something like that, where it's forty plus or fifty plus. But, no, that would be the Senior Tour. Oh, is that what they call the it? Senior Tour is when they go fifty plus. Now, not everybody who's over fifty goes into the Senior Tour. Some people like Phil Mickelson's my age. He's 51, 52. He still golfs in the. You know, I remember VJ Singh was still golfing with the younger guys into his fifties. Yeah, um, and Tiger was probably going to do that because the guys look. I mean, he's in great shape. Look at this guy. Um, Looks the same as he did twenty years ago. It, it's incredible. Yeah. He keeps himself in peak physical condition, I but mean, his legs are busted up. Look at Tom Brady though. Tom Brady killed it too. I mean, doesn't matter how old you are. If you're still good, you're good. But Tom Brady didn't roll his SUV and shatter his leg. That's true. He didn't. Um, you know, when, when you're golfing, you, you're, you're driving oh, yeah. legs. You're, it's it's a lot of it's in your legs and the hips. So, right, you have to. You're right. right. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll have to keep our eyes on this one. I, I'd hate to see him end his career this way after, you know, making this this huge comeback. And well, I think he also. I mean, he's good right. for golf. There's no other way to play. And, and, and what's good about Tiger Woods is people. If Tiger Woods is playing, people want to watch golf for some reason. Even if they're not into golf, Tiger Woods is playing. They want to watch golf. You know, it's weird. It's like he's got this sort of draw. Yeah. You know. Yep. Mr. Landell, you should have the. She clubbed him with a nine iron. Yeah, I think she <laughs> did. Right. Several times, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was so bizarre. So bizarre. And the way it unraveled, there was like a dozen of them. It was like one came out, and then it just all like the whole black book. <sighs> well, that's what happens. It's like South Park did that episode where with the uh, the uh, Tiger Woods golfing game, where it was basically Cartman and Kenny were beating on each other with nine irons. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it was kind of like Fletch's wallet, didn't? Wasn't it Fletch? Where he opened the wallet, and all the pictures went. Yeah. 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 So that sucks. So. You know, get well, Tiger, and uh, hopefully, I mean, he's going to be out probably all of this season, and then some. Marty's back. Did you guys hey, read? Marty's back. Hey, Marty's back. Um, said him as being devalued. Since he, when? <laughs> he's bagging on uh, fast food cinema again. Um, I, I get it. I get it. And, and you know. We know that they, they use artificial intelligence a lot to kind of uh, gauge what the audience wants to see or what will make them money and that kind of thing. So uh, this is a really good awesome. article. Very, very long. I won't read the whole thing. But um, uh, as recently as 15 years ago, the term content was heard only when people were discussing the cinema on a serious level. And it was contrasted with and measured against form, he wrote. Then, gradually, it was used more and more by the people who took over media companies most of whom knew nothing about the history of the art form or even cared enough to think that they should. Uh, he was doing something about Fellini. Um, we're getting into the evolution of Fellini and his relationship with the director. Scorsese posits a question to, highlighting, to highlight a digital era problem. If further viewing is suggested by algorithms based on what you've already seen, and the suggestions are based only on subject matter or genre, <clears throat> then what does that do to the art of cinema? Um, mm. 
you know, we remember last year or the year before when he came out and said Marvel movies are more like theme parks than cinema. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, he certainly isn't wrong. I mean, you know, they are they are fast food movies. They really are. They really are. You know, there's nothing wrong with them, but a steady diet of them is well. Yeah. I mean, you know, harden you know, your arteries. Scorsese's not doing anything that appeals to anybody but an adult audience. He's, I mean, Marvel yeah. movies appeal to any audience. So. It, it's a different type of movie. I mean, what he does, right, like right. The Irishman, is you know, you wouldn't take a your kid. Of, uh, different but type of I, narrative. Right. What I think he's worried about is that you know, those kind of films are going to disappear for the quick buck film. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, he he yeah. I mean, he started uh, all his movies even from the beginning always had some kind of real deep cinema, like you know, like Taxi Driver and Mean Streets, um, Raging. Well, he know, gets Raging Bull. They they were all very grim cinematic pieces. I mean, people, you're not going to take your kid to see those, you know. They were oh, works no, of art. Right. He, you know, Cinematic so. art, right. He, he clearly studies the psychology, the psychology of people in human interaction. Oh, yeah. And he's brilliant. deepest and darkest levels. You know? Right. I mean, but he's, he's got that, like Jason said, he's got that thing where he does a movie, it's, it's a thought-provoking movie. The characters are very complex. Okay, Captain Marvel is not complex. Iron Man, to some degree, is really not that complex. These characters are basic. In a way, I guess that's yeah. the right word to use. Basic, yeah. no, I'd not much depth. It. Go ahead, Pete. I'm yeah. sorry. It's hard to get angry at him for slagging on on Marvel movies and calling them like um what, what do you, like amusement park cinema. I think he called them. Yeah. Because you know he's an artist and that's his opinion. So I love his work. So that won't make me stop loving his work. Oh yeah, no, I'd watch a Marty movie before I'd watch any MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Any day. Oh, absolutely. I mean, unfortunately, it's it's those MCU type movies that are that that keep the lights on. Oh, exactly. You know, I mean, they, there's room for everything. Let's let's. Face yeah, it. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, there there are people out there perish the thought that really can't can't get into a, a real heady movie. They want to see explosions. Yeah. You know. No. Well, it's, here's, it's sad, here's, but there are. You know. Here's a challenge then to Marty. Hey, Marty, make a Marvel movie. Make a comic book movie. <laughs> Shows, but uh, it, it would, he were, should make he should make the Joker because he'd make a damn good Joker. Yeah, wasn't he attached at some point? Wasn't he the executive producer of that? He might have been. I he, I'm he gonna look that up. That. Um, yeah. In his criticism, Scorsese calls for the industry's rehabilitation, even though he knows that the movie business is now a mass visual entertainment business. Everything has changed. The cinema and the importance it holds in our culture. Of course, it's hardly surprising that artists such as Goddard, Bergman, Kubrick, and Fellini, who once raid reigned over our great art form like gods would eventually recede into the shadows with the passing of time scorsese writes but at this point we can't take anything for granted we can't depend on the movie business such as it is to take care of cinema those who know the cinema and its history will have to share our love and knowledge with as many people as possible and we have to make it crystal clear to the current legal owners of these films that they amount to much much more than mere property to be exploited and then locked away they are among the greatest treasures of our culture, and they must be treated accordingly. It sounds like he's taking a shot at a certain mouse, does it? <laughs> well, no. My two cents in the whole entire thing is the problem is is that people can create content very easily now. Back in the day, you had to know somebody and know some knew somebody to get a a, a, a picture in a theater, a movie in a theater. Now anybody could do it. So now, even with the music industry, you have a lot of Quali uh, quantity, yeah, digital waste. not enough quantity. It's a digital wasteland. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I like what Mr. Londell says here. Make those cinematic movies more accessible. Cut a deal on Netflix and build an audience. Yes. Yeah, like, a lot, like, let's get a streaming channel with classics, right? 
Absolutely. You know, look what Disney did. They bought Fox and then took all the old Fox legacy movies and mm -hmm. just locked them away somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that always goes back with the Criterion stuff, Keith, that you buy. I mean, that alone, every single time uh, you pick up a Criterion piece, I'm always like, that's awesome because it seems like anything by Criteria is going to preserve film historically as an art as opposed oh, to just yes. being filler. They're they're kind of a they're on a mission to preserve cinematic history, right? right. If uh, I phrase that the right way. But. Sadly, you know, uh, as we saw a couple of weeks ago, we, we pulled out the sales figures from 2020 on optical media or physical media, and it's it was deplorable. It was bad. So um, I'm going to try to get Bill Hunt from Digital Bits on here at some point to talk about physical media. Yeah. I think that'd be great. I think you know I, I was thinking about this the other day. Maybe they should make. Um, like if you want to get a DVD or a Blu-ray, maybe you should make it where um, I always feel like when something's in limited quality, quantity, sorry, um, people will buy it faster for some reason. Mm -hmm. So make it so that you, people, you release only special so many edition special edition and everybody just buys onto it. And then you have to wait for the second release or something. Well, As they opposed do. to just throwing it out in Walmart and having people just, you know, stroll by it with their, their cart and then see it in a bin six months later for five they, months. They, they do have changed that and i'm not an expert on it or anything but i know in recent years like if you don't buy it within say a calendar year they're not going to make anymore and right. once it's not a print because i remember i was going to get uh, something it was like i think it was the poseidon adventure and it was like four bucks on blu-ray and i'm like yeah i'll pick it up whenever because it's four bucks it's kind of a cheesy disaster movie i'd love to have it but and then all of a sudden out of print and now it's like 25 30 dollars <laughs> now i'm not going to pay that Right for for that cheese ball movie, but you know, um, but it's the same thing. It's like if something's not produced, it's worth. It's like all of a sudden you bought something that's worth something. You're like, I didn't even know. You Although know? thirty dollars to watch, uh, what's her name there? Uh, God, I just drew a blank on her name. It's like the um, I'm talking about Pete Shelley Winters to watch her. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes. brother. It's like those <laughs> omnibuses that you collect, man. I can't believe some of them are worth two, three hundred bucks. Yeah, when you tell me are. about them. I'm like, like, why are these things so damn expensive? Because don't they, they don't make go into a second print run. They just right. one print run. They Holy do a very God. limited print run. And then once it's over, they, they escalate in value hundreds of dollars. It's yeah. so crazy. And, and you're on eBay and everybody's bidding more for one omnibus. Oh, God. I, I, sell, I sell them and make quite a profit. So you flip your omnibuses? All the time. Wow. Speaking of bidding wars, man. I lost several bidding wars this weekend for uh, Cara Dune action figures. Oh man, I can imagine. <laughs> you already the, have one. Yeah, but it's in the package. I want to. Oh, I, you want to? I was bidding on some Lucy's that that went for like over a hundred bucks. Oh, Damn. Bucks. Yeah, the ones. I wonder, one I have here was going for over three hundred dollars. You know what's Damn. crazy is around Christmas time, I visited the Chris uh, in Target. I visited the Toy Isle, which was crazy. People were just tearing things off the pegs, but there was a couple. Uh, Cara Dune figures on the pegs, and I was like, "Yeah," and I just walked past that them. What you told me, yeah. This was around Christmas time, yeah. And and trust me, the Star Wars there was hardly anything Star Wars. It was just her on the peg and somebody else. So, but you're yeah. not going to find the Mandalorian anywhere. I have never seen him in in the in the jungle. I haven't found him in the wild. No, no. And now you have to if you want Star Wars. I'm going to the secondary market because I will not give a penny to Disney. Um. Benedict Cumberbatch, the Cumberbun, is making doing a remake of 39 Steps, Alfred Hitchcock's classic. Since we're talking about yeah, classic cinema with Marty Scorsese, mm -hmm. figured I'd throw this in here. So, um, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we'll see. 
I, I don't feel like anything. Could be worse. I don't think could anything. Could be Psycho. I was just going to say, I remember the last time they tried to remake a Hitchcock movie. Just don't bother with Hitchcock. He's untouchable. You can't really touch his stuff. I mean, you're only going to fuck it up. You're not going to make it better. <laughs> I mean, think about it. When you watch a Hitchcock film, you think, I could do better. <laughs> what? Say, wow, this film was near perfection. <laughs> but I can beat it. <laughs> I mean, listen, look at it. Listen, did any of the newer psychos even compare to the original? I mean, come on. No, I'm talking about the Gus Van Zant remake, shot for shot remake of it. The, <laughs> the, the remix. It was it, he, he he didn't call it a remake, he called it a remix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't Vince Vaughn in that? Yeah. Yes, he was. Vince Vaughn and uh it was the chick who was with Harrison Ford at the time. Anne Heche. Anne Heche was Anne in Heche. there. Yeah. I haven't and, seen it. And uh so. Juliet uh, Julian Moore was yep. in it. Yeah. Yeah, with, yeah, with such classic me. lines from the original, wait, let me get my iPod. <laughs> and it was, uh, yeah, right. William H. Macy played Arbogast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Mr. Groovy Movies. Yeah, exactly. I know, it's, it's like, yeah, no, it's like seeing the opening band. You're there to see the, you know, yeah, the closing yeah. band. We don't want to see. So also re being remade, The Running Man. Now this one, oh come on! But Edgar Wright, dude, come on! Arnold Schwarzenegger, come on, man! Well, not gonna recap. They're not gonna cast him again. No, uh, no, I know. They'll use The Rock. They'll use Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Then it's gonna turn real cheesy quick. Not that the original one was the cheesy. Didn't the original movie not have much to do with the original book? Like there was some significant differences. I've I can't remember the 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 movie, and I have never read the book, so I'm just going off of hearsay. But uh, but weren't they drastically different? That's what I heard. And and right here, um, Edgar Wright's going to co-write the story with Michael McCall, and they will be much more faithful to Stephen King's best-selling novel. Okay. So um, yeah, exactly. So it won't be like a an updated re like they did with RoboCop and Total Recall, which were horrible. Yeah, they were terrible. Just terrible. And Edgar Wright's very clever, so I think, you know. I mean, Wait, Simon Kinberg will produce. <laughs> Richard, uh, Richard Dawson also sold the movie, too, man. Just him being in it was great. All right, if you're going to recast Richard Dawson, who do you need? <laughs> I don't know. You know what you got to do? You got to stick with the Family Feud theme. Steve Harvey. Steve, Steve Harvey. Harvey. Yeah, exactly. Maybe Steve, you're right. Steve Harvey producing. would probably be the next best, right? There it is. Yeah, I know. I did see this red flag right there, Simon Kinberg. But he's he's producing, and you know, if he's smart, he'll stay out of Edgar Wright's way. If if Edgar Wright gets to do with this what he did with Baby Driver, it'll be a really stylized, really fun movie. And and like he said, um, Edgar Wright says in here someone that like. It's it's so relevant now to what's going on, like more than ever. So I'm with them. I don't know. Sometimes Let's remake I, Demolition Man now too. So they have to yeah, but anything with I mean, I grew up watching Commando, The Running Man, anything that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in Predator. Uh, Total Recall. Uh, Total Recall was. Uh, oh was, yeah. Philip yeah. K. Yeah. Dick. Sorry, you were talking about Predator. Well, anything that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in in the eighties, that was like you know, I just love. I grew. I was a kid during that era, so anything that he did back then that was cheesy uh, action was just great to me. Muscle oh, yeah. bound machine guns. Um, I mean, my brother and I used to quote lines from uh, Commando, and 
the running man. <laughs> Stallone calls that era the knuckle dragger era. I loved it. You know, real action heroes, real men with, you know, yep. they're mm. all buff and, and, and gratuitous violence. Like, real you know, American what, where, heroes. Where else? I always think of that scene in Predator where um, Carl Weathers and, and uh, Arnold see each other for the first time. Uh, in, you son of a bitch. And, they, <laughs> and it's this gratuitous close. Yeah, it's like, the two of them, right? <laughs> one of my favorite. I love that. Yeah. My favorite scene was with uh, Ventura. Was it Jesse Ventura? Jesse Ventura. Where yeah. the guy goes, "You're bleeding." He goes, "I ain't time to bleed." Yeah. <laughs> I I'm the classic. I'm over I... here. Come on, I'm over here. Kill I'm here. Now. Come and get me. Come and what get me. <laughs> Kill nice. me. I mean, come on. Those movies. I mean, uh, they're so classics. Good. They're classics, man. They are. What did you do with Sully? I let him go. They are. And I heard this great interview with Stallone back when he did uh, The Expendables, which to him was his love letter to the Knuckle Draggers. And he said, you know, Michael Keaton ruined action movies for everybody when he became Batman because they figured out, hey, we could actually get good actors and put them in rubber muscle suits. <laughs> we don't need these apes anymore. <laughs> it's funny. So, yeah, it was funny. Stallone, I like Stallone. What's he I, in? He was great too. Oh, he's in the new Suicide Squad. Yeah. So I haven't seen his new Rambo, and everybody says it's really good. It's awful. Is it? The last Rambo was awful. Really? I I heard some awful. people say it was unwatchably bad. Oh, no. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, no, the one before it was very good. The fourth Rambo movie was as good as First Blood, almost as good as First Blood. Or maybe that's the one they were talking about. That's the one. Yeah, the one that came out in like two thousand nine. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Um, uh, you know how Marty was talking about algorithms and, and how do they even do this now? Since they they used to do it by sending something in the mail, didn't they? Oh yeah, I mean it's now it must be an online survey. Well, they're, they're already now they're already too. They're inflating ratings by using uh, out of house ratings, which is I don't like know what that is. Basically, if you're at a sports bar, oh. So I they'll just, they'll conflate numbers by saying, well, there was probably a hundred people in that sports bar. Hundred, <laughs> you know, it's, so it's, it's a it's a guesstimation, right? Okay, more of a guesstimate, and they're pumping up numbers. Like all the sports leagues lost mad numbers this year. Like all, all the ratings are down. Everybody's locked at home, no sports for what six months. Sports mm. comes back. You think people would be foaming at the mouth in every league? Ratings went down. Now they want to go to the game. I was rating super. Well, I was rated Super Bowl in what 14, 17 mm -hmm. years, something like that. People want to go to sports games, even though you watch it on television. You always got some kind of tickets to go see the game. Well, eventually. that and all the the politics and everything got into that too, sports. right? Nobody wants to watch that. You you want to watch sports? You want to forget? If we want to watch politics all day, we'll watch the stupid news. Mm. Mm. We watch sports, we watch films, we watch TV to get away from that shit. But we can't. We can't escape it. It's everywhere. I so. try to make it out to Fenway at least once a year, and I'm sad that I had spent more than one this one year. So I got to get back out there. So Nielsen is launching a new analytics measurement to track diversity on the cast of TV shows, as well as viewers watching those series. Ratings company current the uh, currency company said Wednesday, called Grace Note Illusion Analytics. <laughs> oh, Inclusion Analytics, but it, actually they should use Illusion. Analytics. Yeah. The new solution will offer unprecedented visibility into gender, race, ethnicity, and sexual orientation of talent appearing in TV programming and the audiences watching it, and provide content creators, owners, distributors, and advertisers with the much-needed data around the on-screen diversity mm. representation 
to enable more inclusive content. Um, okay. <sighs> That's a soundbite right there. Great. Yeah. <laughs> That's <what laughs> Thank you. Illusions Mr. through sound of That's what we said. Illusions on the perfect. I, I, you know, that I'm not going to go crazy here, but I just want to say that, you know, when you're, you're, you're trying to drop this idea of inclusion and diversity, which we had, we've had, for a long time when you're kind of going out of your way to point out everyone's differences as part of inclusion you're actually reversing the intent is that the best way to put it sounds about right i want to share a little video with you guys this is from 1983. Have returned. <laughs> we're just fanatics out here waiting on return to jedi three years in the making we're waiting for this some people don't idolize darth vader like i do See, I want him to get Luke, and uh, I think that uh, that that Luke will destroy Darth Vader. I guess Darth Vader will die. I'm not sure. I hope he does, and I love his black. <laughs> That's awesome. Back his brother in the galaxy. Everyone must have his own ticket. Please have your ticket ready. Go in and out for immediate main floor and balcony seating. Hold your own ticket as you enter the theater, please. Move it, move it, move it! Finally, the wait is over. The fantasy unfolds. The biggest surprise was to see all of them together at the end playing Pinochle and having a great time. I wish that was there, and I'm going to try to get a part of the next movie myself. This has left me practically utterly speechless, actually, you know, but it was the best one ever. The big surprise was seeing Dark Vader unveil himself. His Doug Vader? Doug Vader? The biggest surprise. Well, I don't want to give it away to anybody. Do you think it was joke. worth coming to this late at night? Yeah. yeah. Good over to you, always. The movie no, was perfect. It was That's exactly the way it had to be. It was a fantastic movie, but it was good. It was really, really good. There's some diversity there. Thank you. Thank you. There always has All ages. Yeah. All backgrounds, gender, they're all there. And you know what? They all feel the exact same way. Back when entertainment was escapism. No, no female. Oh, I wish there was more female representation. Oh, I wish we had some more alphabet community in this movie. Oh, you know, I, I, I could only identify with land. No, none of that stuff. None of that stuff. After I saw that video, I watched Return of the Jedi last night. And I was uh, glassy-eyed the whole time. That's a great but movie. It put me back in that time. Yeah. And at the time, I thought it was, and it is, by far the weakest of the original three. It still blows away anything that came out. That's after. exactly yeah. right. Absolutely. If you watch all, all the original trilogy, even with the Ewoks and how bad that is, it's still better. The story writing is still better. I mean, even the last fight with Luke and Darth Vader and his father, that alone... Uh, yeah, there's nothing that beats that. Yeah, no, and and um, 
just the, the 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 chemistry the actors had with each other. Yeah. Uh, the chemistry Harrison Ford had with Billy D. Williams. The chemistry Harrison Ford had with Carrie Fisher. The chemistry that Mark Hamill had with all of them. It was. Yeah. Well, well yeah, because they were all cast at the I, same I time. Also, well, with the exception of Billy D. Williams, they were all cast at the same time, as opposed to him, her, the, the, him, and this, him. They sit there in a committee and go, well, the analytics tell us this. Um, we need a strong female representation. We need two alphabet community. We need, uh, you know, three people of color. We need, uh, you know, no. Yeah, no. But then they don't develop the characters. That would be fine if they gave them, like, made them, like, feel real. And that's what, watching Return of the Jedi, those people all feel real. Yeah. Even Yoda feels real, and it's a puppet. <laughs> I know. And it was nice and it, to see everybody so excited to be there. It brings back memories because I remember standing in line for Return of the Jedi and it being just like that. Oh, yeah. Everybody was just jazzed and amped. I skipped in school to go at eight, like seven, eight <laughs> in the morning yeah. in line. I was seventh in line with three yeah. of my buddies. We sat, sat out there all day. To get and in. then it left theaters, and I swear another year later it came back and it was just yeah. as popular. Wasn't it a year later? Oh, they yeah. They decided to re release it and it still sold out. <laughs> Because well, I think it's home it video twice. wasn't a thing yet. No. Yeah. Home video was in its infancy, and um, you had to rent the movies because if you wanted to buy them outright, you had to pay the dealer price, which was over a hundred dollars. Yeah. For a VHS tape. Yeah. Oh. But there's also, you know, I'll be honest with you. I think, and I'm not going to say movies aren't done well now as far as you they're know, disposable uh, post work, but the editing and the flow of those movies was really done very very well there was nothing disjointed it was a craft and that's the thing even though you know return of the jedi again with the ewoks i can't over it, it, watching that as an adult i'm like ugh. but it was edited well it flowed well it was it was done well it was it's it's still a piece of art compared to some movies now you feel like you're watching a rough cut yeah when like, am get, i right or am i wrong like you watch get, wonder woman and it's like yeah when we get yeah. ignashevsky back on um uh, he can talk a lot about Jedi. He did a lot of work with Jedi. Right. As a matter of fact, we saw one of his uh, one of his shots in that video. Did the, yeah, we did yeah, the... yeah, yeah. Um, and the practical the best stories too. he tells is when they screened the rough cut um, for George, and the, George got up, the lights went back on, and George got up, turned to Richard Marquand, and said, "Richard, your services are no longer required," and ordered extensive reshoots of a lot of the movie and they had to keep the release date so they were all working like 20 hour days yeah Damn. Um, yeah jay will talk about that when we get him back on but yeah and you know in watching this uh, you know and i know what scenes jay jay worked on as a visual effects <laughs> editor and um those effects still hold up man they're all do. just models no computers there's a video of a, like a young effects house. These are like four guys that do special effects now for movies, and they talk about the effects from the Star Wars movies. I don't know if you've seen this. I could post a link in our comment section, but um, and to to listen to them show how they did it, they're just blown away because it's all these crazy masks and matte paintings, and it's just seamless how they can get it to work. Oh, yeah, it's just layers and layers and I'm layers. I'm gonna try to figure out. I'm gonna try to Jay. Jay and I built a presentation once where he presented how he did the scene where they come out of hyperspace and the shield's still up and it's a trap. A Jay trap. Put together with all the ships flying at them and stuff. Yeah, the, the good guys going this way and the yeah, bad guys they, going that way. They put that together and it was something like 435 passes of film with all the matting <laughs> and everything. And when he screened it for Lucas, George 
had him play it a couple times and then had him freeze the the frame stop the projector and jay gets uh george gets up walks up to the screen and says this is great jay except there's a c-stand knuckle right here miniature an idea and jay goes i thought that was a model and george goes that's okay. The audience will too. I'm not going to ask you to do it. <laughs> yeah, so here's the link. Here's the link to the thing. It's, really, it really, it's a really good. Um, no, I have to put it in the chat. Yeah. Uh, it's post basically it for the audience. Post it for the audience. Yeah. Can I do that from my end? Yeah. Just pop it in the regular chat. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, this video is great. And um, they go over a lot of the modeling and stuff. And what was really nice is they shot everything with the camera like this. So when something exploded, they mm -hmm. used gravity yes. to get all That's the right. sparks to come down. So yeah. when the death, bar, the death star exploded and you see all the stuff coming towards the, the camera, mm -hmm. that's because the camera was down and they just let gravity oh, yeah. bring all the sparks yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a genuine art form. It wasn't, it wasn't right. a plug-in. You can. Right. Yeah. Pete and I have spent enough time with Doug Trumbull to know mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the tricks and, Doug's another one we have to get on here. Or yeah, we, should, so we should go up to his stage. We should just do a stream from his stage. Could could, could we please? Yeah, I'll talk could to you. Could we please, please, please? Um, did you guys see this? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I don't care. I mean, no, this is hilarious. This is awesome. It's so, just so Mortal Kombat. I'm not a video more. game guy, I, uh, but the Mortal Kombat trailer the other day and yeah it just, actually looks kind of fun and yeah, uh i don't know and the jezebel here uh because they have an agenda first and uh reporting the news second unlike most media outlets these days um <laughs> does a does a little review of the trailer Ooh, and <laughs> are you ready for this jude you're a video game guy you should uh, <laughs> but being the astute film critic that I am, uh, license revoked. I'm immediately cl I immediately clocked a glaring error in the film. Where in all the realms is Chun Li? <laughs> if there's a battle for the fate of Earth, then don't we need one of the greatest warriors gathered, which would include Chun Li and her spinning bird kick that can knock a man's head clean off? Wrong video <laughs> game. Yeah, Sounds hey, like why is this Sarah Connors in the new That's Star Wars like movie? My mom talking about video games. Sounds like a pretty big plot hole to me I, that the I, ultimate I, street fight is supposed to be won by a ragtag team held by Sonya yeah. Blade. No offense to the Sonya stands. So it even takes a shot at. Uh, yes. I, I, I bought Mario Brothers for your. For your Genesis, your Sega Genesis. Thanks, Mom. Only <laughs> is property of the Street Fighting Street Fighter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why isn't Sarah Connor in the new Star Wars movie? What kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> oh man, what a mess up! Exactly. <laughs> I wonder if she'll have to issue a retraction. Uh, this is what the Jezebel did. Instead of issuing a retraction or taking the thing down, update. Jezebel has discovered the answer to our question about Chun Li's erasure, and it's that Chun Li is not part of the Mortal Kombat universe. <laughs> wow! Oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> We're in the there he is. Uh, whoopsie. Right. <laughs> and so they leave the article up, and I would just tear it down. It's nice, nice job there, Shannon Malero. Mister Ron, Mister Rondell, welcome. Rondell. Nice to be here. Nice What's going on, man. Welcome. Nice to have you. I'm digging those strat. No, wait. Those are jack. What is that? A jaguar? Stratocasters? 
What do you got back there for guitars? Can you hear me? I don't know. Can you hear us? Uh, I'm having some issues. You just roboed like crazy. So. Oh, try it again, Jude. Oh, I was asking you what kind of guitars you got back there. Are those Strats or is that a Jag? Those two Jaguars. Same thing. I don't know if it's my <laughs> end or. Yeah, uh, you, you had trouble getting in here. Yeah, I was. Well, I was trying to. It did it. I was trying to reboot. Sometimes that helps. All right. What's going on? You want to drop out and come back? Yeah, let me try another browser. Okay. I will listen for the beep. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah, um, nice reporting job. And, you know, that's part of the problem with all this access media. And it's like, how hard would that be to Google? To just Google, like, Three seconds. see Chun-Li. Let me just Google Chun-Li. Oh, that's why Chun-Li doesn't belong in Mortal Kombat. Like, I, again, it's like when your mom bought you. Remember back in the day when your mom would buy you something and you were like, thanks, mom, and you didn't want to tell her that, that what you bought was the wrong thing? <laughs> yeah, when she brought you a GoBot instead of a Transformer. That's She did do that, too. <laughs> that was, that's actually a true story. That's a very true story. Or a Micronaut instead of a Star and Wars. She always thing. gave me the worst lunchboxes. Remember the lunchboxes back in the day? I got, like, the lunchbox with, like, the, the, the I don't know, like, a flag on it or something. Like a, And I'm like, Mom, I want one with Superman or Star Wars. You didn't get a Barbie lunchbox? No, we got we got like really bad ones, with like fireworks on it. And I'm like, what the hell is this firework on my lunchbox? I want something cool. Like the Dukes yeah, of I, got, I got like Micronauts instead of Star Wars figures. And I think Mr. Lundell's having a, a Jason Breidenbach type night here. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see here. I'm going to save the. I'm going to wait for him to save those. So let's I will say those thermoses were really, really heavy back in there. You could bludge someone to death with those thermoses. I know. Remember how heavy they were? They would remember the, the lunchbox used to open up. It used to roll out and go like down the school hallway. You'd be chasing it. <laughs> the little plastic cap would fly off. Because yeah, the plastic the, cap acted like a cup. It would hit the handle, and the handle would knock it off, and then the thing would keep rolling. <laughs> yeah, he's got some internet issues going on there. I, I know. I know. I don't remember, brother. Which lunchbox did you have? I think you had the Superman one, didn't you? No, Empire Strikes Back. Was it? I yeah. thought we had a I Superman had, one. I had Fonzie. And then we got the Trapper Keepers with them. Trapper Keepers. Oh, trapper Keepers. I am Trapper Keeper. So, um, I heard about this. Got, yeah. She's I've heard cups. about this. I've heard updates to this, too. Is it me or does she always have a resting bitch face in all yes, her movies? Yes, she does. That's because she is one. <laughs> She's not a nice person. Brother, resting bitch face? Yeah. I know. R R RBI. RBF. RBF. I think, you know, she'll probably be okay in this because she can't act. She's a really good actress. And she yeah, doesn't she have is. to paint herself blue, which was the whole problem with the X-Men. She tuned out at some point and just became really obstinate and didn't want to put the makeup on anymore. And it's like, you have you could You could tell. Part. You definitely tell in the movies, yeah. I've, I've actually heard that this has been debunked. I hope it is. I mean, that basically that 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 they're just now meeting with writers and they haven't even thought about casting yet. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, who played like who played in the part. other movies? Uh, Jessica Alba. Jessica yes, Alba. Jessica Alba. That's right. That's um, right. That's right. Who was the last one? It was Amara. Uh, what's her oh, name? Oh yeah, the girl from Jade. House of Cards. 
Marta Jade, no, no. <laughs> we got you back. We good? Is Can you hear us this time? It's still, it's just maybe yeah. one one guy. I don't know. I th- you I don't were having know. trouble connecting. Like, yeah, you had the spinning wheel for that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it's been doing this ever since that damn Arctic front ran through Texas. I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, uh, man. They're probably still working on the the lines back up and stuff. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, we'll see what we can do. Um, we'll hobble through. Um, so, yeah, I mean, these are just stupid rumors that that's what we do here is talk about stupid rumors. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Kate Mara was make fun of them. Kate Mara, thank you. Kate Mara. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I could take it or leave it. I could care less about Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, okay. Uh, so, what are they going? How are they going to to do this Fantastic Four? That's the thing now. Okay. They, I heard that uh, the be, same guy that did Spider Man is yeah, going to be doing that. John Watts. John Watts is doing that, so it'll be it'll be goofy. Uh, see, but well, I'm thinking I'm thinking time frame. They work better in that '60s mm. universe. I don't I don't I think that was the main problem with what Fox tried to do with it and what Sony and that Sony nightmare. I agree. I, I totally think, agree with that. I don't think you can put these guys in the 21st century. <laughs> you know? uh, no, that's a really good observation. I completely hundred percent right. agree with you. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't think about it and you're absolutely right. See, because think now, about, now think Marvel about, staying true to the characters. No, well, think about their arch venom uh, uh, enemy, Doctor Doom. Okay, this guy takes over a country. Right. You're not yeah. going to see that happen nowadays too much. Okay. <laughs> right. You know, you got too many uh, political forces that you know join and and stop one guy from doing what he does in in the coming mm. weeks. Okay. And they have just goofy powers too. They're just kind of goofy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it, it. It, the Incredibles already had has done this anyway. So, oh I think yeah, that's great. Right. They did this as like a retro piece. I like that idea. It I should, do too. I, I think it work. It would work better. Yeah, I mean, you know, just like with Captain America, it wouldn't have worked if you didn't put him in the Second World War because that's where he began. That's true. But then that would, ha- that would have continuity problems because then why didn't the Avengers ever talk about the Fantastic Four, you know, as having been a team back in the 60s? Um, so it, it would create one yeah, of those I mean, plot holes, you know? Well, you bring in that whole multiverse and explain it all away. That's, yeah. that's basically your excuse. That's what they're going to do. Yep. That's how you fix things. I mean, that's how DC's been doing it for years. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean how many Batman wise, number ones am I going to buy? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. plot wise, we need the 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 mad inventor scientist because Tony Stark is dead, and yeah. Reed Richard would 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 fill that hole perfectly. Mm-hmm. But that's that would true. mean that would mean in, introducing the modern day. Yeah. Well, I think they tried to do that in. Um, Uh, justice, you know, birth, uh, with well, now Batman versus Superman, with, with um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, 
Lex Luthor. Yeah, with Luthor. At least that's how it was when I was a kid watching like in the 60s and 70s, the cartoon Luthor was a mad scientist. Now, mm. was, see, the businessman didn't come in until the, the Christopher Reed movie. Right. But yeah, it, that was an 80s thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was appropriate because we started hating business people in the eight, you know, at that time. Yeah. Around. Yeah. So they, and you know, they, you know, they kind of made it Luther both. He was a scientist, but he was a businessman. That's how he got his hands. Right. That's how he got his hands on the kryptonite and how he got access to that ship because he could manipulate politicians. Right. And, and yeah, he was the original famous for that. Yeah, he was the original orange man. He was a real estate guy. He was all like, it's all about and, real estate. And that's when <laughs> that's why I think Gene Hackman, Hackman worked too in the yeah. original. Uh, he played that perfect character. Well, John Burns Superman had a lot to do with that. John John Burns Superman really introduced him as the mogul, the business mogul, the Gordon Gecko type. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about that run, that Man of Steel run in the mid to late eighties. Yeah. Yep. So they've uh, recast Supergirl for the Flash movie. Um, Sasha Kali, Kaye, Kali. I don't know. There's don't so know. many of them. Supergirl. She's a soap yeah. opera actress. Um, okay. And since she's got to be with uh, Ezra Miller, why not wreck everything? <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> is, I, I'm surprised Flash is. What season are they on now? Is this no, no, this is the movie. No, this is for the movie. Oh, this is for the movie. But the show is gone, right? No. It's still going? Oh, my God. Season premiere next week? What are they in season like eight, nine now? Seems oh. like an eternity. <laughs> oh, is, well, I'm not a CW fan. So I'm I, not either. I've not watched one program on CW since it went from WB to CW. I've not watched that channel. So <laughs> I um, keep Super hanging on. Superman and Lois premieres tonight. I'll probably try to watch it tomorrow and do a review, but um, I don't expect much out of it. But um, update Grace Randolph. Hang on. I got to do it. I got to do it. So, so. <laughs> says, <laughs> says this version of Supergirl will be a multiverse version. There you go. Uh, okay. That's going to be the coin word for uh, every Marvel comic movie now. Multiverse. Yeah. Flash movies due out November fourth, twenty twenty-two, starring Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck as their respective versions of Batman. So. Uh, I mean, when it comes to Batman. Pick a guy and stick with him. All he, at this point, all he's got to do is look good in a damn suit <laughs> <laughs> and, give, and give him a hot car. That's all he's got to do. Okay, now, Chris. I mean, let's face it. The last three Batman movies, they're definitive. Okay, that's the Dark Knight. You can even take uh, the old Fox show Gotham. And stick that as as a prequel to the three Christian Bale movies, but that's Batman. Okay, he's a nut. He's rich, <laughs> and the only thing that that keeps him from actually killing these villains is Alfred. Okay, Alfred's the only one that can talk him down. So, right. just find somebody that 
muscular, looks crazy, put him in the suit, <laughs> beat up a guy once a week, you know, and, and, throw him <laughs> to jail, and we got Batman. Okay. That's all you got to do. Now, DC, they need to work on Superman, Aquaman, those characters. I mean, even Wonder Woman is kind of lacking. Let's just face it. Okay, 84. Oh, please. What did that was so bad? It was awful. I'm really crossing my fingers, though, that James Gunn is going to come through with Suicide Squad. I really am. I'm, I'm really am, but no, I was, I'm disappointed with the first movie. Okay. And why they tried to tie it in to Batman, I don't know. And well, at the time, it was all supposed to be part of the Zack Snyder Justice League. Yeah, they were trying to do the Marvel thing. They were yeah. trying to combine the whole DC universe, like the MCU. But after Batman versus Superman didn't do well, they panicked. And they decided to recut Suicide Squad, reshoot a lot of it, and then the same thing with Justice League. And they, they made a huge mess. And they lost Vision, and the whole thing went off the rails. So Then why was Jared Leto in that movie? I know. <laughs> well, he's in the new one too, and he's in the new one, but he's, he's playing the a different Snyder. Joker now. He's that, like transformed into another one. That is not the Joker. <laughs> it is not. You take the the Joker to me. He's an intelligent guy, and he snapped. Right. And that's the thing. That's why he is such a great foil to Batman. They're both smart people. Mm-hmm. What did you think of uh, Joaquin's uh, performance in Joker? Did I you like seen, that side of Joker? I haven't seen that movie yet. Oh, you got to oh, see yeah. it. Oh, definitely. It's a whole different Joker. You have to watch it. Yeah. I, I, I guess I will. One of these. I just it's don't. definitely a lot more psychological. Like, it feels like a Marty Scorsese movie. Right. It really yeah. does. I don't want to sign up for another stream streaming service right now. I mean, <laughs> I would definitely put it on your list though, because you might like that Joker the best, or you might like it. It might be up in the higher tier of Jokers. Yeah. Okay, so he 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 surpasses Nicholson. Yeah, oh, he's I a different think. type oh, of yeah. Joker. It's a, a different, different type of Joker. Point. It's almost it's, it's what you said, Mr. Mondo, where you see him devolve, oh, right, yeah. and, and descend into madness. It's because almost he's like kind of reclusive. He's like, to me, it was like Taxi Driver meets King of Comedy. I don't know if you. Oh, seen okay, it. yeah, King of Comedy. Okay, like, yeah. we remember how De Niro was kind of he lived with his mom and he was uh-huh. delusional, oh. same yeah. kind of person. Ooh. And he slowly, di- you see him slowly just lose it. Oh, and, and- <laughs> you can almost say it's almost as if you get done. It's a mental he- watching somebody decline in mental health than yeah. anything, and nobody wants to help him out. And of course. What happens when you don't help somebody out that's yeah. going down that that weird path? There's a snap. So that's basically that Joker. But then ironically becomes like this cult figure and has, generates this following. You know. So, yeah, it's 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 in a much yeah. different vein than than Jack Nicholson or or Mark Hamill yeah. or it's it's yeah. a totally different attack pattern at it. Oh yeah, Hamill because of the voiceovers. He may be a very interesting Joker. I think he'd be a great Joker. I'm Live just, action. I'm just yeah. wondering what he would look like in the makeup. I think he'd look great. But you know, but that would be the problem with me, the makeup, because you know you would have to get those 45 degree angles and everything, and you know that permanent, almost permanent smile. Yeah, that would if they could fix that, if you know that would be the convincing, the selling point for me. 
prosthesis, you know? Yeah. They could, do they could do it. Commodore Ty, welcome to the stream. Hello, all. Hello. It's a free-for-all tonight. Lady Geek Time's not here, so the boys are going to play. <laughs> so let's go to the next one. We have Amber Turd is back. She's gone. <sighs> New report declares Amelia Clark is replacing Amber Turd as Mira in Aquaman 2. So maybe her bad behavior of <laughs> pooping in beds has finally cost her a job. Let's hope so. Um, but this rumor has it, she's getting another job. You heard about How that many one, right? This is how many actresses they said is replacing her now. Like, <laughs> I know. Well, this just came out today, but okay. from uh, Bounding in the Comics, JB. Yeah. So we'll, um, we'll run with this newest one. <laughs> well, this is like the third one I've already heard this week. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> Who else did you hear? Uh, I can't honestly remember the names, but I just know it was others. Like this has been ongoing for months now. <laughs> so until I hear something from like Warner Brothers or something, I'm taking mm -hmm. it all with a grain of salt. Yeah, I know. I know. I think it's just wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah I think they're just throwing every freaking female's uh, actress's name out there now. It's like, oh, it's going to be Emma Stone. No, now it's going to be Jennifer Lawrence. Now it's going to be Emma Clark. And then they're just trying to see which one will stick. Oh, yeah. Just wait till the movie comes out. Bessie will be in it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you can't even wait till they start shooting because they could they could digitally swap them out. Like yeah. they did with Kevin Spacey. Yeah, right. They <laughs> decide last minute. Nah, you know what, Amber? We're done with you. We're gonna get we're gonna get somebody else in there. But you heard what what she's supposed to have been cast. I think she right? won't care. I don't think she will care because as long as she gets paid. Mm -hmm. Where did you find this, Pete? Google. Wow, that's what Mark Hamill would look like as Joker, huh? That would be a good Joker to see. Yeah. He's already done. He has the voice down. Right. Yeah. I just someone pulled the trigger and do it already. Yeah, that would be awesome. That could be a Dark Knight. Like Willem Dafoe would be. A it good could Joker. be like a a cross between uh, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix's Joker and Heath Ledger's Joker, but it's yeah. just merge the two, and that would be yeah. great for the sequel if they plan on doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh hell! And you just imagine like if you played the the. the Arkham game and the way he taunts Batman, mm -hmm. you could, yeah, that would work. So, this would work in the context the of Dark Knight Returns. Because, yeah, this would work in the context of Dark Knight Returns because the Joker and Batman are older. So, this would be perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I've always wondered why they didn't adapt that. Like, they did they, they did the animated movie. and But, uh, right. I mean, my God. I mean, if you're going to go for a Batman adaptation, why not go to. There's so many good Batman classics out there, like Hush and Long Halloween and Dark Victory, and, and they haven't really touched yeah. any of them. Exactly. Why not go to the the milestone, DK? Yeah. There's so much they could do, and they don't do hardly any of it, and they wonder why the DCEU is not doing so well. Yeah. In fact, I'm gonna jump yeah. stories real quick. Let's go to this one uh, since we're on Batman and Joker. Um, did you guys see this? Pete, you sent this over. Yes, it did. Uh, you know, just when you think that you can trust this Batman movie, <laughs> they go and do something like this. So apparently his parents are going to be uh, villains. Oh, it says, uh, 
this well, this giant, giant freaking robot. According to the an exclusive by the site, Robert Pattinson will be playing a Bruce Wayne who discovers his parents, Thomas and Martha Wayne, were actually villains. Well, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose? Defeat the purpose of his whole existence as Batman. Yeah, protecting the innocent. Oh my goodness! Uh oh, beep bop boop is here. <laughs> oh my goodness! Look at this. Hello, beep bop boop. <laughs> Edson, what's going on? We're just talking about uh, the Thomas and Martha Wayne are now evil people. Yeah, I read that. <laughs> oh, you're echoing like. Wow, no. that's a huge oh, echo. Am I? Yeah. Sound like you're in an arena. He's <laughs> in a flashback. <laughs> wow. Well, didn't they kind of try to make uh, his parents evil in the movie Joker? Yes. Yeah, they did. They, they weren't exactly up and up people in that one. Yeah. So yeah, that, this, but they, you know, they were assholes. They weren't out and out evil. Yeah, I think this is what they're trying to say in this article, possibly that they're just going to make them like what they were in Joker, like not the greatest people, but they were good to Bruce. So calling them villains is mm. actually a bit of a bit much. Yeah. Well, you know who they were basing them on. Who? A former president of yours. Oh, okay. Is uh, that really? Uh, that's why I think they're calling them villains in this oh, article. I see. Uh, I see. Well, that would make sense with Hollywood. Um, according to the source that dropped this rumor, it's a trusted one because they scooped that Don Cheadle would be the Falcon and they scooped that Josh Brolin would be Thanos in the MCU. So if they got this right, that would be three for three. Um, Don Channel was not the Falcon. He was Warhammer. Oh, right. No, it would be in the Falcon Winter Soldier. Would be. Okay. Well, even if he is, it's like you kind of expected him to be in it because they got to bring in some other character. It can't just be those two. Right. Like they're going to bring in... So it was like, who else would they bring in? You can't bring in uh, Steve Rogers. He's old. Uh, Tony Stark is dead. Natasha Romanoff is dead. Nick Fury's who knows where. So yeah. it's process of elimination. <laughs> no, can we afford? It has to be Nick Fury because he's the only, you know, he. You remember Tony Stark was was the link between all of them, and so Nick Fury is the only guy left that's like the link between all of the superheroes. Um, well, there is also you like I say you got War Machine still. Um, you still and all the secondary characters still are linked together, like Maria Hill and all those. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. And Nick Fury is still a part of it. He's just doing what he's doing with Sword or whatever he was doing when he uh, we saw him last at the end of uh, Spider-Man. Right. My big problem is um, I don't have Disney Plus to follow the current events, so <laughs> I canceled it. So I'm going to have to get my my stuff the other way. You'll go hole in a bottle of rum, huh? Yeah. Oh, 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 he's right. <laughs> Something to those along those lines. Um, so I guess the Riddler is going to be the, the centerpiece of the whole thing. Part of the reason Paul Dano's Riddler is playing a deadly game with Bruce is because of the sordid history of Thomas and Martha Wayne, says giant friggin' robot. 
Daniel referred to Battinson's blind eye and accused him of being part of this too in the trailer. That can mean Riddler knows Bruce is the bat, much like he did in Hush and Batman Forever, or he can know something that just starting out Dark Knight doesn't. That is to say, the dark secret of his parents. And then they're thinking it might even be that the Waynes or something might be in the uh, Court of Owls. Okay, is he working out? That's all I want to know. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I don't want an emo Batman. So. I did a video about this this week, and people just hated it and didn't really not many views either. They just didn't like it. But this rumor, Pete, did you send me this one? Pete's not on. Um, apparently, Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz got their freak on on top of the Batmobile. And, oh. and, uh, and she became, became pregnant as a result. Now this this rumor came from 4chan, so it could be total bullshit. TMZ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Didn't oh. their, their publicist both yeah. come out and say, "No, okay. no, 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 this didn't happen." Yeah. And then people attacked me on our, my video. They're like, "Ah, what are you talking about? I, they're they're shooting near me, and it's fine." Um, 4chan is notorious for just stirring the pot. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, 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 I just want to see what will go. What would outrage the fans? Exactly, and I, I just laughed, and I think maybe that's why too. I was just laughing at it, and I was like, "The grain of salt." It's just a rumor, but it's funny. <laughs> um, so it says, "I'm working on the set of Batman." So in about a week or so, all the media will go after him for what he did to Zoe the Batman last week. We, me, and a lot of workers with Matt Reeves caught Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz having sex on the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of the worst things I ever saw in my career now. Matt was so furious, he interrupted them. And that's not all. Zoe took a pregnancy test, and she's pregnant, and everyone believes it's happened. Since, okay. since October, Robert and Zoe have been dating in secret. We this know about it, and we saw it together after work. She recently divorced her husband, though. I'm purely disgusted by their act, both her and Pattinson. All I know is that he... Reeves is so furious he might not do Batman 2 and 3 as he planned and let someone else direct. He literally told Pattinson, you are the most entitled, narcissistic actor I've ever worked with. You go back to work, we finish filming in March, and then we're done. I don't ever want to work with you after this film. Wait, he, wait, wait. He refuses to do reshoots. <laughs> He's calling him narcissistic? Is it, so he, has he worked in Hollywood before? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. no, that the language is... of this altogether sounds so much bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, no training required. You're a superhero by default. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I but I had to laugh, and so I made oh. a little video laughing at this, and and people hated on it. But like. Uh, they couldn't even give you a good Photoshop photo for the top headline. <laughs> it's like, at least put some effort into the Photoshop image that you're going to show everybody. Yeah. Actually, I can. Uh, where's my file? I can show you what I did. Um, yeah, I, I took a, a clip out of the comics where they're getting busy and put them on top of the Batmobile. Exactly. Yeah, come yeah. on. Um, strategically placed black boxes. <laughs> yeah, I, I used the. Um, I actually combined. Remember the uh, the um, black series issue where he had his penis hanging out. Oh, Remember yeah. that, like two years damned. ago. Yeah, I damned. Damned. Batman, damned. I got the frame from that, 
and um so i he's kind of blocking them on the batmobile and then i put oh. <laughs> where his penis is supposed to be <laughs> what's that noise you hear that noise yeah i heard it is it edson is still the X in my X? oh my god whoa, yeah whoa super okay. reverb all right I got it. that sounds better say do you want to rock really loud in your arena voice <laughs> say hello cleveland <laughs> <laughs> so who is into spawn hmm. nobody you just hear cricket no yeah not, not a fan me either uh well todd if you're watching sorry i don't think this is a good idea because take it or leave it yeah. <laughs> um i guess he wants to launch a new uh a cinematic universe. Good for him. Good but... for him. Especially on how great the first Spawn movie did. Oh Good for you, Todd. Good for you. Yeah, that's what we need. Another cinematic universe. I know. Wow. <laughs> we got the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We got the DC Extended Universe. We got the Star Trek Universe. The Star Wars Universe. Yay, we need a Spawn Universe. We got Spawn. the Spider-Verse. Has Spawn been relevant since 1993? <laughs> yeah. Has it? Here's a thought. Just make a good movie. Exactly. Yeah, let's, I let's, agree let's... with you, Mr. Londo. Entertainers! You know? Instead of worrying about creating this whole cinematic universe, make a good movie, yeah. and then maybe this would be a byproduct of that said good movie. Yeah. Yeah, I and you know I think what they're doing too, and I think I could be wrong, but I think the comics and Edson would know this, but he's having all kinds of trouble with his mic. Um, I, I think they're launching a whole series of comics this way, for, with Image. There's going to be a whole bunch of Spawn titles um, coming out soon from Image Comics, and then they're going to try to capitalize by spinning it off into media. But I like, I mean, clearly none of us care. So oh, honestly, they can just do it as a web series on like. One of the various streaming sites. Yeah, you can like do it on Amazon, do it on Netflix, do like let's see if that works, and then maybe think of a movie. Or He's how about, like Mr. Yeah. Lundell says, write and produce a good movie. Right. You make right. a good movie, the people will come. Damn straight they will. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I just you know I kind of have to agree with Pete too that. Um, this character's kind of done, I think, right? I mean, he was hot in the 90s, but... They already yeah. did a movie. They already did a movie with him. They, they, they can't get the, 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 the new ver the, the reboot version off the ground. Yeah. So it's just like carts before horses, Todd? Yeah. I, um, yeah. I don't know. I never was really interested in Spawn, so I... I got the first three issues if anybody wants them. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll hand them off for a good price. You yeah, might have well, to pay someone to take those off your hands. Yeah. I well, think, is it, I is think it Umbrella that... Academy an image comic? No. Dark oh, it's not. Oh, okay. My fault. Yeah. Because I, I think the 90s movie worked because, you know, we were talking genetics and things like that. And he got kind of messed up. And then, you know, Plus, you had John Leguizamo. Okay, right. He could play. He he could play creepy things, 
and you know that mm, character yeah. was super creepy. And I also, think that's that's what made that work. Yeah. Also, it. they were just um, in the '90s. Superhero movies were a new thing. Right. Now it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> if you're not Marvel or DC, don't care. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's an uphill battle. The first one's kind of uh, low budget, too. I mean, it wasn't, I don't know, it was okay. I, I remember walking out of the theater going, it was okay, but it didn't blow me away. Um, when did that come out? Like 93? No, later than 95 or 96. Was it that one? Yeah. Wow. Okay. The the spawn train had already kind of passed at that point. Yeah. I don't know. Edson, you're back. Are they doing like a whole bunch of spawn titles now for Image? Is that the idea? (laughs) Is he? Is he back? I mean, I still see spawn on the rack. I just don't, I just don't bother picking it up or reading it. Yeah. It's just not. It's 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 old now. I mean, he was a great character back when Image first started, but now he's kind of. It's like seeing Wildcats come back, or or, the, <laughs> or, or, or or seeing the Savage Dragon come back. Does anybody care about the Cyber Savage Force? Dragon? No, Cyber Force. I mean, they were all. Uh, what was that other one? Blood Blood Sport or something like that, or Blood something. Wetworks was it? I mean, all these were yeah, wet works. These were all sure. original image titles, but they're all gone now, and Spawn's the only one left. Yeah, they're a product of the early '90s. They were all extreme, and you know, mm-hmm. they had the yeah. time. Well, you never know. I mean, yeah. if they can make it like we've all said, if it ends up a really well done, fun movie, then fine, uh, we'll go with it. Yeah, if they ever, up. if they ever have the ability to make it, yeah. I just don't think they can uh, generate enough excitement. That's that's my thing. Right? Who's the audience? I mean, they exist. There's a lot of good image titles, though, that they can play off of that are, aren't superheroes. They're just really good stories. I don't understand why they don't touch down those comics because Todd McFarlane's just an egomaniac, probably. <laughs> like Spawn's got to happen. What do you mean, yeah. probably? Well, if, <laughs> if they are dead set of making a Spawn movie, then make it good. Yeah. Make Do some eye-catching visual effects a solid story and a good actor to portray spawn and then people will go see the movie even if they don't care much about spawn if you produce something good they will come and watch it or at rumor least had it jamie fox was supposed to be attached to it i was just going to say why don't we cast spawn before we go into the next yeah movie? jamie fox was supposedly attached to it well who was the original who was the who they cast in the first movie i forgot the guy's name i, uh, I never saw it. you never saw the first spawn no, he, he's in the Dark Knight. Yeah, uh, enough see. from the clown. Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't. Remember, I can't remember his name. On the either. right tongue. I'm gonna have to look it up now. Uh, I'm drawing. But Jamie Fox would be excellent. Wow, 1997. That one came out. Well, oh wow, that's even later than I thought. I thought it was early. Uh, later than that. I. Oh, uh, Michael Jai White. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and but, the guy who directed it was Mark A. Z. Dippy, is that his name? Mark A Z Depay. 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 Yeah, he he was a, an ILM animator, and somehow he actually got ILM to do a couple of shots for the movie. I think primarily the, the cape and a couple of the beauty shots. Well, they could still use uh, they could use the same actor. Yeah, he looks like a good spawn. Actually, yeah, he'd be good. I mean, he's in his early fifties now. 
But, uh, but my question well, is, Jamie Fox, right? Jamie Foxx is like 50. Yeah. But yeah. my question is, is, has Spawn ever been a good character? Well, that's what, we're, that's what we've been saying, not really. Yeah, it's just kind of... doesn't get anybody's blood pumping, you know? No. Yeah. I mean, he's similar to, like, Ghost Rider when you think about it, like a guy who, like, sold his soul to... You know what I mean? It's the, kind of the same kind of idea, except Ghost Rider's cool because yeah. it's a fire. And yeah. the thing is, also with Ghost Rider, they're going to have Marvel and Disney money behind it when they come out with the new Ghost Rider movie. So, you know, it's going to be something good. Or it's going to make... It's going to be decent or and people are going to go see it because it has the marvel name attached to it spawn right. does not have any of this no. so they're definitely going to have, if they do it they're going to have to make something breathtaking yeah eye-catching yeah. it's like they're going to have to do everything they can to make this good yeah i mean they're not going to cast nicholas cage again but <laughs> Oh, It'd be funny if Ghost they Rider? did. No, no. <laughs> no, well, to me, I want I want Ghost Rider to be a western. Um, That's I just, cool. That's I just cool. love that. I love that more than you know some guy on a motorcycle. Please, was, yeah. You know, if they put it, you know, Texas Ranger, circa eighteen eighty. Like Jonah X meets Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty cool. That's a great idea. Well, we got some good ideas. Well, the man. original, the original Ghost Rider was a Western uh, in, yeah. back in Marvel yeah, Comics in the forties. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, he was. That's what I. That's what I would want them to go back to that original. And then maybe a couple of movies down. Yeah, hand it off to some jerk on a motorcycle. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but to get it started, I would love to. I would love for it to be, yeah. you know, an old cowboy. They kind that of had elements of that in the first Ghost Rider movie. They had with Sam Elliott. They had yeah. little beats of you know the old West in there. And did so, they yeah. have it in the yeah, second yeah. one as well? I think so. No, it was so not in the second one. The second one was like somewhere in Eastern Europe. <laughs> you know, it was second one was really bad. Yeah, nearly a cohesive story. It was all over the place. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League will be made available worldwide on the same day. This is awesome. Um, March 18th, HBO Max. It's getting a worldwide release. So um, Zack himself says Zack Snyder's Justice League. Isn't it weird when people refer to themselves in the third person? Mm -hmm. Uh, You can't just say my (laughs) league will be available worldwide in all markets on the same day as in the U.S. on March 18th. On demand, digital download, linear or streaming. Um, this little group here is going to see it in a theater on March 18th. We have rented a theater that can do streaming, and we're going to go see it. And Jerry Ordway from DC Comics is coming with us, so that's going to be kind of fun. If you, get your awesome. plane, if you guys can get your plane tickets, you guys can get yeah. your plane tickets. You can come join us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we still got about, flights are cheap <laughs> now. You might as well come. How'd you get Jerry to tag along? That's interesting. I just asked him. Oh, nice. and it's funny because I I, I messaged messaged him and uh, the guy who runs Terrificon here, Mitch Halleck. Brother, you better get your plane ticket. And uh, and they said, yeah, Jerry was just talking about doing that yesterday, and we they couldn't find a place. I said, well, problem solved. So they're coming. Nice. Yeah. I asked Paul Kupperberg too, but he doesn't. He's still afraid. He doesn't want to go out in, uh, in the theater yet. He's not ready. Um, but this is going to be. I, I. You guys looking forward to this? Because I certainly am. 
I, I'm looking forward to it only because I haven't seen the first movie and you guys are hyping this one. Or the I'm, first, the first, ran, the first, whatever you want to call it, rendition. I'm cautiously thing, optimistic for this movie. The only thing turning me off yeah. is the four-hour runtime. Yeah, well, it's like, two movies. That's why it's. It was supposed to be Justice League Part One and Part Two originally. Then why wouldn't he have done it like that? I think when uh, when AT and T granted him the ability to do this, they said it's one and done. So <laughs> oh. make it one big. It, originally, they were talking about making it four one-hour pieces. No, I can't do that on yeah. HBO Max like four weeks better. in a row, and then they they retcon yeah. that and. Uh. Because it's already been released. If it wasn't released, then that would make more sense. But not this one. This one wasn't released. No, I mean, but I'm talking about the the original cut, right, right, yeah. or whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what they're saying that cut's going to be now. Theatrical cut. What? Theatrical cut. It's going to be like it's going to be we like Blade. It. It's going to be like Blade Runner now. Where there's like five, six cuts. We, we call it Justice League. <laughs> Justice League. That's what you call it. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. What about uh, Jason, Mr. Lundell? What do you guys think? Uh, I think I'm going to have to uh, buy into another streaming service on March the 17th. Because <laughs> I, think- I, I do want to see this. Because Justice League was such a disappointment. Oh, wasn't it? Yeah, That's so- why I won't see it. I'm going into this with fresh eyes. Yeah, I'm very tentative. I don't know. I, I, I'm holding court until I hear from you guys, probably. Unless you get your plane ticket. <laughs> San Diego to Connecticut. I wonder, I wonder what streaming service is going to be showing it up here in Canada. So, oh, that's right, you're in Canada. Um, that's yeah. interesting. Well, it'll be on demand. It says on demand. So you'll yeah, be able but to- what streaming service? I got like five different streaming services. So right, and HBO Max doesn't come up here. That's or right. We get the shitty version of HBO Max. What's the shitty version? What's that? <laughs> it's, what no, that? it's just incorp- uh, HBO is incorporated with another streaming service up here called Crave, but it only shows certain HBO stuff and not HBO Max stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, I, is it is it like a la carte where you pay still for the movies? It, it looks like yeah. it's going to be on Crave okay, on March eighteenth. So, okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. So it's like being on Amazon Prime, but you still got to pay for some of the movies. Oh, I have yet to see uh, the uh, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four because I am not paying thirty dollars. <laughs> Don't buy, you're wasting your money for a forty eight day forty eight hour rental. Yeah, you yeah. don't need to. You can yeah. take your time. Do you it's... have a red box in Canada? You know the red boxes they put outside, uh, like the, used the to. pharmacies. Uh, they took yeah, them out. we used to. Those went the way of the dodo quite quickly. Yeah. yeah. So I would you say can, that's probably your be best on, It'll be on Sci-Fi, or your equivalent of it, at some point. It's a movie. It has a beginning, middle, and end. Wait till the Blu-ray goes on bargains. If you're gonna watch it, get a six pack of Molson Ice. On our side, oh. like, I know in the US you have sci fi, which is S Y F Y. We got yep. sci fi. You have sci fi, S C I F I? No, S C I F I, yeah. Yeah. On yeah. It used to be called space, then with sci fi, now it's yes. sci Yeah, I used, to, I used to live in Toronto a way, very long time ago. Yeah. So yeah, I remember. I remember space. I remember Chum TV. I remember. We still got all got those. They're just under different names now. Sure. That's for tax purposes, right? Uh, who knows what it's for? <laughs> they always rebrand themselves every 
few yeah. years. But I think um, HBO Max is giving, I think, at least two weeks, maybe a full month free when you sign up the first time. So, Mr. Londell, if you're doing what I'm, if you're thinking what I'm thinking, yeah, you sign up for Justice League and quit. Well, you know, I hate doing that. I would much rather have uh, pay for do a, like I pay for Netflix and Hulu because of the content they have. I'm not just there for the hot show, right? And right. Yeah. I want any other service I sign up for. I want the same thing. I want to be able to just pop on there and oh, I haven't seen this. Let's watch. And then you know, I've got a variety of content right you know i can't be like these other For guys sure. they just jump around from one service to another. no that's that's stupid okay i'm like yeah. pick one and stick to you know and, and since starting this channel i've had to dedicate more time to the channel so i've been cutting shutting things off i'm like i'm paying for stuff i don't use i gotta shut yeah. up so um while we're on Justice League, um, if Dark Side's not enough temptation, how about Martian Manhunter? Wow. Yeah. So this is a really good article too. I suggest that um, if you can go to Variety and read this, um, it, it's really really long article, and I didn't want to you know bore everyone wow. to reading the whole thing here. Um, but it looks like um, we're going to get Martian Manhunter. He was scheduled to shoot when they handed the movie to Joss Whedon in twenty seventeen. <clears throat> Um, so he's going to be, and then they, they, they talked to him about this whole Joss Whedon scandal with Ray Fisher, um, down here. And it's, um, it's interesting. He goes on to say, you know, I just like, everyone makes mistakes. Uh, I just hope everybody can move on with their lives, to be honest with you. As a former seminarian, as someone who has made mistakes, I've been on either side of that equation. Directors sometimes are insensitive to the needs or feelings of actors. And sometimes actors are needy and sometimes oversensitive. I know oh. I can be. So that said, I hope whatever it was that happened, that people can move on and outside of some unforgiving thing that people can forgive, not just each other, but forgive themselves to say, look, I may have made a mistake in the past. Now I know better and I'm going to do better. Oh. Uh, this was a different time that was tolerable five years ago, a year ago is no longer. And we have to adapt to that. I think there's oh. some of that going on. This is generational in some way. I know Ray has it in himself to be better because of this, to be stronger, to have survived it. I also hope that Joss can too, and he can survive it. Be writer director he is, and all can be better because of it. Mm. B, I wish Lucasfilm acted this way. Yeah. <laughs> all of this because Josh Whedon is an asshole. Yeah, right. Otto Priminger was an asshole. <laughs> it was Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. Yeah. Orson Welles. Yeah. Orson Welles. <laughs> Jim Cameron. That's, you have to be a good Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you 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 hit your mark, you know, cash your check, and say I'm not working with that asshole again. Yeah, that's all you have to do. There's a great documentary called um, uh, Hitchcock uh, Truffaut. I don't know if you've seen it. It's based on the same the book Hitchcock Truffaut. And there's a great scene in there where he, I forgot which movie, but he's directing an actor and the actor's like, oh, I don't think I would do that. I think I would do it this way. And Hitchcock says to him, are you telling me how to direct my movie? You are cattle. Do what I tell you or I'll replace you. 
I can just hear that with that British accent. Yes. You know? Do what I I can't do it. I can't do Hitchcock. Can you do Hitchcock, Pete? I don't know if I hit. You, you got to kind of sound like this, right? Yeah. Sound mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I, I don't know. And I think I'm I'm drifting into somebody else right now. But I know he had a bit of a, a, bit of a jowl to him. Yeah. <laughs> Good attempt. So we get. We're going to have uh, Dark Side. We're going to have a better Steppenwolf. We're going to have Martian Manhunter. We're going to have some fun, I think, with Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, we're just going to have to figure out a, a point to pause it so we can all pee when we're <laughs> just, uh, I was wondering it's, that. There's got to be an intermission, right? Remember back in the day? No, dude. It's no, there's streaming. no intermission. It's no, streaming. Uh, it's streaming. Dude, there's you no... You pause reason. it. Oh, geez. I need a new... I need a more, Lord more of the Rings have an intermission? Yeah, but Lord of the no. Rings in the theater. This is streaming only. This That's is not true. a theatrical release. But people forgot to pee, dude. I mean, I guess they could pause it, but yeah, because we're the only ones watching it in the theaters. Yeah, we're everybody else is watching it at home. Yeah. <laughs> How is it we're the only people that came up with this idea? Come on. Well, we got lucky that the cinema. We're a Geek Time Network, man. <laughs> we're lucky that the cinema near Stacy can do streaming. That's the only reason. Like the yeah. AMC's around here that they rent, they don't, they can't do streaming. So that's the only way. I think it's the only way to see the movie. I, I feel bad that everybody's got to watch it on their TVs, but. Well, I mean, yeah, but they should, they, maybe it's down sooner, maybe when things get better, they'll release a cinematic, you know. No. Or you think cinematic no, no, no. Oh. No, they, they said they're going to drop the Blu ray like 30 days after. And, Oh, so you're going to be able to watch it on your TV again. The fact that they put any money into this, the fact that they gave Zack Snyder money to even do this is yeah, amazing, yes. and that's all he's getting. Like, there's nothing else after this. This is they they listened to the fans. The fans begged them for this. They gave it to them, and um, I I think if they see a spike in subscriptions, they'll they might do the same thing with David Ayer with the Suicide Squad. I would love to see a better cut. Well, we're going to get a James Gut Gun Suicide Squad. Right, yep. which, which will time. probably be good from the start. But the David yeah. Ayer one apparently suffered from the same thing Justice League did. Massive yeah, review. Because really, yeah. if you watch you could, the theatrical cut of that of the Suicide Squad, Joker was horrible. Oh, he was awful. Yeah. Oh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they say almost all his scenes were cut. So if they cut the good scenes, then you just got to think of saying, what the hell were you thinking? Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, the Batman versus Superman theatrical cut like, didn't make a whole lot of sense. And then you watch the extended cut where they put all yeah. Lois's scenes back in. And all Lois's right. scenes glue the whole right. thing together. That's what I mean. I feel like every single movie they release, it's like you're watching a rough cut. You're never watching. And you know it's disjoint. That's because movies, movies are made by committee now. They're not. Right. It goes back yeah. to Martin Scorsese's whole thing. I mean, like I said, it's like it's like a drum beat. You're gonna know when somebody misses a beat when you're watching it. When the editing's bad, you're gonna notice it. You're subconsciously gonna notice it. I feel like that about so much yeah. serious television. It is really disjointed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know when it's off beat. You yeah, know there's something sure. missing. Yeah, you can't, they can't fool you. They just well, can't fool you. You know these corporations are relying on saber metrics and analytics, and and they have sensitivity readers come in and say, well, you know, we should maybe not talk about that. Maybe, maybe. And, 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 and you yeah. market it and you package it and you throw it on a plastic lunchbox and then you sell it. And you're always selling it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Exactly. Oh, well, they're concentrating on putting the protocol that, uh, out. 
I'm sorry, I didn't pose that. They're, they're just concentrating on putting their political views out and not really paying much attention to the story. So obviously it does look like it's just jumps around and mm -hmm. not making much sense. Coming from so, the guy with, with oh, pronouns in his name. <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out. You're going to get canceled, buddy. You're going to get canceled tonight. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I have good company then. <laughs> um, hey, um... Maybe you and McGregor should hang out with Robert Pattinson more. <laughs> yeah. Look at the gun show. Huh? Look at the gun show. So now, you and McGregor's getting in shape to wear cloaks. <laughs> I know. Robert like, Pattinson uh, won't get in shape uh, to be Batman. You uh, <laughs> and McGregor's getting in shape to play an oh, older man. Of a character he played 10 years ago. He's going to wear a He's going to be out in the desert, so that's, you know, he's got to build up because he's going to lose a lot of weight in the desert. Come on. Yeah. Now, How my is question is. He's got to be at least in his late 40s, too. Yeah, he's about my age, I think. Jesus, yeah. look at him. 50. Well, How much control does Kathleen Kennedy have over this series? Oh. Um, Can we not bring her up? Well, <laughs> I, wanna, I want to like this, this I, show. Are, I really want to like this. About her. Dewbacks are all females. Dewbacks are all females. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I but know. I mean, if they're going to turn him into some sort of simp, and have and have and have to be and have to be girl explained as to why he's an idiot, well, then fuck it. I don't care what he's doing. Yeah, that's a good point. He I know will be fifty next month. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. That's great. That's great. That's pretty young. Yeah. Well, that's how Obi Wan should be around that time period when right. they yeah. are supposedly yep. doing the show. Yeah. Yep. I was looking forward to this until the catastrophe at Lucasfilm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which catastrophe? There have been several. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the big catastrophe. It's been ongoing. Yeah. The, the one long the, catastrophe. Which we're, we're coming up on that whole thing. Lucasfilm has become the uh, car wreck of Hollywood. Everyone doesn't want to be involved with it, but you can't stop walking at, looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's there you true, go. Commander. I, it, it's... I mean, as, as Gary from Nerdrotic put it, and I couldn't agree more, the drama around Lucasfilm is a hundred times more entertaining than anything Lucasfilm produces. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's That's it's true. incredible. It's like watching a high school Mean Girls show. <laughs> I bet those water coolers are really busy too. There's a lot of drama. Well, you know, and if you've been watching some of Doomcock stuff, apparently, <laughs> like the 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 environment in there is beyond toxic right now. Yeah, it's got to be. Well, and you can the phones are ringing off the book. They don't know. It all comes do. from the head down. Mm -hmm. Like twenty exactly. former presidents said, have said in the U.S., mm -hmm. the buck stops here. Exactly. And she, guess who's the president of Lucasfilm? Yeah. In, Fade in. in. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty much. We'll we'll get to that in a bit. Um. Yeah. I'm we still wondering how she missed it. Yeah. No, oh, you're going there. We, do we have to go here? It's our weekly. Yes, we have to oh my god! We, every time we go here, it's never good. No, it is not. Jude, take that back, because we looked at Javicia Leslie's training program last week. That was good. We stared at her pictures and how pretty she is. It's a waste of her time, though. Unless she gets I know another role. she's got. Unless she gets cast girl. in another role, this is a waste of time. This poor girl. I. She's she's adorable. Um. Yeah, but, but she looks like a character from it's the going Wiz. Downhill and downhill. She, from the, she looks like a character from the Wiz. Is that what yeah. you just said? Yeah. 
Oh, that the wig on this costume is ridiculous. Why, Why is it a wig? So Why is it a wig? Why can't you have her natural hair? I don't. That's what I'm saying. Use her natural hair. Um, so if we take a quick peripheral break. vision. <laughs> yeah. Peripheral. Episode nine should have a spike in viewership because that was the infinity uh, crisis on infinity. Crisis. Earth. Yep. So oh, episode boy. one debuted at 1.86 million last yeah. year. And then totally dropped. And then episode nine, it spiked back up. Oh yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. I've and then been doing that, reviews of this and trust me, it's been two years. I'm still working on it. I'm they, only on episode nine now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> wow. So they lost about a million viewers between episodes nine and 10. Yeah. And, oh my God. and then look at, the premiere of oh, season two uh, and season look at the two. premiere of the first season. Look yep. how far it dropped. Yep. And then this past week, 507,000. That's preliminary, Oof. but it's not going to adjust much up. So it's been steadily. This week, they, they gained some. This yeah, was the week between the championship and the Super Bowl. Yeah. And also, that was the week where they uh, confirmed that Kate Kane was alive. Oh, okay. That was the episode. And people actually cared. Yeah, yeah right. She's not going to come back. Articles, there are more articles asking for Ruby Rose to come back. Really? Back that Kane I believe. And bring back <laughs> Kate Kane. So if your franchise is worse off, is better off with Ruby Rose as their lead, you know something's happening. And she's not coming back. The fans have to let it go. She quit. I know, but yeah, she's not. that's the fans rather have her than whoever they have there now. And the ratings wow. are showing it like the worst viewed episode of season one is still 200,000 or at least a hundred thousand more than some of the some of the episodes in season two yeah this is the worst one it was episode 17 630,000 yeah and it's only what it's topped every episode except for the except for the premiere except for the premiere and the premiere should be and if you compare premieres it's a 1.2 million person drop yeah yeah it's 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 abysmal and it's it's sad because it's not her fault she's actually no. a better actress than ruby rose oh. she's um, just playing the part she's i mean it, yeah. it's so poorly written and so poorly i think written. if yeah. they started her off with her then it, it could work but because they had ruby rose and everyone's so attached to kate kane's character right for the right. show because even though she might not have been the best actor Ruby Rose made Batwoman who formed like she did an image of it and now you're asking another actress to repeat that yeah well and it's worse because the way she um, she found the costume laying on the ground put it on and became a superhero with no training no expertise yeah at least with uh, Ruby Rose's Kate Kane you knew that she went through training after training after training but she was tops in her school military school she went to various experts for extreme uh, living training. Yeah. What were you and all this stuff. So Yeah, they portrayed her like her, the comic book, so yep. Yeah. So having her be a superhero was okay, I I can buy it. But with this, it's like I found a suit, now I'm powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the writing's abysmal. I, I did a review of the first episode of season two and um, this this picture right here this top one over here she's standing in the sewer after she found the costume and luke fox in the uh, the girl that works with him i forgot her name mary 
uh, confront her down there in the sewer, and she rattles off all these ridiculous statistics, like, you know, every year, XYZ amount of mothers die giving birth in the ghetto, and the blah, 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 and blah, blah, and just starts rattling off all these ridiculous statistics that nobody would know. And it, it's, 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 while she's standing in bum juice, right? You know? uh, um, <laughs> saying, uh, the statistics of a certain ethnic group to someone that is a member of the same ethnic group. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. It, and it's just, yeah, it's, there's so much of that. And I, a couple of weeks ago in our opening video, I used it a couple of weeks in a row. There was a, in the second episode, um, and, and as is the one that, pointed it out and I had to go find it. Um, she actually says that um, what's the villain's name again? The blonde. Alice. Uh, Alice. She says the reason away. Alice hasn't been killed yet is because she's white. <laughs> I don't know why they just don't get rid of her. They should have got rid of her when uh, Ruby Rose left the um, series because now with no Kate Kane there's no point of her being the main body. Same with uh, Do Gray Scott's character. I don't know why he's still there either. He looks like he wants to be anywhere else. But <laughs> God, Do the Gray Scott. Uh, was that uh, is that the commander? Yeah, Commander Kane. <laughs> well, the crows are an essential part of what's happening in Gotham, so of course they're going to have to have his character there. But Alice's character, no use for her. After Kate Kane's gone, there's no use for her as a baddie because. Her main focus was to torture her family. Right. She actually said in the premiere of season two, like she's all pissed off that Kate's missing because she wanted to be the one to kill her. And now there's like, she has no purpose. Um, if you've watched the first few episodes of season one, she had multiple opportunities to kill her and she never did because she wanted Kate to side with her. So even already you have contradictory writing because throughout the whole season, they, she was trying to get Kate, uh, Kate on her side. Kate was trying to get her on her side and become wow. Beth again. <laughs> and now in season two, you have her saying, oh, I wanted to kill her. I'm like, watch the episodes. Wow. Every episode they were together when she had an opportunity to kill them, her. Well, I, I, I can't believe you've invested as much time as like Az yeah. has on the show. Um, this is like a bad life. <laughs> You deserve a YouTube plaque for like putting up oh. a woman. <laughs> I tried. The writers already. The writers already. I just hit prices on Infinity Earth <laughs> with my reviews, and now I have to watch the entire series uh, saga of Infinity Earth. So that's the episode of Supergirl, the episode of Batwoman, the episode of Flash, the episode of the Arrow, and then whatever the last one is, something of Tomorrow. Legends of. Legend, legends of tomorrow yeah yep, yep. and watching the first one i'm like no 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 i am not going through all of the series to get to this point i remember so, i watched just the crossover from wh whichever one was first might have been supergirl was the first one yeah supergirl was the first of and the, i watched that first five. part and i said i think i'm done with all this stuff. <laughs> the first part I think it was just too much setup yeah it was they were just setting it up and the best part of the first episode in, was the, what was it, the 32nd cameo of Burt Ward. Oh, yeah. Oh. It was just, um, 
I, you know, when the when those CW shows first came out to me, they were pretty solid. But they definitely took a. And we talked with Cameron Pasha about it when when Andrew Kreisberg got Me Too'd out of there, and Greg yeah. Berlanti was left on his own. They changed dramatically. Oh, uh, and and you came. And Edson and I were really into the first couple seasons of Arrow, oh, yeah. Flash, and then we we noticed the change. We were like, "What happened to this?" You know, all the shows became very similar. Um, when I did my review of the first Batwoman, I just I I noticed the amount of Alphabet Community representation. So I quickly did some some research. There are sixty six of those characters in these shows. Oh. Sixty six Alphabet Community characters. Oh boy! This... To me, that's over representation because that yeah. doesn't and you know i i understand you want to reflect the world we live in but we don't live in a world that's that that's not the world we live in no it's not it's not yeah, even the, close the change in tone in those in those shows were so dramatic i mean you could tell right away it's like I, now i i find myself going back to seasons one and two of arrow over and over again because i just loved the way it was the beginning and then it just kind of derailed so fast it's unbelievable yeah, season but one of arrow is violent but, and bloody and yeah you know, that's what Hollywood yeah. doing now, and that's what the mob cares about. They don't care. They don't want representation. They don't want anything positive to come out of this. They just want to go in, destroy the property, and go on to the next one. Yeah. And you yeah. saw it with the Arrowverse, like you guys mentioned that the first few seasons of Flash and Arrow were ridiculously good. I haven't seen them personally, but uh, then you get Spider. Uh, Supergirl, which was mm, okay at some points, and then you have what you have now. Yeah, yeah, and you could you could see it. Like if if you go back and watch the first season or two of Arrow and the first season or two of Flash, they felt more like the comics. Yep. And then then it turned into like nine oh two one oh with superheroes in it, uh, mm-hmm. very soap opery. You know, oh. very yeah. Uh, you know, and we're friends with Paul Kupperberg, who was, you know, he wrote DC comics forever. He's got, you know, 2000 credits to his name and we, he liked them too for a while. But then he said, you know what? I'm not a 16 year old girl, so I'm okay now. I don't need them. <laughs> That's what he feels written for, you know? So, um, but then there's this, this is, this is a huge problem guys. And I think this is where Disney had to step in and do the right thing because the Muppets are corrosive they're oh, evil yeah. they're toxic how do you censor the muppets how i don't it, know it's just them because you know what the, you know why they're doing this it's because they got away with what they did with in lucasfilm so they're now going to the other properties of disney because they know disney now will bend the knee yeah so as soon as disney did one change they know we got them and they they're like hungry shards smelling blood in the yeah. water and disney is throwing the chum in by doing this the muppets is now considered offensive and comes with a warning prior to each episode five seasons of the muppets are now streaming on disney plus but they come with a warning from disney that offers a disclaimer of the dangers ahead what? this is a family program that we all watched as kids and grew up on this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or oh culture. These stereotypes were wrong then, wrong now. They, they the Rather the than remove the so diverse, you don't even know what the hell they are. 
<laughs> Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive. I want to know the, the, the specific bits. Like, okay, sure, they did a lot of blowing up of things. Okay, you know, cute things got blown up a lot. Yeah. Uh, like, okay, is that what they're talking about? But I mean, the Swedish uh, chef. That's the only one. Yeah, right. The Swedish right. chef. Yeah. yeah. And there was Professor Bunsen burner. <laughs> he I mean, would always blow something up. Human beaker. Yeah, is it Gonzo? Probably... Is Gonzo just weird? I mean, what's Gonzo's an alien? Yeah, that's right. probably Gonzo uh, is an alien. Gon <laughs> Gonzo is best left unexplained. He's a weirdo. That's all yeah. you need to know. You, don't, you, you, you didn't need you didn't need Muppets from Space explaining his backstory. You really didn't. Yeah, I think they're also uh, you know Beaker might be um, they're saying that they're, you know, honestly, they're maybe he's like a Beaker's like challenged. Group. Beaker's like challenged. No, Beaker's Beaker's uh, group. Beaker, Beaker was, that's all he knows, right? Beaker, Beaker was hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Because he would start a fire and scream and he's running around and the professor's trying to show you how to do this experiment. Come on. The professor was always conducting like human trials on yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> I would love to know the logic behind this. I know I know that that, that there are it's two episodes that, that that they haven't aired. One uh, is Brookshield's episode, which is basically um, uh, Alice in Wonderland, and it ends with them singing, the, uh, we're off to see the wizard. So I know that one that they, they had to, that one they can't get from for music rights. Yeah. And there's oh. another one, I guess Richard Pryor was supposed to be a guest, but he, he, uh, he canceled at the last minute, so they used one of the Muppets' head writers, and apparently he turned out to be a pedophiliac. Yeah, he like went to jail for kitty porn or something. Yeah, exactly. So okay, so I can see not putting him on there. Right. But uh, uh, it, but I'd love to know the logic behind this. What specifically? Well, what the is, Muppeteers is, fought. I got here. in the chat. Pretty much. This really wasn't a kids show. No, it uh, wasn't for kids. The movies were for kids, but yeah. this show was. I mean. Yeah, this was definitely not not a children's show. Kids loved it, but yeah, I mean, it had adult I was, humor in it. Yeah. I was I, a I teenager did. when this came out. Okay, you did not sit a, a five year old in front of the screen for this. I, I did. I I, I, I think I it was one of those shows that that simplistic humor appealed to children, but the sophisticated humor went over their head. Right. Oh, the, Muppet, so, the, Muppet well, the whole show, family right. had you something have to do. You have that old. That's you still have that in today's day and age. Yeah, like SpongeBob. Well, yeah. that's why you you sat your kids in front of the television and watched Sesame Street, and then you watched the Muppet Show. Yeah, no, every you know the Muppet Show was on at like seven thirty, and we watched it as a family. And you know, the Muppets was once celebrated for its depictions of Native American, Middle Eastern, and Asian people, but that is no longer the case. Well, when you were a kid, you didn't know what they were. Offended people, or you just thought they were whatever. Um, you know, if you actually <sighs> talk to these uh, people from these groups, that they all will come out and say like. I have nothing wrong with it. It's actually telling people about my culture. Yeah, it, it. This statement says a lot too, uh, from Disney, ironically, because happily ever after just doesn't happen. Uh, have you watched your own shit? What about <laughs> Snow White? <laughs> Song yeah. of I the mean, South. Break. I mean, the only bad movie was Bambi back in the day it, when his when her mom when the mom it, died. It, that was it. Effort we are making, states Disney. We can't change the past, but we can acknowledge it, learn from it, and move forward together to create a tomorrow that today can only dream of. I would just want to point something out that um, the stupidest Disney, thing the, I've ever read. The this Disney is also Princess. Disney, by the way. Also yeah. Disney. 
That's a hot uh, ever after. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Thanks, Disney. Thanks for playing. <laughs> we see you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I call it a um, Disney the con princess. guy on, in our chat says, the Muppets, two white guys in the balcony were Republicans for sure. Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's why they have the warning that's down. Right. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, yeah. They started the show and they ended the show. So uh, apparently this too, they're after, you know, Jim Henson uh, recently trended on Twitter. Of course he did because he's dead and he can't defend himself over a controversy involving a coffee commercial featuring a Muppet killing another Muppet from 1955. <laughs> Let's watch that. You it's know, people who don't drink Wilkins coffee just blow up sometimes. Oh, that's a lot of... <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. It's impressive and funny. It's great. Well, there, there was great. a rumor. There was a rumor going around that he was also a huge womanizer, which I remember for a while they were trying to get that going and it got squashed. But I'm you not know, sure that it was. The, the, these Twitter the people. People who are offended at that video are joyless fucks. I'm sorry. You have yeah. no joy in your life. If you watch that and that triggers you, you're offended by it. It's slapstick. I mean, all the Lauren Hardys, Three Stooges, come on. No oh, one like okay. okay. If people, and they're just Muppets. Okay. I want to yeah. give this out to them. Okay. If you're offended by the Muppets, name me a show that you're not offended by. Right. They can't. Name one show. Just, uh, Commodore, I've been threatening for a while to make Gray the movie where everybody just sits around in gray <laughs> and just stares at each other and doesn't talk. And I'm going to call it NPC the movie and just put it out. And maybe they'll like that because there's no... No, that, 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 that would have okay. them. That would have fanned them. How? Yeah, you're, Nobody you're, talks and they're just sitting there in plain gray. They're prejudiced against gray people. <laughs> that and that and no, no group is... Represented, right? Exactly. Oh, right. that's right. what pissed them off. Oh, you're right. Oh, I've Has anybody read. here um, watched Meet the Feebles by Peter Jackson? I oh, love that movie. That movie's sickening. I, that movie is amazing. It's disturbing as hell. I Imagine know how, how, how the people at New Line saw that movie and said, "Yes, let's give this guy two hundred million dollars to make the most expensive trilogy ever made." Yeah, <laughs> Muppets, Muppets, Muppets are having sex and like doing drugs. It's, oh it's, yeah, it's phenomenal. There's a, a paparazzo who yeah. who's a fly, and then you meet him. He's in the toilet having a meal. <laughs> yeah. Well, Keith, yeah. It, it's it's like that itchy and scratchy episode where they they get they get censored, and they're like, yes. "Would you like some iced tea, or would I you like lemonade. some lemonade?" Lemonade. I made it just for you. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But you know why they're doing this now? It's because Disney bent the knee to them with Lucasfilm. Yes. And now yep. they're going after every other Disney product because yep. they know they smell blood. Once. They know Disney will bend the knee to them. This is and this is the result of it. They're now offensive. Yeah, once offensive you give them power, the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. once, if, once if you, you yeah. If Lucasfilm, yeah. if the leader of Lucasfilm had any backbone to her, which she does not, and stuck to her guns, this would not have been a subject because they would have been what? like. Crap, we can't get to them. Off she, to the next target. Well, see, she is in bed with these clowns. Yes. Okay, that's the deal. So what's going on, whatever they do to Gina, 
she endorses it before it's even done. Yes. Okay. So that's that's KK. Now, what's happening with Disney proper? You got to blame somebody. They 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 got to these SJWs got to have somebody on the inside. Yep. That's saying, yeah, we got we we got to do this. We got to do that. They're right. Yeah. You know. Think about the little baby. Somebody there is is, is promoting this crap mm-hmm. as as they churn it out. Yep. Before we move into and, the Toronto uh, stuff, I just want to welcome Culture Casino to the stream. Hey, hey thanks for coming in, man. Oh, you bet. You bet. I, I welcome just, to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished up over with uh, Midnight's Edge uh, after dark, and I was like, okay, I've got free time, so I'm uh, here. I am. I'm happy to be here. I'm thrilled. Is this like your twelfth yeah, consecutive hour of streaming now? Yeah, it's getting close to that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. seems like seems like it's, Tuesdays and Thursdays are, are are a little busy. They're a little busy, but uh, it's it's good to be here. And you guys are right in my wheelhouse, talking about all my favorite things: Muppets, yeah. Disney's, uh, Star Wars, uh, jumping off buildings, finding empty elevator shafts. Uh, these are all my things. <laughs> well, your yeah. timing couldn't be better because we're no, about to drift into a topic that you've talked about seventeen point five times today. Already. Nah, it's perfectly fine. This the, oh. hey, there's a lot to talk about here there's a lot of ground to cover i always find a new unique perspective from whoever i'm hanging out with so let's go all right well gina carano uh everyone watched it i think except for you pete so you're fired uh, <laughs> <laughs> so she uh she did her, her interview with ben shapiro this weekend and and we were just talking about how you know they, they bent the knee but in you mentioned uh, mr Landell that she's behind a lot of this and it's true i mean in the interview we heard Gina mention that she was forwarded emails from someone uh-huh. that she wasn't supposed to see that talked about how they were trend, they were tracking the hashtag fire Gina Carano. So yeah. they knew okay. exactly what they were doing and they, they put a bullseye on her and they were just waiting for her to mess up again. Well, Kathleen Kennedy put a bullseye on her. Yeah, that's yeah. my theory. That's my theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys read this, but there's one paragraph in here that jumps right out. Um, and here it is. So th- this explains everything. Um, and uh, this guy, I don't know if he's taken abuse for this or not, but uh, Judah Engelmeyer, he's a PR, a crisis PR rep. And he says, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, you. You're throwing me under the bus. <laughs> I don't know what people at Disney personally believe or don't believe with regard to politics, but as a corporate entity, they want to stay as trouble-free as possible. Epic fail. And anything that's going to offend the left is a problem says crisis PR rep Judah Engelmeyer. I have clients who are making an extraordinary effort to post what the social left wants to see. Jeez. That's the problem right there. Yep. No, you don't post what they want to see. Cause I'm going to tell you um, a story. It might be good for a lot of you younger people to research uh, John Henry Falk. He was like a radio personality like in the 50s. And it was a group that went after him just like this. And he sued him, ended up uh, winning. And he found out it was just a handful of clowns that that developed and started throwing a little weight around with, yep. with sponsors and whatever. And I think that's what we're looking at here. This is a handful of jobless, clueless, you know, idiots. 
Yes, but and we need to find them and we need to expose them. <laughs> you know, well, harass them everywhere they go. You know, I was in a in the chat room earlier with you, Culture, and we were kind of talking about this. And I got I got attacked this weekend by some of them because I did I put up the tweet and it said uh, it had Gina's tweet and then the one from the Auschwitz Memorial. Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. And I said, I read at Disney, at Lucasfilm, aren't these the same, basically the same thing? And of course, the the NPCs came in after a while. Of course. Yeah, they don't like you. The NPCs always have to come in. Right. And every one of their accounts has like less than 100 followers. They're more like 20. Yeah. Yeah. You know how big they are. They they create cock puppet accounts and then they keep repeating themselves on different accounts. Freaking accounts. Right. Right. So, yeah, it's a tiny little group of robots. Uh, you know, I mean, they may be actual people, but you're right. They're sock accounts. They're that. That's the other problem. These people aren't genuine. If they were genuine, they would tell you what they're about. But that's they, they don't do that either. I mean, uh, Mr. Londell's correct. And I always I always find um, it, 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 instances like you found yourself in that it's better just to ignore them. These people yeah. have no voice and they only get traction. They only get. Uh, they, they, they only get their yayas. I don't know. I, I'm trying to use improper language. <laughs> Go for it. Um, yeah, they, they only get off on the idea that they, they can influence you and then get credit for it from their small group of friends. Um, so don't be used for that purpose. If they throw something at you, you don't have to respond to them. Twitter is a game. Don't play their game. Play your game. And yeah, you know, I I yeah, won't does. respond, but what's funny are the people who do, and, and I get yeah. moved in because they hit, you know, reply, and you're in the thread, and it's really funny watching these people duke it out. Yeah, you're sealing your fate once you engage. I think That's it. exactly, and it's it, it becomes a thread from there because then you respond, they respond, and it's never ending. Well, yeah, the best thing to do is to hit and run. So if you know if I see something that's ridiculous, like. Uh, what you're talking about today, uh, <laughs> you know, I'll throw mine out there and I'm done. And, and, and if I, you know, if something happens, my mentions go up and that seems to be the path that, that, it, that, that, that it's falling. And I don't even go there. I don't care. Yeah. I, I said what I had to say because it, 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 you know, I'm in 128 characters. I can only be so intelligent. Right. So that's just, <laughs> yeah, they, they just, they repeat the same talking points that they download. They pair it. It, oh. Yeah. They're, 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 they parrot the same thing. It's the, it, it, and that's, and that's the other thing, you know, it, it, there's a playbook for whatever type of engagement they have. And that's all they know. They know how to play the same game, right? You change the strategy, you, you, you change the field, you, you change it up on them. They're not, they're, they're not prepared they for it. Throw a hissy fit if you do. They become yeah. defensive. They become defensive. They call you names and they block you. Yeah. So, you know, and so there, there are two ways to be successful. One, don't play Two, whoop them. And if you do whoop them, they're going to block you. Right, and then they'll come back with another sock bucket. But at that point, you're savvy to their game, so you just quit. But I would, I don't even get the. It doesn't even get my hackles up anymore. I no, I, I just, I get attacked constantly because of my opinions, and you know, if I, you, yeah. I mean, today, I mean, yours was perfect. Auschwitz comparing, you know, that was perfect. In it fact, really was. I did yep. a tweet today, yep. and, and you know, I I saw Stig Kenobi put it up. Yep. And I had to grab it, and then I put I did a side by side and sent it to Lucasfilm and Disney. Um, yep. Got a lot of traction with it, as one would expect. But um, yeah, I, I just and it's amazing how they fire back and they say it's not the same thing. It's like, do do you have any comprehension skills whatsoever? That's you, you put your agenda in your back say, okay, pocket. Tell me what's different. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. Reading 
reading reading comprehension is a lost art. So you know, I, I, I mean, I just I spent fifteen or twenty minutes on me just a few minutes ago talking about the fact that um, the education system is is failed in this country. Yeah. It's it's not it's not failing. It's it's failed. We're done. When kids don't know who Helen Keller is, they think that Helen Keller is the leader of the the Nazis in the forties and such. Yeah. We have a problem. We're disconnected. Mm-hmm. You know, and so how do you win an argument with somebody who's that ignorant? You, you mean, you might as well not even, again, don't even try. Yeah, no, it's, it's. That's all I right now. Actually, you won that know. argument when you got out of the bed that morning. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. Mr. Lundell, just going back to what you said earlier too, though, that, you know, now that, well, Kennedy didn't bend a knee, she helped engineer it. But it gave it gave them power, and once they have power, like how do you turn them back now? They're going to come after Rosario Dawson. They're coming. They're coming. Well, well, you know what? You have to beat them back. Okay, the barbarians are in the keep. Okay, so you have to just beat them out. Get them on the opposite side of the wall where they belong. It's just that simple. But how do we do that? You know, like, and this is. That's the qu- that's the question. I will because, because they spend all day doing this, and we don't have yeah. the time or desire to do that. <laughs> we, don't, we can't match them tweet for tweet. We're yeah. not going to do it. We're just not going to do it. So yeah, you're right. We all have lives. we all have lives. Right, okay. jobs, jobs, multiple. We got students. lives. We got jobs. We got bills to pay. Right, that's right. That's right. We so don't we're being, have the of sitting in front of like fifteen computers playing, doing like thirty different. Uh, Sock accounts on Twitter to be offended by every little goddamn thing that happens. So, so how so, do we do it? I mean, they're just going to keep growing. This is all these Tumblr dweebs that came over, for, you know. The they're only, just going to keep propagating. And only thing I can think of is you belittle them at every step of the way. Okay, <laughs> like okay, why don't you know? Boring. You know, you it's can like, just like, why don't you have a job yet? You know. Get out of mama's basement, you know, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, you know, you know, put, you know, put your pants on, go find a job, little boy, you know, no girl's going to want you when you're broke. You, that's how you have. To, I think that's how you have to do them. I don't know. The problem is you have these big corporations. Hollywood and these corporations to grow a right. set and say, F <laughs> exactly. you. Yeah. Until they do they that. Shut- it will never change. Well, yeah, the, the big corporations are giving them a lot of power. Yeah. Yep. And the only way that's going to work, though, is if they start losing tons of money, and that's going to okay. take a long. That's going to take a few years. Right. It takes well, too long. We, but so we can, so we can it, accelerate it might that process. Take, uh, some time, but hey, they took years to do this. We can mm-hmm. be just as patient as they are and get our stuff back. Hey, it might take ten years, but. If we put in the time they put in, we can build it back up. I mean, but I mean, look, uh, the two most famous franchises, Star Trek, Star Wars, losing money hand over fist. Mm-hmm. The owners of those IPs don't care. Nope. nope. They don't care that they're, lo- you know, that they're losing billions of dollars. <laughs> they don't care. So just thinking that. And let the products die. You know, well, the products are already, both of them, in my opinion, they're both already dead. Yeah, they're pulverized. 
Culture, you were going to say something about accelerating the whole process? Oh, certainly, yeah. We can accelerate the process. We create our own stuff. We support our own stuff. We 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 yeah. we build our own stuff. We build the mechanisms. I think we were talking about this in the chat earlier today. Um, we were we were talking about it. We build our own thing, and that's I mean that's essentially what Ben Shapiro is doing. It's what we're doing every day. I mean, here we are. We all it's it's bigger. I mean, people call it a culture war, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and that's not really it. It's it's preservation of the things that we love, right? Because we're about preserving. Well, since we can't preserve the things like Mr. Londell just said, Star Trek, Star Wars, they're toast, right? What I mean, you're going to have to wait a significant period of time before you can do anything lovely with those again. I think. Is any? I, I don't know if somebody disagrees with that, but at the same time, um, we build our own thing. We I, we know great strange new worlds. Yeah. Well, we have Cameron Pasha. We have Cameron Pasha on our team as somebody from Inside Hollywood. You have Script Doctor, somebody from Inside Hollywood. You have uh, all the people over at Mead, people who are connections in Hollywood. You have you have what Ben Shapiro is doing right now with um, with uh, the Daily Wire and, and this and what the film they've already put out. If you've seen it, Run Fight Run Fight Hide. Um, yeah, I hide, saw that. Yeah, Run Hide you, Fight. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I, I always say it wrong. Doesn't matter, but. Um, <laughs> But it, but it, Genus Project, and, and they're working on two television programs, right? There's right. a lot of things happening now. And at the same time, each and every one of us, we're working every day on our channels, on our content, writing a script, doing a show once a week, putting out a video once a week, whatever it is that you end up doing. Your voice, it bring more people in. They, they, you, you draw more people in to you. And tonight, I'll give you an example. I, I, sh- I went from um, I went from the uh, TR4 stream, which is the Rogue Entertainment stream that was on Final Channel night, um, and I flipped over to, to Midnight's Edge After Dark. People, I, there are new people in those channels that had never been there before. They'd never seen it before, and they're trying to find out where other people are at. So this it, it's an ongoing process because you're bringing more eyeballs. People are getting out of the idea oh, of watching sure. broadcast television. They're giving you nothing. I mean, I talked about the first two episodes of Equalizer, uh, you know, uh, you know, under threat, you know, that because I said, well, I'll check it out. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to sample how bad their product is, right? But I have one more of these things to talk about, right? So I'm going to talk about the Equalizer for the third time. It'll be the last time I ever talk about it because there's no way the show gets better. Right. Um, and it's, it, but, but this, this is what we do. We say, this is bad entertainment. You know, it's bad entertainment. It's just the best of the options that you have until you come here and you see, we talk about it and believe me, Gary's not wrong ever. I'm sure all of, you know, nerd right? Mm-hmm. Gary's not wrong when he says that covering yeah. the industry is more often more interesting than anything that they're making. We said that a little while That's ago. That's for yeah. sure. You, guys, you yeah. guys have these beautiful voices, these, you know, these opportunities. I mean, one of my, one of my friends works in a closet when he does his YouTube stuff, right? But it's some of the best stuff out there because he speaks from the heart and that's, that's key. People can tell if you're authentic. If you're authentic, you win. If you're authentic, you win. Do you know who's not authentic? Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm's not authentic. They're nope. they're governed by a bunch of of, of, of people. Who are, well, they're backstabbers. I look. It, I could characterize as a hippie, and and, and it's fine. I mean, I, 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 I not hippie. I think I think oh, that's sorry, we're no, matching set here. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. No, but, yeah, but it's it's. Um, but that's where that, like I said, um, I I come from the place where I like to accept everyone right away. 
It's just the, it's where I was raised, right? Yeah. You you help, you, inter, you interact with everybody you can. You evolve yourself in, in any way that you can, and 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 you do that until somebody gives you reason not to, right? right. So uh, you know that's that that's a, the place of which I operate, and that's fine. Um, if you believe in karma, I believe that grants good karma, um, but that's not why they operate in Hollywood. They don't like you. In fact, I think people are now realizing they hate you. They hate you. They don't want you to wash their product. They don't want you in your their they they don't they are they are the gatekeepers. They're gatekeeping us out of our own stuff. They they infiltrated us and they took it away. And, they, yeah, and I, I'm sorry, I, I go on a rant every time. Oh I talk. no, that was great. And I agree with you. I no, think I'm saying that they're making this stuff for each other. They're not making it for us. They're making it for each other to impress each other to get the next job. Watch them tweet back and forth. Yeah, you know, the, somebody tweets out an article. Who are the first five respondents? They're friends from other publications mm -hmm. or within their own publication or within their own industry, you know, and it's, and that's fine. I mean, we do it here to be honest with you, but again, we, we have a lot more eyeballs now than Hollywood does. And we just don't realize it yet. Yeah. I think if you cumulatively, cumulatively added a lot of these channels yeah. on the bigger channels, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Look, at, look at, um, I, well, uh, I, <sighs> What's her name? Uh, I hate her. Captain Marvel chick. Um, Plenty well, of yeah, yeah. The cheese lady. Cheese lady has you know five hundred thousand subs right on her channel, right? Probably a lot of them bots. Say again. Most of them are probably bots. Well, eh, 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 doesn't matter. But five hundred thousand, right? So let, let's give her that. She has five hundred thousand subs on her channel. Maybe it's more. Maybe it's less. Don't care. But that's supposed to be one of the most popular actresses in. They're in their pantry of, of Marvel characters, right? She's mm -hmm. her YouTube channel only gets five hundred thousand people. And her views get less than Critical Drinker, Doomcock, Gary, all these other all these other people with substantially less following, right? Yeah, I mean, and Gary's two seventy five now, or maybe he maybe he crossed three hundred. I think Gary's um, three thirty. Oh, is he? God yeah, dang, he's going high up there. Yeah. yeah. I know he started. He hit that ramp and just went bananas. Um, but but you, you understand my point. They have less followers. They get more views, hundreds of thousands of views, and and it takes it takes Bree so much longer to get any traction on any of her videos. Um, and that's something you know. I, I think it speaks volumes. I mean, she's not engaging. She's not interesting. She's she's a she's a Kardashian. You're interesting because you're, you're so interesting. You're right. You, yeah. Anyway, I, again, if you, if you watch it, culture, shut up. It's not your show. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. you're the guest, and the guest can do whatever you have. Oh, exactly, man. <laughs> but if you look at her channel, I mean, she started off red hot. I think her first video had mm -hmm. a couple million views, maybe, mm -hmm. and each one has gotten subsequently less. He's down in the hundred thousand range now. Well, oh. and you're saying, until yeah. well, the one that she bounced back a little bit, but she had to so she had to show some bod. Okay. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> she put on the swimsuit and did yoga and stuff. I mean, come on, and it got in the sauna. You know. oh, I, I missed that one because I usually yeah, go on the channel to look for something goofy to rip in our opening video. I don't even. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even have time for it anymore. That's the thing. I only went there because I'd heard that, and uh, you know, and then I'm like, I'd like, I'm gonna send that to my buddy Lethal Lightning and say, hey, dude, your girl's getting, you know, mostly unclothed here, you know, but it's just. Yeah, pretty ironic. It, it always comes down to Can that. You put the right? link in the party chat. <laughs> <laughs> you live in a, a, a gag in one of my videos eventually. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it, it, she. She's her own meme. She's a walk and talk and meme. Oh, and it, you just, it, yeah, the the opportunity. You take every opportunity you can to use her if you can. Mm-hmm. If that's your yeah. thing. I well, mean, I've, I, like, I've heard that from Jeremy at Geeks and Gamers. Like every time he uses her, his views go way up. Yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah, thumbnail the hell out of her. You know, and get you know, get get Captain Picard head and yeah, get the yeah. googly eyes going on somebody and all. Yeah, yeah. If you, I don't do any of those kind of thumbnails. My thumbnails are straightforward. It's my whatever my video is. Me going, are you kidding me? Or some pose <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> And that's, that's it. I mean, thumbnail game is, you know, is, is a personal preference, but, right. uh, you, you, exactly. know, do, do, you know, just do, just do a quality picture. And, and here's the thing. I mean, you can convey a lot of point in that one picture. You can get generate interest from it, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Tags, man, mm-hmm. SEO, SEOs and tags are your numbers. You want to know what your, what, what your search engine optimization is and your tags. And I've learned that from some of the very best. So that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. 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 I've been really using weird. Google trends as of late too and yeah. even though like i might be like a smaller channel with only 100 plus views uh mm-hmm. subscribers but mm-hmm. uh, my view count has gone from the barely breaking 20 to going mm-hmm. up to 50 just by yeah. using tags from google trends so dude, it's already dude. doubled almost tripled my view count and, and and dude it's learning process for all of us because think about it a year ago i had eight people that were i might have had 30 last at this time last year <laughs> yeah and and i and now and now you know i'm i'm doing better and and i and all, i always say i mean it comes down to it, it just comes down to these little things you learn along the way listen to the people they're telling you all of the successful people are telling you how to do it just pay attention it, yeah you, you know and hang out with them you know i i hang out with everybody you guys if you can't find me somewhere i don't know i, I don't know where you're looking because i'm somewhere uh. Yeah, you're pretty. Easy. No matter where you go, there you are. Geeks enjoy neurotica. We always talk about this stuff all the time. Oh, dude, I the max much, all the time. He you, has. You know how much? You know how much I love pickles, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is the link for his backstage right here. Uh, he's he, <laughs> pickles. Pickles is a good dude, and he's helpful. Talk about somebody in the community. Yeah. Straight up karma, man. That dude lives in the karma world. He is. Uh, I'm going to help you. I could make money off you, but I'm going yeah. to help you. It's just, yep. just yeah. if anyone's interested in ever dropping by his uh, backstage, we're not really live a lot, but we do tons of conversations like this. It's in the yeah. private chat if you want to check it out. Yeah, no, I see it. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll grab it real quick. But yeah, yeah. he just does a great uh, WandaVision uh, viewing parties on Fridays at three in the morning. Yeah, and just don't get him on. Just don't get him talking on the Matrix. Okay. <laughs> you mean uh, Prometheus? That either. That too. So that, this brings up an interesting question because I, all you guys, are, you, you, we all talk about the same stuff. Who's still watching WandaVision after? I'm still week? doing it. Okay. Two. Okay. Two. Anyone else? I wasn't Who's watching it to begin with. I was. Yeah, just, cool. I'm, I'm super hearing out. <laughs> uh, it's actually ridiculously good, and you, if you oh. do intend to watch the. Uh, what do we lose? Like Doctor Strange and oh, Spider-Man and stuff. It's a definitely must-see to watch those. And But by the time those movies come out, if you have Disney Plus after this, um, you can easily binge them. It'll take maybe the same length as a feature film. Yeah. It'll probably mm. take less time than the Zack Snyder Justice League cut. Because even though they say they're like 40 minutes long, the 10 of plus minutes of those are just the credit <laughs> right yeah no and, and plus i mean I, I i read the reviews and the spoilers so i'm i'm 
I'm I'm I'm sort of up to speed. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I I almost immediately check out if the director says you have to do homework in order to enjoy my product. You know, like, <laughs> oh, you're not going to understand Doctor Strange. You're not going to understand Spider Man if you if you don't watch this show. Well, then, fuck you. I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but if anyone doesn't doesn't bother, if you don't want to buy watch the show, so I have been doing all the reviews of each show on my channel. So if you want to check those out, I get yeah. sure, I basically sure, give you sure. the breakdown, and it's like ten minutes long. Yeah, it's yeah, enough that's for us yeah. too. But then I think. And- uh, and uh, Pete, no, no. you may want to stay away from Dune when it finally comes out. Dude. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> I'm worried. I was Dune, Dune, Dune. I understand that, that that's that's definitely one you gotta. That yeah. that one's kind of heady going into it. I understand that. Why one, so. why would, why did you say you stay away from it? You hear bad things about the the movie. No, if you haven't read the book. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I've only read it like twelve times. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, I'm, Dune's gonna basically, you know, it's, if you haven't read it, you're on your own, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all set with that. Don't worry. Twelve I'm, times. Uh, well, that uh, <laughs> basically digested that all six of, of the books. Me, yeah, me so, too. <laughs> so, and you're, and you're right. It is a video idea. Very heavy. Let's give us a breakdown of the yeah. books before the vi- movie comes out. So, and that will probably skyrocket in views. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. It's it it it. it, I'm just gonna say this. I've not heard a whole. I've heard some positive stuff because I follow Nerd Cookies, um, you know, and I and she does really amazing lore videos. But um, I've heard some things that have really turned me off. You have to remember, despite the the divergence from the original story, uh, I really like the Lynch version of the film. And I know uh, a lot of people don't. They disagree. I know. I know. There's some problems with it. There's no doubt about it. Some but, problems. Well, some problems. I, I, look, I'm going to tell you, Mr. Londell, I think you're going to have more problems with this next film. It prob- I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. because, let's face it, the cheaply done <clears throat> Sci-Fi Channel miniseries basically covered that uh, first book the way it should have been covered. Yeah. Even yeah. though, you know, the special effects sucked, but the story, which the story, is what we go they, for, they, they, job, they, yep. they were true to the story. Yep. You yep. feel like if, if somebody, so if, they, they, if they put that together the right way, that you could recompose those special effects and make that thing so much better? Probably could. Probably. Maybe they should have invested in that instead of making another movie. Well, see, the problem, more than anything, the exterior scenes. Okay, you know that was a that was a sound stage with a pile of sand and you and the backdrop. I mean it's just yeah. plain as day. So you would have to reshoot all of that. Uh actually no, you can demolt and pull a lot of stuff out and and reinsert actual stuff now. Um it, it, it it's a it's a long hard process it can be done. Um, um, it's, it's yeah, a couple different types of keying. Um, you know, and just and and uh, and and mad, mad enhancements and stuff, and you could probably replace the background. See, right now, um, and this is a video I'm doing, you know, for my for my members. It's one of the one of the exclusive member videos I'm doing here. In this next week, I'll be done with. I'll finally get that thing out. But it's the new production methodology that's being utilized by all these productions, movies, and television studios. And right now. You live in a theater box. That theater box is basically, you know, the same soundstage it's always been, but it's completely different inside. They've um, they've used um, uh, a process um, to measure 
uh, to the, 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 just this tiny little fraction of space, um, uh, the name just fell out, uh, uh, LIDAR. They use a LIDAR-based camera to do a three-dimensional pan of an area. That area is already uh, is already built out with a zillion uh, screens, HD, 4K quality screens. Uh, those screens now become the environment that you're surrounded with. And because they've measured it all out, the camera can track and move the background simultaneously. Right. So your actors Whoa. are... <laughs> yeah. You're there, and this is. The, I'm going to go into greater detail in that video. I'm kind of spilling some of the tea here, but that's okay. The, the what what they're doing is, for example, Mandalorian is the epitome of that tech. It's the first right. time you've seen it in a television program. So they're they're none of those things that you're seeing outside are outside. Right. And the camera, any, and any, anytime they need a green screen element that they have to add later, like an explosion, a wave, or something like that, they actually in real time drop a green screen behind them on those screens that they're in front of but the actors can still interact with the things around them physically and it's the first time they've ever been able to see in production when they're working on what would normally be a green screen what the audience is going to see they call it final pixel and again i'm going to do a whole big thing yeah. about it, but right that's Ooh. the new uh, yeah that's the new production methodology in this craftwork box and they utilize the technologies all available and usable in real time you actually have post-production people in while it's being shot which is something else that's completely you had six guys sitting there doing post-production work at the time of shooting it's insane right. they're painting the background right exactly it's exactly right Judy. yeah um and it just it's 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 insane but it, it, it this tech is incredible it's going to change the production it's going to make them much cheaper which is good because they're making they're not going to be making the money they used to before no, that's for sure. The yeah. billion-dollar blockbuster is over. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's based on like gaming engine technology, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, they use like, like real, real Unreal Engine yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah. In fact, I I play. I've been playing around with it for a while. Oh. So yeah, but the yeah the um, yeah you can get a Leica. You can get a Leica lidar camera and create your own space if you ever wanted to do it. It's incredibly expensive though. Each one of these facilities is uh, you know several well tens of millions of dollars is probably. <laughs> you're estimating how much one of these to outfit your sound suit, which is another reason why these are, this is also more inside baseball. Yeah. Another reason why Disney's building 12 buildings right now in Florida, in central Florida, because all of them are, well, one building is, a, is or actually technically two buildings are not sound stages. The others are sound stage buildings that are built out with this tech. They are spending an enormous amount of money, like, you know, earth shattering amounts of money to make this happen. But, they're going to need it. They got all these productions. Think about this. Everything in the show you're, we were talking about, WandaVision, that's all done in that same process. All right. done in the same process. Kidding, right? it's, it's once they put that initial outlay of cash, they mm -hmm. built the infrastructure, and then the rest yeah. of it pretty much gravy. Yeah, it's right. amortized. Yeah, the, the, the fancy word to say, they amortize it over the length of the operation. Right. So. And it covers all the costs of location, so they do everything. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You don't exactly. have to deal yeah. with going yeah. anywhere and scouting. You know, never have to scout a, a, a scene anymore, scout a, a location. Um, you're still, okay, you're still, there are still certain things you're going to have to live within for that. But yeah, for the most part, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Judah. Yeah. It's going to reduce it anyway. It won't. It won't. Yeah. Right. And then you're going to have to, like, and, and here's the thing. And this is the thing most people don't understand about production, produ production logistics. Um, 
Well, you guys probably do. Uh, but Three of us are production. We do this for a living. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> oh, we all, we you all, guys know what I'm talking we, about. That's my yeah. career. Yeah. yeah we, we're, oh, we're shoot. All school of, we so all kind of we, went to school together. So. so, so have you ever have you ever been in one of these boxes? Not yet. No. no. I've only seen them. Really it's maze balls. We are we uh we are good friends with Doug Trumbull though, and he's got some oh. crazy tech. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but yeah, like I said, I mean, you can you can create one of these things in your own in your own dominion if you had the space. But it's it's terribly expensive. But um, production, you guys know. Then you guys know uh, you're basically a city. If you go on location, you are moving a city of people. You're feeding yeah. a city of people. You're oh, yeah. a city of people. The, the costs are exponentially ridiculously nuts. I mean, and that's why these films end up costing extra hundreds of millions of dollars when they really shouldn't. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Um, Joker, uh, a, a shot on location film, not cheaply either because of the location they shot in, because oh, it's, it can be okay. really expensive, in, you know, to use those. Yeah, it, was a, it was a period piece too. So they had exactly. To- so it, yeah, and you had to, there were a lot of set dressing and stuff like that that had to be done. There was uh, the you know the previs was you know watch these movies because <laughs> we yeah. locations seen a thousand times. But but you know but you only spend forty fifty million dollars on that production. And you end up bringing a billion dollars. This is really expensive. Yeah. Like, yeah, you mean to school for film studies. I've shot my own independent short film. And for a nine minute film, it costs like $1,200 for two days of shooting. And that was just, and that was like squeezing every cent I could out of everything I could. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, Three of us have done productions with no budget. <laughs> we know oh, yeah. no. <laughs> like, like hey, can you act? <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, I was doing that. Too. Heck, I was did a shooting location in a bar. I ended up having the bartender that was working that night be the person in on in the movie. Yep, yep. been there. Yeah, yep. we've all been in each other's film short films yeah <laughs> dude i would love to i would it's too bad y'all are too far away but yeah i um i, I that's the kind of stuff i want to do in fact i'm working on uh, i have the outline put together i get a, i'm crafting my story at the moment but i'm doing a i'm doing a western horror film oh very nice. nice. so good hey mr Lond- there's your ghost rider mr londo maybe i am needed someone to help edit with it you can always Google Drive me the some of the footage I can help you put it together. Oh, oh, sure, but yeah, I'm the, the some of the stuff I want to do um, is going to take a lot of special effects compositing, and I don't mind putting in the yeah, work. I spend hours. But like, if you just need like some parts of just like assembling oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I, I, I want so I need people's uh, opinion on how I'm going to put the film together because I'll put it together in a very straightforward manner. But maybe there's a better way to put the story together. You have so, a lot of opinions here. We can t- totally. Yeah, hey, I'm. I like you said, but this I know. This is what I know about making this type of thing. It takes freaking forever. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's an understatement. Yes. Yeah, Jude and I are are We're um, sitting on something. Documentary for a while. Jude was helping me with, and we just crossed into year five. So I I am a big believer. Uh, you guys have no idea. Plus, I love to do uh, special effects compositing and stuff like that. I mean, I'm always trying to learn more and more and more. A lot of After Effects. Uh, I don't even. I, I I can do that. I don't use that anymore. I used to use Final Cut Pro. I don't do that anymore. I'm using HitFilm now. 
Okay. I've, I've, I'm a fully converted hit film person now because I like the way I can lay out all the comp, the, the, nice. the, the, the compositing and everything. Uh, and it, it's fine. I mean, Sony Vegas pro is good. I mean, I'm, I've played with all the software pretty much. So, yeah, I'm, I, I can't believe how much final cut pro cost me. And I just kind of tossed it aside when I stopped using my Mac. I'm premiere yeah. route now. I ditched, oh. I ditched X. And I do premiere. everything on uh, premiere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people like oh, Adobe Premiere. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, the flow's okay. I just, uh, for whatever reason, I have this preference towards uh, HitFilm. I really, I, is I don't that know. Node based. Say again. Is that node based like Fusion? Uh, no, it's you, no. you download the software. It's not. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I maybe I misunderstand what you're saying. Instead, is it linear, like with timelines, or is it like node based, where you like you ten, Final on? Cut had that kind of thing? Oh yeah, no, um, no. You assemble, you you, you just assemble a bunch of a. Uh, you, you have an ultimate edit window, and then you assemble everything um, off of composite shots. Okay. So you just, you you're just constantly adding composite shots to a scene, and or you add composites to your editor as scenes. So yeah. Nice. Very much, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's very. I was nice. just I was just looking at it. It look, look, looks looks very mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I, I like I said, I, I I'm a convert. You know, I I liked Final Cut Pro uh, because I had all the the all, all the other stuff with it. Like I could create my own music and everything else. But um, you know, I I oftentimes just don't have time to do that. Uh, yeah. and I was doing I was doing some video editing stuff for my company, so I could do some you know training for people. And I'm like, most of the shit I don't even need. Pardon my French. Gosh, I curse. I, I don't even. No, we, we do it. Okay. Oh, we don't fucking care. I do it a lot, <laughs> yeah, especially in my discovery reviews. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys if you guys ever watch if you guys have ever seen my videos i don't cuss i don't really usually cuss on my channel if i'm playing video games i turn into a giant turd but um, <laughs> you know. uh, anyway uh but yeah so that's that's my goal is to is to get that done and that's why i keep saying we are our own best creators i don't know why we're not doing more of it i mean we all there's talent here there's there's intellect there's there's drive i mean obviously and there's education if you, you guys went to film school you know you know right oh yeah um, yeah. you know, I mean, and, I don't get paid to do the most interesting stuff, so that's why I haven't done anything. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, educational videos, yeah, yeah, they're not, you know, they're not going to be Spielberg films. Pay the but bills. They pay the they bills. Pay the bills. Yeah. Pay the bills. Yeah. Industrials pay the bills. I always yeah, tell people. That. Yeah, they do. And when you're when you're in that side, yeah, when you're in that side, I like I said, I've never. I don't know if I could do that for a living. I could. I my if I were going to change my life entirely, I think I would. I would want to be a producer or director. I think that's what I would want to do. I can come up with stories. I just freaking hate writing. <laughs> I kind of want to get in. We have a couple of writers in the house too here. By the way, we have writers in the house. And Jason Wright too. So. Yeah, Jason Wright. Oh, yeah. Brother Wrights. Yeah. yeah. And so does Beep Bop Boop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we got two writers in the house. You guys, like you said, in, in now we're all interconnected because I see everybody hanging out on everybody's channels now. So it's like. Oh, we're in an amazing place. We just have to take advantage of it. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, it, it was appealing to me because, you know, when, when the coup hit and I lost all my production work, um, you know, Pete and, and a bunch of us, we would always kind of talk about what we were watching on all your channels, mm-hmm. you know, all the rumors and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, why don't we set that up? Why don't yeah. we do that too? We're sitting sure. around doing nothing, waiting for our work to come back. And because of COVID, we all kind of got together anyway. Yeah. Right. So it it's- worked. It's the best thing. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, you got this amazing. It, it, these are the these are the things we should take advantage of. I mean, honestly, um, you have the opportunity to do it. I mean, if you guys are working on something together, get it done. You know, I'm 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 I, I met with two people today. It's part of the 
their day got crazy. But I met with two people in between shows today just to kind of, you know, provide some direction on what they're working on because I want, want everybody to be successful. I just, that's the way I'm wired. So oh, that's awesome. That's a good way to be. Yeah. Um, Speaking of wired, mm. back to the daily wire. See, that's, oh, what, right, yeah. that's what we call it. Segway. Segway. Yeah. yeah. I tried to teach that today on a channel. I try to listen for those and jump on them. Uh, you know what I'm, I'm thinking when, you know, we were talking before about, the daily wire getting into film and things like that. You can almost feel like maybe we'll get that. Remember in the, the early nineties, we had that art tour explosion with mm -hmm. Quentin Tarantino and Spike. Tarantino. Yeah. You know, all, all those kind of guys came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. uh, Steven. And then the, also you remember the seventies and like, yeah. right. Right. And Lucas and, and yep. George Lucas and Spielberg. Steven Spielberg back when they actually played, made stuff that was good. The film rebels. Right. So, you know, this might be we can we see another kind of another age of auteurs come forward, because aside from Christopher Nolan, David Fincher, and Quentin Tarantino, a lot of people are kind of stuck in the system. You know, four guys: um, Robert Rodriguez, maybe. Yeah, Rodriguez is a good one. Yeah, but there's 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 maybe four maybe four guys. Um, there's one woman that I think is is uh, could could show promise, but right now she's she's tied up in Disney as Deborah Chow. I think she's yes. got a bright future, but again, I mean, she's in the corporate system, and you got to get outside of that if you want to if you want to make real art. And that, I mean, honestly, I mean, um, uh, we're out of them. Freaking Scorsese was talking about it the other day. He's done it multiple times. If you guys have noticed, he, like over the course of last year, the dude spilled the tea like four times, like calling out the stuff, man. Yeah, we did that story right at the top of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like, God dang, dude, you're not wrong. You know, you're not wrong. And they're killing themselves. I know they don't realize that. And this is, if you guys listen to me and Tom talk every single week, it's always the same thing. It's like, you're killing yourself. You're killing yourself. You're killing yourself. Well, they're making movies by committee and they're using, you know, Dude, I hate algorithms and, and yeah, it's, it's quantity over quality. That's sensitivity what readers, the sensitivity readers come in and tell them, uh, they're just, right. they're crafting well, they, the narrative. And, and, and you're losing the this. art of cinema. You're losing yeah. the craft. There's no craft anymore. It's just, it's just well, filler. It, it's filler. It used to be one person's vision for the most part. Mm -hmm. yeah. And now it's movie by committee. It's movie in a board. Yeah. Shareholders. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's do this want, press screening and everyone will have, okay, you don't like that? Okay, we'll remove it. You like that? Okay, we'll put that, keep that, uh, move that, take that. Instead of trying to make a cohesive movie, they listen to the people and say, oh, I don't like that. So, I, okay, even though it's a linchpin of the story, we got to remove it because people didn't like it or they got offended by it or something stupid <laughs> like that. Can you imagine telling Kubrick that when he was making The Shining? Or any Kubrick would have lost He would have been like... That's what kind of happens in uh, like, some of the earlier Star Trek and Star Wars movies, like um, Star Trek Two. It was because they didn't. The reason why we had the ending scene with the Spock's photon tube on the Genesis product is because people were so devastated after his loss. It's like, ah. Yeah, Nicholas Meyer refused <laughs> to shoot. That was the point of the movie. Yeah, Nick Meyer didn't want to shoot that, so he didn't. No. Yeah, um, he felt that was unnecessary to tag on, but. But at but the end, it did work out fine, but. Still, that if you don't understand, that was the point of the movie. Kirk finally lost something, right? Mm -hmm. Right, but 
that was much yeah. less offensive to what they're doing these days. With yeah. oh, definitely. Oh. But I was just using that as an example of them yeah. doing film by committee now. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's bad because the studios are so involved, and they just they torture these products to death, and that's how you end up with Juggalo Joker in Suicide Squad. It's how you end up with oh, that was so bad. It, it's how you end up with Justice League. That's how you end up with um, you know a couple of believe it or not, I think a couple of the Marvel products are just crap. So do I. It's just there's it, some that are okay, but then like look at the second Thor. Oh, Dark they had so much good. They could have done it so much good. And they that, hit, and it just went, I, I thought it Endgame was, was abysmal. Bad. I didn't. Yeah, I th- look, Civil War coming out of Civil War and into that car crash. And I still, for to, it, no matter what anybody says, Captain Marvel's a giant cinematic piece of turd. Oh, yeah. Completely. <laughs> it's just <laughs> awful. I mean, OP. From, OP. Oh, from beginning to end, it's just I can't. It just yeah. there's no change. Like Captain Marvel could have been something good, like having the character explore her, retrieving her emotions back, or examining her powers, and like they could have done something good. But then, but because they were so politicized with it, it's like man, yeah. what we end up getting was with a shallow hole of a movie. <clears throat> Yeah, I just yeah, felt no. like her character was way too overpowerful. I mean, she could have ended yeah, the whole no movie character in one punch. No motion. And she was worth seeing. They did that the of her going, finally discovering her uh, powers. It was like you knew they dubbed the voice over. It was ridiculously CG'd. Like, it was fake. Like there's good CG and then there's bad CG. That was bad CG. That was nearing Sharknado CG. No, no. You know, the whole thing. They could take her and character out going, and... and flying around. It's like right. th- that just destroyed the essence of her getting her full powers. I think the and whole movie's was... just formula. The, yeah. the, they all became formula toward the end. You look at but, the Ant Man and the Wasp, and the... well, I'm in the, the directorial team there wasn't the best in the world either no right? no it was a bad directorial team her so going back to her individual film i her flying through the the oh i forget the name of the damn spaceship oh bad geek bad yeah yeah so f- just blowing up the ship by flying through it okay yep yeah and and from that point forward i'm like you, okay you've broken your world at that point you know, um, you know, she that activity, and then from that point forward, I mean, and everybody knows, everybody who's anybody knows, Scarlet Witch is the most powerful, uh, the most powerful person in the Marvel universe, at least in the the universe that had been presented to that point, right? As far as uh, this, the heroes, side. Yeah. and um, it's just, I don't know. I mean, in looking forward, I mean, I, it, it, I don't know if you guys. It, had a chance to catch it or have seen anything else that uh, Fat Steven's been doing around the WandaVision stuff that you guys were talking about. But he said um, specifically that, um, uh, you know, he and I were both predicting these things, and he's, well, if it's Lady Death, I mean, they could roll Thanos back into the storyline. Right. Because mm. that's who he was trying to impress. Right. And, right. And, you know, it, you know, with this, you know, eliminating half of everything. 
right? So right. it's you know, and I, he and I both were like, oh yeah, that's that's Harkness, that's you know Agatha, Agnes, you know, it, it means duh. You know, it's yeah. just like all of it became incredibly predictable, but I just, you know, and I'm like, well, as much as it's going to be spoilers, if we start talking about Mephisto, whose freaking helmet appeared in the dang credits, if you're paying attention. So it's just like, uh, <laughs> right in the backdrop. Yeah. Yep. So it's just, you know, hey, but anyway, I'm sorry. So getting back to what you were saying with the Gina thing, I, I derailed us again, Daily Wire. <laughs> you segued into that and I went this way again. You guys let me talk. Tell me to shut up. Okay. I don't think we let, we let the guy, we just let the guy go. If you want to go, keep going. Take it. Take it. <laughs> I don't think Jason said anything since I got here. So I he kind did. of have been dominating the conversation. He said that free Larson is a plank of wood. Oh, okay. All right. Well, good. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no yeah, there. yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know. I just, they're bringing the same team into the next, Captain Marvel. Well, I want. They wanted to make this the franchise, the new franchise thing, the new Captain America thing, and they're bringing in the same director that made such a subpar movie to begin with. Well, it's as Cameron likes to tell you, it's a cabal, and the reason these people get jobs sometimes is because they I just get a certain way of thinking, or uh, you know, something. That, it, it's their cabals, their clubs. And yeah. so, look at the showrunner for She-Hulk. She has like no previous experience. She wrote like a YA novel. And now she's a showrunner for a Marvel show. Well, look how at do you think that okay. happens. Well, hey, how does that happen? That whole, she says the right things. That whole writer's room is a disaster for She-Hulk. But don't get me started because Dana Schwartz is a giant idiot. Yeah. Just, you know, and her whole goal is to destroy Western canon. So it, for whatever wow. reason, they think, the, yeah, they, oh, she wrote a book about it. Yeah. 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 yeah, I you know I I, just, I pay attention to this. I, I get involved in all these things. I probably shouldn't because it just makes me crazier. I don't sleep anymore. But uh, <laughs> we I want the Daily Wire to be successful. I want I want every single one of their projects to be increasingly more successful, and we should all want that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. We got to break up the Hollywood uh, mafia because, for lack of a better term. Right? Because right now. It's incestuous. You, you called it out. I mean, you're dealing in an industry that, you know, you're two or three generations in, in Hollywood. And while that seems to happen, you know, in other industries as well, I mean, lawyers usually, you know, birth other lawyers, you know, uh, but, you know, you don't, you, you know, you end up with just no, you, you all think the same way. That's a problem. You all approach everything the same way. Question, question if that's a good idea. I mean, they don't. They don't even question no. if that's like, you know, you, how are you going to get innovation? How are you going to bring in the new audience that you want? You Well, the only way they do it right now is to tear something else down. And they, they take over something. They disassemble it for its parts. They hope that not enough people notice that it's no longer the thing that they fell in love with. And then they put in their own garbage and they tell less compelling stories and usually disassembling the world that was carefully constructed. I mean, Star Trek's the primary example. Mr. Yeah, Locke Star Trek. Was talking about it. You know, they, they acquire these IPs and then they just, they, 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 they're just using the brand recognition to push their agenda. That's well, all. And that's, that's what's failing them. That's why STD is a giant STD. And that's, that's why. Um, freaking uh, dumpster fire that's been roaring for three long seasons. I'm getting one more. They're, they, I think they're, they're capping it right now. I think it's almost done with shooting. Um, I'd have to ask Danny, but I'm pretty sure. 
Oh, they're, doing episode, they're doing season four right now. They're filming. They're getting it ready. I think they're filming between November 2020 and July 2021. They're shooting that, that Captain Pike show at the same time. Yes, right? they're shooting it. Actually, they started filming this week in Toronto. I got the sources from a entertainment blog for, that specifically talks about stuff in Toronto. And they say that the uh, that series has begun filming. Mm-hmm. This season, and both on Rebecca Remains and Ethan Peck's social media accounts, they were in Toronto last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's been, yeah, and I, I anticipate that that actually will finish up before that end date. But they may may have to come back, and you know, you guys, well, really? you know the industry. Yeah, <laughs> you know what they'll yeah. have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're going to get some you get looping well, coverage. A lot of stuff a lot of uh, room like studios just for them to do their stuff. So there's like there's a huge boom in the industry because of it. It sucks that it's such a poor product, but there has been a huge uptick in productions up here because of that. Well, I can say this: um, there's also an unknown project that is on that that is going to try to be on the back end of the second year of Paramount Plus. So once I get more information on that. Well, I'll 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 probably talk about it more. Yeah, it just there's so there's so much stuff that they are trying to keep close to the vest on the Paramount Plus relaunch of CBS All Asses because they know CBS Um, has been a fail. It's a fail brand. Well, yeah, I mean, and and that's the thing. I mean, it's like when a bar starts to fail, and so they just rename the bar, and it's nothing Mm -hmm. changed. It's the same bar. (laughs) Well, and that's it. I mean. A, a new coat of paint, in it. but there's also been times where they've renamed the bar and fixed it up, and it's thriving. Well, I for work at said bar <laughs> for like a year, bar. and then it ends up right back where it was. No, no, yeah. no, uh, not all the time, but sometimes it does. Most of the times it does. You gotta, you gotta change. Yeah, if you're gonna change the name of the bar, change the leadership too. Yeah, right. that's what happened. Yeah, and that's and so, to a large extent, I mean, Paramount Plus has had a lot of retooling, but look at what. They're becoming they're it's mainly controlled by Viacom and not um, CBS. And that's why I'm having some hope for Star Trek Strange New World because it's a Viacom product and not a CBS product. Because CBS has failed us that, in the last That's not going to matter if the, if the same people are making it. It's Secret Hideout. And it's yeah, it's, Secret Hideout. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's still Alex Kurtzman. Yeah. But yeah. they're going to have to answer to a new set of bosses and those bosses are going to be like hey we want this to be good and we want to make money so get your act together or you're out i'm sure they tell i'm sure they told him that at cbs i doubt it cbs they didn't give two rats two shits they just wanted something to promote (laughs) with their IP of star trek did you guys check out upper decker i did jude watched (laughs) i watched the whole entire season (laughs) it was a guilty pleasure I mean, I got through it, but it was, it was, you know, I like terrible things sometimes. I can't stop watching them. It's like a car, car wreck. You drive by and you're just like, I gotta, I gotta see what's going on. And I did yeah. that with, with Lower Decks. And you know did- what? At the end of the show, I can't say that I liked it. I just, it was entertaining. That's all I'll say. Out of the three, it was the best one. So it's the most trek of the three. That's yeah. how low the bar is. That's I can't how, say how many yeah. beers I was in when I was watching it either, but oh, it definitely wasn't beer, a beer in hand. So, dude, so so one of the things I, I launched with my channel or, or, or covered early on in my channel was Westworld. Now, 
the fir- uh, the first season of Westworld. Mind you, I was a huge f- fan of the film. Freaking loved it, uh, you know, growing up. So when the series came out, I'm like, this is going to be great. And, you know, they brought in the perfect bad guy to play the man in black. I was freaking stoked, right? And I was like, okay, this is great. And then it took a turn. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe that's just because they're trying to make it a series. I'm going to let it slide. Season two got worse, and season three made me really unhappy. And so I don't know how you're going to be more excited about the show. I, can you guys find a reason to be interested in the show for season four? No, I you gave up after three episodes in season one. I gave, gave up. Yeah, I um, gave up in season after season one myself. Okay. Yeah. Where, where did one? it lose you? What show? Me? Yeah. Uh, it, right away. Really? And, Why? And I couldn't understand how I was supposed to like this character who in three episodes starts a war, mutinies, kills her captain. Yeah. And oh, gets yeah. promoted for it. It's like this is not the stupidest thing going. Like I talked about this on the uh, Life of Matthew's virtual pub yesterday because he asked us, "Who's your wor- least favorite character? Your most favorite character, and the one you want to have dinner with?" I blatantly went on a bit of a tirade saying, "Like people were saying, oh, you hit the low f- uh, dangling fruit of Michael Burnham." I'm like, "No, like I'm sorry. I can find at least one positive trait or characteristic I enjoy of every other Star Trek character." But her, I absolutely hate the character. There's nothing redeemable about her. It's like, even if she does, she screws up, they will find some backdoor effing way to make it right. I, I, I have no arguments for that. I, I just, I mean, it, I didn't enjoy that show at all, ever. Not one minute of it, uh, which is why I didn't watch. I Did I make it through? I don't know if I even made it to my compulsory three episodes with the show. I don't think I did. Hmm. Um, and, and, and here's the thing with Picard. I was out after the first episode. Wow. I made it four for Picard. <laughs> I got, I was, I'm at episode seven right now. Ooh. I always I, look, I, I try to live by this mantra, you know, give me three, I'll give you three episodes and I'll, and I'll do it. But I just, I just couldn't. And, but again, I mean, again, we drove way off of the daily wire conversation. I just, I, I like to ask questions. That's no, okay. It's okay. That's interesting conversation. Four is interesting and five conversation. are the best of the series, I think of Picard. <laughs> if you just watch episode four and five and ended there, I think that's enough. Episodes his, four, five, and his six. His character was wrong. That's so. your three. That's your three uh, episodes. Four, five, and six of Picard, and the series done. I just YouTube the ending, and that was it. That saved me a bunch of watching time. I can't. I can't <laughs> watch it. They, they, they did the same thing to Picard that they did to Skywalker. They ruined him in the yeah, first exactly. presentation. Yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, you know, and and I mean. Gosh, I, this is God bless Gary and everybody else who can watch some of this stuff because I won't do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm you know. Thank you for getting this. You know, and telling me what's happening because I. It, it, this is how we all found each other too. We're all like, oh my god, this stuff sucks. I can't be the only person that thinks this stuff sucks, and it sucks so bad. It's just like, oh man. Red Letter Media did a great review of Picard. Oh, um, take yeah, out that was—they <laughs> always do. They always do. That yeah. was that was sheer brilliant artistry. Yeah. What Red Letter Media yeah. did to Picard. Yeah, and I Mike, mean, a huge Star Trek fan, so he he did that from the heart. You know, he's watching yeah. one of his favorite characters just get completely assassinated. Well, R and B 
R&B d- does uh, tears it up, and I'm like, and he loves Star Trek, so yeah. it's it's got to be. He's so conflicted. I mean, you can see it when he's talking about it. It's just like, oh my god, dude, I'm so friggin' sorry. Yeah, and I see him uh, when he's trying to watch it, and he's tweeting up a storm, going, "Oh my god, what is this?" <laughs> <laughs> and there were even uh, new Trek apologists that tried to ward you off of the red letter media. Uh, episode, uh, shows about about Picard, and you know I I couldn't help it. I mean, they were just on point every time they said anything. You know, that you know the descriptions about what you were seeing and everything. I I couldn't believe in the first episode when he went to the Starfleet and the admirals swearing at him. Oh, yeah. him like garbage. This is one of that the most decorated right captains there. in Starfleet history, and they're treating him like he's just a yeah. They're treating him like he was a coward for walking away. No, he left because he. It's like what we're doing now with uh, most of us are doing with Disney Plus. We're sta- standing around and saying "f you." We don't believe what you're doing is mm-hmm. right, and we're standing up against you. That the whole yeah. idea that Starfleet became like this evil. Um, you know, they, they lost their way and they patriarchy. Come on, dude. And get you wonder why they were just, and you wonder why they were no longer around in the 32nd century. No, it's we're Good in this point. we're in a very weird place. It's a it, look, and, and again, I think we weather five more years of this will be in a better place because we will have what you guys were just talking about. Uh, the real brand new auteurs, people will reinvent Hollywood. That's not in Hollywood. We're it, it, it and it's going to be a consumer-driven movement. It has to be. You, mm. you, you know, we know that you guys are insane. We're going to tell you your guys are insane, and then we're going to make things that will keep everybody else sane. If you guys want to watch some good Star Trek, early Star Trek, definitely check. Uh, there is some flaws with the CGI, but the story is solid. Uh, check out uh, Star Trek: First Frontier. Hmm. And Star Trek continues are good too. Go watch Star Trek uh, New Voyages. Go watch Star Trek First Frontier. The story of Robert April. Amazingly. Yeah. Robert April. What they should have yeah. done with Loki in the first season. Uh, Lorca in the first season. But altogether, or those are what we should be watching. Let's go to their channels, support them, watch their stuff. Yeah, and make, make no mistake about they it. know what they're talking okay yeah the cgi on some of them look like a child did it well they're, but, they're fan films you know they're fan yeah they're, there's fan films that have better cgi yeah. than others but yeah the acting but, sucks but the story they're telling yeah. is compelling so you're yeah. willing we're willing to bypass some not the best acting and hell they yeah. are even getting star trek alum to be yeah, a part yeah, of this yeah. and being a big part of it, not yeah. like just like your blank cameo, like actually take full fledged taking part in the story. Of like, gods and men. Brought in George Takai, they brought in uh, Walter Kogan. Yeah, had the one you premiered, uh, Gods and Men. They had Walter yeah. Kogan and Captain Harrison, as well as Michelle Nichols's Uhura. Yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. that one was, I mean, that was all Star Trek alum in that one. Yeah, you had um, you had yeah, Chase because, Masterson playing the uh, green chick. Okay, because of these people, why I don't want to say Star Trek is dead, but 
Hollywood has killed Star Trek. Their version of Star Trek is dead. But Star Trek still lives in us. So people, go check them out. Well, I'm the review of uh, First Frontier, and That's I true. hope you all go check it out. It's, but that I'm saying in my review, and I'm saying it now. Go watch the film. It's an hour and twenty minutes long, and it's worth every minute. Good pacing, original concept of an al- original aliens, well paced story, decent acting, and it. And they did everything right from the props to the time. Just everything is just spot on. Well, the difference is they they uh, they love Star Trek, and you know, make no mistake, the the people running Star Trek now do not like Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I listened to a podcast yeah. called Inglorious Trexperts, which Robert Meyer Burnett is featured on a lot. Um, it's Mark A. Altman and Darren Doctorman who who well, Darren on a lot of Star Trek. Because, uh, they had Manny Cotto. Manny so Cotto to make Star Trek again, right? Manny Cotto was a, a writer on Enterprise and a, a showrunner on Enterprise, and he was on recently. And he said that he was in the writers' room for some of the new Trek, and they actually say in the writers' room, "Don't do any Star Trek shit on our Star Trek." <laughs> That's all you yeah. need to know about the new Star Trek. Yeah, these are people that use the word problematic a lot. Well, yeah. they're they're problematic. I will, yeah. I will have that though. Here's the thing. If they hand it, here's, I'm going to say something, and I know it's probably been said thousands of times. If any one of us were to take over the properties that we loved, we would treat them more lovingly and they would be more successful than anything that's been produced by these giant megacorps. And, and oh, that's, that's you know, it's, it's the same thing we were just talking about. You have a creation by committee, and that yeah. doesn't work. No, yeah. If, yeah. Uh, if you have the Blu ray of Batman and Robin, Joel Schumacher's film, there's a great documentary on there, um, Shadow of the Bat, I think, and it's on every. It's on. It's chapterized on all four of the Batman movies mm-hmm. from that era, and when they get to that one, and he talks about talk about movie by committee. Burger King was on the set. The toy companies were on the set, yeah. Yeah. telling them what to do, and he blames himself for not putting his foot down. He let. But they were funding the film. That's that's when the studios right. were using different financing mechanisms, and right. they were primarily these advertisers and these toy companies because right. the licensees bought in on the films to, for access to the merchandise. Right. And you know, and and while you know the studio gained a lot of finances from that, they eventually abandoned that model for that very reason because it ended up wrecking films. You know, now we had a return to that in Ghostbusters 2015, where you had merchandise merchandise companies and, and advertisers that wanted to, you know, be involved. And the, look what happened to that film. It was going to be garbage anyway, but it was extra garbage with cheese. Well, at least you got uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife looking to look forward to because they are probably going to go back to basics. Well, yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah we're, uh, we're hoping it stays true. We just mm-hmm. we lost if the most we, important. If Ghostbusters Afterlife is a success, then we know we're in the right step of Hollywood and their productions. Right, but it's a continuation. It's not going to be a remake, which that's where the no, 2015 film fell completely flat. They do not accept Ghostbusters 2016. It's a continuation right. of Ghostbusters 2. Yep. So if right. it succeeds, and it's a decent movie, then we know. We're in the right way, and Hollywood is finally starting to listen to us. Nah. Well, they're, they're they're thinking about doing that with a bunch so. of franchises. They're yeah. like they were thinking about doing that with the Alien franchise. That after Alien, yeah. 
aliens, oh. they were going to do oh, get rid of yeah. the third one and go do R- it. Ridley Scott stepped in and said, "Who knew, knew, knew?" Oh, he knew. did because yeah, I know that was rumored. Yeah, that's uh, that's why you got uh, that's why we got Prometheus. We got Alien uh, Covenant. And, Covenant, thank you. And, yeah. and now and now they're talking about a TV series, guys. Well, yeah, yeah, I, I know. Colonial Marines or something like Alien? that. Alien and Predator okay. Five, where the synopsis doesn't mention a predator at all. Oh, by the way, <laughs> going to yeah. hate that film. Do you even know what you're getting with that? With Predator, predator five? five? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the story of an Indian yeah. girl who proves that she's Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, we're getting a good idea. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they're they're not even trying to fool you anymore. It's just, no. it's like, it's like, we also though we get we get predator boobs because they showed a female predator with a bra. On. <laughs> predator boobs, stunning, stunning, and bullshit. That's what it is. <laughs> Just don't touch Blade Runner. If you leave Blade Runner, I'll be happy. So. Oh, there's there's a TV series coming for oh, that too. Jesus Christ! It's a cartoon. You know, you oh, also got to think about what's happening now. There's a big giant freaking pendulum. Yeah. Well, oh no, absolutely. We are basically. We're yeah. heading towards the climax of what they're doing right now. Yeah. Sooner yeah. or later, it's going to come swinging back. So we so. will be getting our good stuff. Sooner well, than later, I bo- I, I think the Mandalorian was a, the last season. Season two was a start. That was a yeah. huge thing. Well, for we got Mandalorian. The Mandalorian was the start of it. Um, we also got if, like I say, if Ghostbusters Afterlife succeeds, that's good. Right. Um, the new Halloween movies, they were solid. So we are starting to chip away at what we think is going to be good. That's why I'm having some hope for Strange New Worlds. I don't have any hope for any of this stuff. The only thing that's so far, I I got a little hope for it. I'm, I got to have some hope for it. Cobra Kai is the only thing I think right now that's, that's not woke. Uh, Cobra Kai. It's, it's it's a, that's a Kiva Goldsmith of the Strange New Worlds. I would not have a positive thought about that. I understand. I want to be optimistic too. Believe me, I'm so tired. This fight's been ridiculous. (laughs) You know. I am yeah. just, it's okay. daily. You guys know this. It's a constant, constant, constant yeah. grind. You know, and, and before I had my channel, I had nowhere to vent this. The boss was tired of me. I was, <laughs> and she's like, shut up. And, is he the showrunner or is he just an exec? He's the showrunner. Yeah. He's and bear, in, bear in mind, Strange New Worlds is being made by the guy that screwed up the month. Uh, how do you fuck up Universal Monsters? <laughs> All you gotta do is exactly. get the original script and make a movie. That's, I, I, saw, I mean, I, I come know. on. The Mummy yeah. is a love story. That's all you gotta keep in mind when you do it. It's a love story. Entertainment okay. Weekly did a they did a uh, an article on Clarice and they called Alex Kurtzman an IP hack in the article. <laughs> Yep. Entertainment Weekly did that. They did yeah. finally. Finally, so when, this is says, why I think it's going to start swinging the other way within the next two to five years. Okay, I'm just seeing kidding. this stuff go away. You like, three you're more seeing, years of- like, the Arrowverse is almost dead. No, almost dead watching the new Star dead. Trek. You're not wrong, but I'm just saying it's you have three more years. And you know how slow Hollywood is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like turning the Titanic, and that's the problem. They are—you have three more years of this stuff. 
right. three more years. And and you're going to get even dribs and drabs of it after that. Right. And yeah. it even starts to even course correct. And that's assuming that we still keep beating them over the head with the fact that they're making trash. So this is not this this this, this won't end. End. Like, we're not going to stop. Like we I've been on this platform for two years now saying the same damn thing that it's trash. <laughs> well, uh, we've all this help, is how help. most of us even started the YouTube to begin with saying it's bad. Yeah, yeah. no, culture culture's right because anything in pre-production now will take two to three years to produce at least. And, and right now they think that they're winning. They think that all this stuff is good and this is. Stuff we didn't ask for that we want. You, we don't you, know we want it. You have failures on the horizon in the Bond film. You're not going to get the yield. That's going to be a fit, flop and a half. And oh, then they're going to realize, oh, we fucked oh. up on that. No, they'll just no, blame. No, they don't blame care fans. for that one. They're going to no, blame COVID not. for two years. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's either that or they're going to blame me for not watching it. Yeah. Or that. Right. 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 Well, I, they can blame me. I ain't going to watch it. I already know <laughs> what it is. I got the script. It's this piece of shit. So anyway, um, all right. So um, what was I saying? Okay, so you have, you have, you have, you have Bye Bye Bond. You have a, a Black Widow film that isn't going to even close to the yield it could have got if it was released six years earlier. Right. You have... Um, <laughs> You, 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 you have all these successive things. You have them remaking Mr. and Mrs. Smith in the weirdest possible way. You have, I mean, we're, we can go down a laundry list of all of the stuff that is, uh, that's on the horizon that's being, God dang, CW, I don't even know how the, that is like a charity organization for right. Warner Brothers right now because not one of those shows draws dick. It's three, it's, if they get a, a share of three, a point three, excuse me, that is a freaking great night because Batwoman and freaking Charmed are sitting sucking eye and tit at point one right now. You can't get, you, you, they can't pull in 500,000 people on, on a consistent basis to watch those shows. And they're getting crushed in the demo. Crush. Well, they are, yeah, and so when you start, and, and that's the thing. It's one of the reasons why I like tried to break it down for the normies what the freaking rating systems actually mean because most people don't know what that stuff is. No, in yeah. fact, the NPCs push back with it's all streaming now. Who cares about TV, you boomers? Because well, they, they still base it on TV. TV drives on. people to your streaming site. People will yeah. watch it yeah. if it's good. Yeah. one way where or are you another. Advertising, where are you it's advertising your streaming service? Yeah, right. If you're not yeah. getting people, like the TV show should link you to the streaming site. Say, hey, if you like it here, go check out uh, what else we got. If it's not working, say, it's not. People are not going to your streaming, so you need both of them to work together. And I'm going to say something nice about HBO Max. I'm also going to say something not nice about HBO Max. <laughs> um, they're okay. The first, the not nice thing. Their interface is clunky, holy cow. But they have a pretty good model for watching their material. Their the interface is crap, but you know, once you get past that, it 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 works. It works pretty well. And I'm looking forward to the Snyder Cut. Yeah. And yeah. and I want to see what that would have been. A lot of people are gonna disagree with me. I think if if they had left him alone, again, freaking Warner Brothers, if they had left him alone. To make his his world the way he wanted, they'd be in a much better place with DC right now, and we would see the DCEU would not be a running joke, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly. 
I'm you wouldn't get Wonder Woman 1984, all that crap. No, you would, just not the way it was done. No, right. We'd still get you, the real, the real one. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you fractured three stories to make one awful movie with no villain. I know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know. The big climax of the film was her lecturing him. <laughs> she lectured him. Be less white. I mean, be less orange. I mean, put that back. Well, we still got the big beam yeah. into the sky. But it was disabled by lecture. I just—it's it, the, they are just—it's—it's it's a constant lecture. You can't. You can't. So we make jokes that you lecture people in your films, and so you actually put a fucking lecture in your film. <laughs> like I said, they're not even trying anymore. They're not even trying to fool you. They're not trying to hide it or anything like that. Oh, you want us to lecture you more? Okay, we can do that. Not to mention that the uh, you know the the big feminist film may, makes. A, a really big point of the fact that she can't exist without a man. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. Yeah. She's been pining for this guy for, what, for like 60 years. years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you bring in the coolest thing that Wonder Woman has. Well, one of the three cool things that she has. You bring in her invisible jet. You give her some convoluted backstory that breaks the previous film. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> you make the spear invisible. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to go there. I'm just... Uh, it, I don't want to do that. Okay. So she, she, but so she makes this plane that they've stolen from the Smithsonian or wherever. Which is, that perfect, which is fully fueled and prepped and ready, ready to go. go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's plane, turn it invisible. All right. Guess what still works in stealth things? Radar. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> right. Fuck. I'm just like, you guys are dumb. You're extra dumb. It's like sound radar in space. Also dumb. Sonar. Sorry, yeah. I, sonar, because Sonar is based yeah. on sound. Yeah, and yeah sound it is. Yeah, Sonar. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I meant. But, but yeah, so, yeah, Sonar is based on dumb. Just taking, dumb. taking time to admire fireworks while the world goes burns. Also dumb. Yeah, they're flying in mock whatever with no helmets and what's interesting what's what's interesting about that is if they were traveling that fast in the plane they would have been past the fireworks after right. like first yep. two i mean there's so much wrong with yep. what's happening here that it, it, it i just i was like okay i can't i can't break this movie down i would break my channel i'm not the long man you i will not efap this film for you i was like here's i got to 20 minutes and said okay this sucks i'm gonna tell you the rest of this review these are the this is this just sucks they didn't even try Oh man! It, lassoing the lightning was an odd choice. Uh, learning to fly, and then do it, pulling out the Superman pose. Yeah. On oh um, man! Yeah. yeah. After yeah. you made again, you made something iconic. This was the whole point. You made the freaking invisible jet, but now we can fly, so we don't need the invisible jet. But you right. stole the plane to begin with, so maybe keep yeah. it. The nice so thing is, they had a whole extra year almost to re-edit, retool that thing. They sat on it. <laughs> And the it fact was that it was two and a half so hours long, long and nothing happens was I'm, mind-boggling. We I'm so glad I passed on that movie now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, just, I just saw the trailer and, you know, and the little girl running and then she gets to, I guess, this arena and then it's like all this Cirque du Soleil crap going on. I'm like, unnecessary uh -huh. parkour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's Kristen Wiig doing Kristen Wiig. I'm like, hey, nobody can play Kristen Wiig like Kristen Wiig. No, she's like uh, awkward and like, oh my god, I'm like awkward. Career. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know because because her range is nothing. nothing. She is her. 
There, there, just, there is no range. The range is, um, the, you know, I'm funny in, uh, you know, in in the television space, and I can only do one thing. And you take that to film, and you end up with that. Yeah, and, uh, it's just oh god, she's terrible. Uh, but look, I mean, look at they, they, freaking they killed Ghostbusters, dude. They did it in less than twenty minutes of that film. Oh, it was awful. That's I have yet to watch it. And I refuse to watch it. Oh, just you save, have to watch save, it. Save yourself. You will be dyspeptic when you finish it. It's not. <laughs> hey, I don't need, I already. I'm watching Batwoman as it is. I no. don't need Ghostbusters 2016. It's a hard watch, but yeah, you need to watch it to appreciate Ghostbusters too. <laughs> I appreciate Ghostbusters too. I I appreciate Ghostbusters too. Man, um, it, it's got a little bit of female body humor in it too, which is uh, or female uh, potty humor. Um, yeah, it's bad. That's what I need. Yeah, it it, it it's clear. Like Paul Feig just told them to like improv. And it was yeah. just like the whole movie, yeah. a collection of improv yeah. scenes. Uh, yeah, he's he's the extra bad fig. Yeah, I mean, what is it with? Was he beat up as a kid or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> About no, seriously, it, it feels like it. It really does. Yeah. You know, I agree with you. And and there was just, this is my time to shine. He yeah, there was never got room. over it. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a locker room incident for him, right? He was beaten on about the head and shoulders with bottles of head and shoulders by his fellow te- you know, teammates, you know, in the gym. He got his ass whooped up. He's he's a he's I, he's not a bright guy. Have you watched him? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he he he's zany and wild because that's his shtick. He can't get past anyway. I'm uh, I can derail anything. <laughs> we, did we did we cut in a good this? way? Did we do we do we even hit it? Did, wasn't oh, there an man. article? I thought I felt like there was a article. Was it about yeah. the Daily Wire? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. There's <laughs> one added thing: the insultment to Chris Hensworth in that movie too. I just made it, the way they made wow. him stupid was oh, wow. terrible. It was like an insult. Uh, MIB uh, International. Oh, here we go. Yeah. No, in Ghostbusters 2016. Well, the, the, <laughs> thing, the thing about that is he signed the contract. He took mm-hmm. the money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's on him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to get a break. Well, you, you can't build up your female characters without tearing somebody else down. It's, it's, it's wrong. That's the rule. It just shows you how pathetic that female character is. If you have to dilute the rest of the characters to make her look good, how yeah. good is she really? Well, yeah, exactly. We're doing yeah. it, her more a dis- dis- disservice by doing that than actually having the people at normal being normal and having her outshine the people than having them diminish yeah. the people and it's like, Okay, you managed to swing above your weight class. I mean, I had I have better respect for the women characters in a Goldie Hawn movie. <laughs> that, you know, at least she would she would be this pathetic thing, and by the end, she learned something. Oh, and, you mean an arc? Horrible. Yeah, <laughs> character arc. Now, now yeah, she actually learned something, and you How dare we have a character her. art for a female character nowadays? Camp Beverly Hills, right? Bird on a wire. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was so uh, cringy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's well, the problem. Is all these? You know, look at Ray in Star Wars. She's just, she's, she's just comes up. She's perfect from the get go. There's no journey. Exactly. Nothing, nothing learned. Least, 
uh, all the other ones you've had journeys with. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And she likes strong because her pay is a. It wouldn't. People wouldn't be as insulted by the sequel trilogy as they are if you just gave her some a freaking character arc. Well, that's because this it's a Kathleen Kennedy self insert that character. Right. It is. And and just so you know, I I think since you were there today, Geek Time TV guys, I think you noticed that uh, that I found my own version of this today. Of Kathleen Kennedy's. Uh, of, of, her, of, of hers, of Lucasfilm's stupidity and uh, tone deafness on the AFI thing, but anyway, I didn't. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hollywood's turn up when Hollywood's starting to turn on her. Yeah, which it's proves my point that the pendulum is going to start turning back. It, it, but here's the thing: we won't see it until we're three, four, five years down the road. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I believe you. Yeah. I mean, she would have been gone by now. She's got something. She's got something. Yeah, she knows. Yeah, she's, she's got, got something on the box. She's got her claws right into the scene. She's not like that. I've been convinced that she knows she's got dirt on Bob Iger or Bob Chapek or both. And um, she's got to have something. I mean, her contract's up in September. We'll see. I can't imagine she's invited to the meetings anymore. Well, at the beginning of the show, you saw the video where there was a scrolling comment thing, like sped up. Which was from Anna, the Star Wars girl. Thank you, Anna. She actually sat there and screen captured all the comments on this Kathleen Kennedy Oscar video because mm-hmm. the Oscars disabled the comments. Yeah, and deleted them when the well, down just votes, thumbs up, thumbs down. You knew you were alone. Right, right. So it's Anna said anybody can use it if they credit her, and it took her forty minutes to screen capture scrolling. Oh, wow. And I was watching. She even took the time to spin down replies and make sure she got everything. (laughs) Um, But basically, every single comment, for the most part, was attacking Kathleen Kennedy for firing Gina Carano and being that tone deaf. And the Oscars in Disney to be that tone deaf to run her out there to do a a strong woman. Right. After she just fires an extremely strong woman character. Right. An MMA fighter. So I was actually watching that in real time. An American Gladiator. American <laughs> Gladiator. That's right. Yeah, she was crush. I was I was keeping an eye on it while I was in somebody's chat room that night. And I saw it I saw them shut it off in real time. I saw it hit ten thousand and I refreshed it again. It was gone. All Ooh. of it was gone. And I quickly <laughs> took a screen capture and circled. I couldn't believe it. That it would right it was like seven PM Eastern time when they did that. Um yeah, Damn. it was just it was that they were that embarrassed by her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what did they think was going to happen? Done one bad thing for Disney over another. And right. yet she has a job because either one of two things she has, like you guys say, she has dirt on Bob Iger or she's bending the knee to Bob Iger. If you know what I mean? No, I, I'm convinced no. he knows where the bodies are buried. No, there's, she, she's got dirt on them. That's, that, that can, that's the only thing that makes sense is that, is that, is that, you know, the bobs are, are, are in there for self-preservation. She has failed upward over and over and over again. We have a friend who's worked with her since Return of the Jedi, Temple of Doom, and he he does not speak highly of her ability or her, period. Probably Steven Spielberg was like, thank you for taking her off my hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, Does anybody who started her contract when she first 
What was that, Jason? Uh oh, he's gone. Her <laughs> contract. I think. Does anybody know when she had first contract? Yeah, George Lucas personally chose her when he sold yeah. to Disney. He chose wow. her. Yeah. And she lied right to his face in front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah, she's like we're going to honor your characters. characters. Well, actually, we're going to shove them in your ass. Yeah, yeah. It, it, here's the thing. I mean, she, uh, her. I believe her contract was technically over in in the middle of January. I thought so too, but now they're saying September. Um, that's when she may it may be rumored that she's leaving because she'll just be on to producerial duties for the indie film. Okay. Um, I know I've heard. I just I remember I put I, I put the date specifically up, and back when I was running on my old computer, I had a countdown that was tracking the countdown of the timer. <laughs> nice. Over. And they put it in the in the it put it around the twenty second, I believe, of January. So technically, she's running on soft extensions, um, and that's that's my understanding and many other people's, but. I'm, I'm willing to be wrong and say that it could be later this year. I just know that, you know, she's overstayed her welcome and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it, it shows. And that's that's how we ended up with this. And story. this uh, this thing has just been the biggest black eye for them. I, I can't believe it's that it's been two PR weeks hit. now since the firing. And we're still talking about it like it was yesterday. No, it's true. It's true. And Gina Carano was trending number one on IMDb up until I think yesterday. She dropped to number two, um, but that's the but it's still most popular actor like, in the world. Yeah, my notifications. Almost every video that's being notified for me now, it's something to do with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. But then so, there's another, another. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we, uh, we got to go over the daily stupid so here. Oh, don't get me started on. I don't that. know which one was worse, Madonna or Marina Sirtis. They were equally stupid. I mean, both of them look for them to be like bouncing through a big house, looking like Madonna Nora did. She's just grasping at straws, trying to keep her name relevant. After a thirty-some yeah. career, she's oh, gl- instead of going away yeah. gracefully and being remembered as a great pop artist, one of the best pop artists ever, the queen of pop, she's going to go down as the, the crazy batshit lady. Yeah. This she's is why we don't let grandma out. near the liquor cabinet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, Madonna is getting close to Nora Desmond. <laughs> yeah, just, really... just, just waiting for the dead guy floating in the pool. You know? I, I can't believe you said that because, uh, Mr. Lundell, when I saw this tweet the other night, that's the first thing my brain went to. It was right imagine, there. Yeah. yeah. Imagine someone worth eight hundred million dollars claiming, you know, that she's being put down by the patriarchy. Yeah, being crushed and uh, yeah, but uh, someone that's worth millions I, probably uh, be more I, than any of us would ever see in our lifetime yeah, or two I lifetimes. Think, I think even Oprah tried to So you know, uh, she lives in the Bizarro universe for sure. This this woman is not on the same planet we are to even think this. Um, yeah. It's Remember, called you've aged out. You're irrelevant. Younger stars have taken your your. Yeah. Uh, it's the natural order of things. Remember now, she did a video during this COVID thing in the bathtub filled with milk and roses. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. and our pal uh, Lorena uh, nailed her on Twitter. Oh, that's cute. You think you're oppressed, girl? Bye. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, 
I'm telling you, it's coming. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, people are going to be glad when she's gone, to be honest, if she keeps this shit up. Right. Uh, this one I'll just kind of blow through, but uh, apparently the uh, the Twitter mob got all upset because uh, Wonder Woman feels for Superman, even though they've had an on-again, on off-again thing through the comics for years. So Why? Uh, yeah. What the heck? I, Why? Yeah, because like, these people don't read... They don't know yeah, they don't know the history of anything. Stupid. It's okay, whatever. I don't care. They would never be a comic book. Wonder Woman's the only woman he can kick it with, actually. You know? <laughs> sure, right. you think true. about it. The only the only one that can handle him, right? Yeah. He, I mean, he'd kill <laughs> Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> so then there was Marina Sirtis. Oh man. Oh yeah. And this I have to quote stupid. Eric July. Like, I have to use Eric July. The people of Texas voting Republican caused the weather to change. Yeah, okay. that's it. Okay, there is a Texan in the house. What we went through last week happens every 30, 40 years. Last time I remember it happening, it was like 78. I was like a sophomore in high school. You know, a lot of snow, everything closed down for a week. And guess what? You have the power outages. Yeah, of course. Even if, let me tell you, even if those windmills were winterized, and it would still happen mm-hmm. because those windmills are not going to produce enough power in the first place. Right. Yep. Yeah. Because you, you got everybody concentrated in the homes, and yeah, every, everybody's turning the heat past seventy. Okay, because it's cold. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hardened infrastructure is incredibly expensive. Um, yeah. Well, not to the fact that the federal government failed to help Texas at the time that they requested it. See, so and, here's and the thing about the infrastructure: we're using the help Texas. Yeah, the thing about that infrastructure is designed for hundred degree plus days. So you get ninety. We can get three months of hundred plus degree weather, and this grid won't blink. Right. But the, you know the cold is something different. We don't we don't have that cold like that this much. You know, on the snow and the ice piling up yeah. and all that. Yeah, um, we don't have that, that much. Refusing help. It's um, the federal government right now. It, it's incredible that someone can say, "Don't get me wrong." Uh, you know, whenever there's a comma, but. <laughs> but just means bad bad things are coming after that yeah exactly um you know my heart pleads for what texans are going through right now but the mean girl in me says you get the government you deserve and they have voted republican across the board for the last 20 years 20 plus years sweetheart 20 plus years, but and it works for texas so shut up <laughs> we don't have we don't have uh homeless people all, all up and down our major cities. Yeah, you do in California. Right, but but they are more of a purple state. I mean, there's a lot of Democratic pockets now. Yeah, in Texas, so it's not a Republican across the board. And even if it was, who cares? These are human beings we're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she says, "I reread my tweet to make sure I didn't say Texans deserve to die." You kind of did. You kind of did. I just got to quote the great Eric July when he says, "She's got a room temperature IQ." Nice. <laughs> you think it's that high? Is it's, it that high? I mean, like turn the thermostat down. Uh, you mean it has to be on the cool end of the thermostat? You mean? <laughs> she literally said, "You deserve what you get." While well, people have died, so yeah, you did say they deserve to die. I, I don't understand yeah, what she's because she can't re- she can't backtrack. 
who you wanted? If uh, if you want to watch a great video on this, um, Bird of Prey did awesome takedown of her hypocrisy mm -hmm. over the years. Just oh yeah, you know, and it, there's a guy too who's like a massive Star Trek fan, right? He loved oh. Star Trek. Oh yeah, Bird, Bird, Bird right? She blocked yeah. him on Twitter <laughs> for, yeah. for asking for challenging her on something. She blocked him because <laughs> they can't. Uh, she lost the had no answer to it. They have she, no answer, yeah. She's just a very popular SJW NPC. Like, the same talking points, and if you call her out and you disprove her, she gets all upset and then blocks you. She's yeah. not that popular, okay? <laughs> she's had one role for the most part. And, yeah, and, and she did the voiceovers for Gargoyles. For right. was it yeah. Esmeralda, I think. I mean, she hasn't... Before Trek, okay, all her all her roles, rape victim. Yeah, okay. and she's definitely got a derangement syndrome. You know, she was attacking Kirstie Alley. Oh, yeah. Because of who Kirstie Alley votes for. And Kirstie Alley's like, if you want to hang out, we can still be friends. You know, like, <laughs> taking the high road on her. And just, you know, yeah. after she's like, you, you're dead to me now. And Yeah, I, this is her way of trying to stay relevant Yeah, in, in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, if, yeah, if, you know, if, if you notice, if you notice all the fifty-plus washed-up stars, this is what they do. They get on Twitter and Trump's a bastard, you know, well, to, you know, to well, try to stay relevant. I guess they right. think some producers going to see that. And, wow, let's get Marina in a movie. Yeah, well, um, her and Madonna have a very similar situation taking place. Yeah. <laughs> attention yeah. it's attention well like they're it. they're aging out and yeah. yeah yeah but that's that's like anything i mean so there's a follow-up to this and i was trying to find it um clownfish covered this today this yeah, actually got down it. try to be less white i, I saw no, it, it removed it. yeah I they saw it in real time i was live on comics division last night when they took down linkedin took down the training course took it down Ooh, yeah and then I, I today, yeah yeah go ahead if you went to the page today, because I know last night you saw it said it like it's unavailable or whatever, and they took mm -hmm. it down. Today, like if you try to search for it, you can't even find it. It's like been erased. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, this woman, uh, Robin D'Angelo, put up a course called "Confront Racism" with Robin D'Angelo on LinkedIn for Coca-Cola, and this is some of the these are some of the gems that were a part of it. Try to be less white. Try to be less oppressive. Less. <laughs> well, I don't even read this. This is ridiculous. I am okay. a robot. I am Hal. <laughs> okay, white well, apparently, people. According white to, people, uh, no, go ahead. All the white people out there, you come at me with this, I'm going to look at you strange. Okay, <laughs> I really, I really am. Okay, this is beyond stupid. <laughs> uh, there is a lot of uh, tweets coming about the Spider-Man and Lois uh, CW series right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Spider-Man's in on it too. <laughs> I mean, Superman. Superman and Lois. I was just yeah. kidding. Oh, that's actually, right. Uh, Lee, the, uh, almost the action comics number one scene. The imagery of it. What's that? Coca-Cola. You know, in the first uh, episode, of, like the first comic of action comics. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. Debut with him in the car. Yeah, yeah. Someone, some people taking screenshots and they're doing something very similar to that right oh. in the show to introduce them. Okay. Oh, okay. 
Okay. And so far, no negative tweets about the According show. According to... Uh, no negative tweets, but it's still r- new. But so far, no negative tweets. Oh. Well, you know, while we're on the Superman kick, actually. According to... According to uh, Orville Nation here, uh, we're going to be seeing quite a bit of uh, Marina Sirtis on the Orville because she's now part of the crew. Oh, oh great. Well, that's, oh, that's no fun. I guess I changed my mind about getting into that show. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh. You can separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Uh, okay. She's only she's right. only a teacher. I mean, how many, how many episodes can there be for the teacher? Uh, I don't know. Oh, they, they had a lot of Star Trek episodes for the uh, for the uh, counselor for, for the shrink. <laughs> like I say, one good episode. All right, it looks like culture's got to get going. So why don't I solo you and you can pimp your wares, my friend? Uh, I'm Mike Zero, and uh, a lot of people <laughs> in, the, in the Star Wars community are uh, really uh, really interested right now. What is this one? And uh, yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm stealing a shtick from my man E. Tip Wakui. Oh, that was awesome. Um, that was great. He's, he, he's he's the best. I love I love E. Tip. He's 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 another channel going to be up and coming, just like just like so many others. I'm amazed at how many channels have come online in the last couple of years. It's just it's insane, and I think it's great. You guys are. Uh, Man, you're on to something. Keep it up. I really appreciate it. I'm I'm so I was I'm happy to be here. I was so happy to be here, you guys. This made my night. I, I great way to cap off my night. Uh, my 12, 13 hours of <laughs> live streaming today. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, I, it'll be nice to take a break and just make a video tomorrow and go on two shows. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, thank you all very much. Uh, you can check me out at Culture Casino if you haven't already subscribed, but I think most of you have. And just make sure you check out all these gentlemen's channels and you know hang out with them on a regular basis. We don't have an industry that supports us, as author Stephen Walton says. We only have each other, and uh, let's let's make the let's make the most of that. We we're pretty powerful in this group, and we have amazing creators like Orville Nation, who's out in the chat right now. We have uh, it was in, incredibly uh, you know. Uh, I don't know, supportive. I don't even know what to call PJ. He's awesome. But yeah. um, anyway, you guys, I really appreciated being on here. And uh, like, if you need something, let me know. And if uh, if if there's an opportunity to, to to hang out again, let me know. I um, this the, yeah, this is my kind of stuff. But pr- I promise you, I will derail the hell out of any stream you're doing. That is my job. I come in. Well, thanks for coming, man. It was awesome yeah. having you here, and uh, yeah, really yeah. I know you had a long day. And uh, no, really man, you're, it. yeah, no. well, when, when the boss comes in and you know does this, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I I'll get that. Guys, uh, yeah, see you guys later. Have a great night. Appreciate you. You Bye. too. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Take care. All right, we got a couple more things before we wind the whole thing down, and uh, we'll have our other guests promote their wares. But since we're on Superman, did you guys see this? I no. did. I, I did. I saw that. I'm very intrigued. I am too. I can't believe DC's doing something correct. Looks like Krista. Um, yeah, it looks like Reeves. Well, that's what it is. Superman yeah. 78 and Batman 89 coming to DC Comics. And it's going to start out digital only. Yeah, I feel bad that it's starting digital. But oh, they, will be, they will end yeah. up in print. Um, so uh, this looks pretty good. So Sam Hamm, who wrote the Batman movie, is going to write these, and uh, Joe Canonis will draw the Batman comics. So, that uh, so they're pretty cool. They're sort of playing off the original movies, Batman. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then oh, the Superman wow. 78 with the Chris Reeve kind of. Oh, even look. the logo is the same thing from the movies. Yeah. Set in the world of Richard good. Donner and Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Uh, so written by Rob Venditti. So they sort of did this with Batman 66. They started yeah. with uh, yeah, Batman that's actually Same artist, yeah. in fact, Jason uh, Wilfredo yeah. Torres. So. Was it any good? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was great. It's very good. Yeah. How, how was it? Did they keep it going or was it just a special? Uh, no. It's uh, limited. Ongoing. Yeah, limited I, ongoing. I, I, think I think it's shut down now, but it was it was a limited run. Nice. I yeah, I actually picked up the, uh, the, the issues where they introduced Two-Face. Nice. They finally introduced Two-Face to Batman Sexy Sex. And Kevin Smith did a, a six-issue run where it was um, – Batman 66 meets Green Hornet. Or on the TV show Green Hornet. So it was pretty cool. But uh, it was fun. They're fun comics. And I think these look fun. Yeah. Uh, because, like, I know, like, this is Mr. Londell Superman. And, and, you know, everyone loves the Michael Keaton Batman. That Batman, right or wrong, as far as adaptations, it was still, um, at the time it came out, and it was so groundbreaking and so different and exactly what we needed, you know? So. Batman sort of done right. They still, uh, to me, they haven't gotten Batman right yet on screen. But yeah, I agree with you. They haven't gotten them. They haven't nailed the character. I st I'm still the Michael Keaton movie for me. I mean, it's not Batman, but I liked it. That's my favorite. I have one more daily stupid. Um, and it's just to go. Oh, yeah. I, I, is this true? Yeah. Is it really? Like, what what? Is it? John Trent is is great. So Wait, I, you I, scrolled I, really fast. I didn't see it. Uh, New York education officials claim they were fired for not doing the Wakanda salute. Oh come on, really? Oh for God's sake! They they did. What? It's like a pledge allegiance. You gotta freaking go like this. At least two New York education officials have claimed they were fired from their jobs for not doing the Wakanda salute as seen in the Marvel studio film Black Panther. Rafael Espinal has claimed in a lawsuit she was fired. Rafaela Espinal was claimed she was in a lawsuit she was fired for not doing the Wakanda Forever salute. She was abruptly fired from her role as head of community school district 12 in the Bronx without explanation after repeatedly refusing to do the Wakanda Forever salute, according to the lawsuit. What kind of, this, this is a public. So also, even, Karen Ames, a third quarter, and it was all the time. Even the people this, in the movie didn't want to do it all the time. Right. <laughs> Is this a public school or private? It's got to be a private school. There's no one in hell you get away with that in public school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, this, I get it. This is like an article out of The Onion. I mean, this is <laughs> really... That's what I was thinking. This, like this is satire yeah. right now. So yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> Even John Trent. I don't think New York could get any dumber, but this is seriously horrendously moronic. Yeah, I mean, what is that? I don't... Yeah. It says oh. New York City School New York City School System. Welcome to the Daily Stupid. Wow. Um, and now the mob wants to cancel Henry Cavill. Uh, what? what did he do now? What did he do? He's he, white and he's a guy. He killed. Oh, him. oh no, I'm nope. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. Nope. <laughs> uh, Lauren Nakeo Wynn took to Twitter where she wrote Brandon Routh, Cameron Kouf, Melissa Benoist, and Laura Vandervoort, stars from four separate adaptations of Superman. Welcome Sasha Kelly to the role okay. of Supergirl. Henry Cavill was not. Ah, of course, yes. You have to join oh, in. You didn't welcome her? Jesus. Uh, oh, for a, God's sakes. You I have mean, a time wow. limit. You have a time limit or they pounce. 
doesn't matter if he was shooting something so he was or, busy or, or on vacation or or skiing or whatever he's supposed to stop his life and check twitter every 15 minutes yep uh, see, this, see, this, this is this is why i say we should put we find these people and we publicly shame them yeah yeah i mean what, what are they gonna do next watch what they eat at the craft service table i mean crazy. give me a break i mean come on oh, wow. oh he's a vegetarian now he doesn't eat meat anymore oh they know, did this like, recently they went after somebody who didn't tweet something in a certain amount of time remember who that cares? yeah i'm trying oh, to remember back i'm trying to remember it, 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 tweeting should not be in a job description. I'm sorry. Okay. So now people are getting in trouble for what people oh, are getting in trouble for what they don't tweet. Right. Right. But I don't even use Twitter. It's just ridiculous. These people are run yeah. rampant on this thing. Yeah. I mean, it, there's someone that has a uh, tweet saying his excuses in stu the stupid lettering, but right? capital and small letters at the same time. It's like yeah. he's busy. He's busy. I'm like, yeah, not. The entire like unlike you guys that can stay in front of your computer twenty four seven bitching about this, there are people that have lives. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's the majority of people. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, this this Twitter writer, that's a handful of clowns, <laughs> and they probably got twenty uh, different Twitter handles each. Yeah, and they just bounce back and forth and around, and they probably all know each other. Probably all went to school together. Try to get jobs at the same Starbucks at the same time. No, I think Starbucks saying. would be too hard. They'd probably try to get their oh, yeah. jobs at the <laughs> I made it a I, I made it a point this weekend when I got attacked by NPCs to just look. I just looked at their accounts and literally ten followers, five followers, twenty followers. They're all they're sock puppet accounts. It's yeah. yeah. Well, my question is, if you're a celebrity and you have a Twitter account, are you using that Twitter account for your own personal views or are you using it to promote yourself? The blue, check that, marks, the blue check marks are usually promoting an agenda. Right, but if you're going to promote yourself, all you should be posting about is what you're working on. So therefore, your agent should be the only one taking over your Twitter account. Yeah. Right? Isn't that the whole purpose of having a Twitter account? To say, hey, I'm you starring in this new movie. In your office, yeah. Using anymore. Celebrities have like a a PR, a and they're the ones controlling the media accounts. Yeah, your publicist should be the one doing your tweets. Right, right. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, I mean, some people I don't think use. I mean, I never see Chris Pratt use Twitter. Does he ever? Oh, post that's because he's ready to be canceled. Right, he's but if he's he he doesn't use it. There's some celebrities that don't. So and they. they uh, they hired this woman last week, Jenny Cohen, to be executive vice president of social responsibility. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what social. is that? What is social responsibility? Well, is, like, is, that, like a, is that like a hall monitor? No, it's, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's to rain. They're going to give her a whistle. So, so oh, there's okay. no more, so there's no more Gina Carano's out there waiting for them. Right. Yeah. This is the chick that makes sure you have your pronouns on your body. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, okay. Yeah. You're a hall monitor. <laughs> Which, you know, it's before we go, there was one part of that Gina Carano thing. You. There was one part of that Gina Carano thing I wanted to talk about earlier, and I we got sidetracked. But um, the part that scared me the most in her interview was the part where she discussed the struggle session they wanted to put her through. I, I, I turned it off right there just to, because I couldn't take it right away. And then I went back and watched the rest of it. But Everybody I just know got, what a struggle session is? 
That's where they yell at you for 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 a couple of hours yeah. for, for for not understanding this person's struggle and that person's struggle it's, and why this race is better than you. And it's starting it, to sound like a Clockwork Orange at this point. It goes a little deeper. It's it's part of the Maoist Chinese CCP. Oh, um, it oh, is it is my. communist in nature. So basically, what they wanted Gina to do because they, she wrote she said she wrote this big long thing, and then they kept like crossing parts out like no that won't work and she said it got all the way down to like two words yep yep and then they said this is unacceptable and she's like well i wrote this whole giant thing and you you scratched everything out and they said you know what you have to do you have to go on zoom with 40 alphabet transgender people yeah the right. tra transgender squad that they have at lucasfilm and why do they even know why do they have a like a transgender squad yeah, how do they know no people's sexual orientation to have a mob ready to pounce because right? Because they because, they, because they Captain Kennedy is filth. That's why. So, so they they told her she had to go on Zoom in front of forty people who were all going to tell their stories, and she had to sit and listen. Yeah. Uh, and she said, "I'm not doing that because you're going to videotape it, and then you're going to chop things up out of context and make things make things worse." She said, "Let me take a couple of them out to dinner and talk to them, look them in the eye and talk to them." Right. And they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, because it was it was all about that moment. Yep. Yeah, they wanted to parade around like, haha, see, see what we did to. Well, yep. I think I think they're also going to try to set her as an example as well. So to say, look what we did, and oh, that's everybody. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. read the, you, what a struggle session is. Right, struggle sessions were a form of public humiliation and torture used by the Chinese Communist Party at various times in the Mao era particularly during the years immediately before and after the establishment of the People's Republic of China and Cultural Revolution. The aim of struggle sessions is to shape public opinion as well as to hum humiliate, persecute, or execute political rivals and those deemed class enemies. Oh, okay. They did that to Mao's wife. Yes. After he died. Okay, Correct. Yeah. So this is basically, and, and how ironic that it's exactly what she tweeted. This is exactly what she was warning people about in her tweet. Uh huh. This kind of garbage. Well, I, I mean, when I heard that right there. I'm like, Lucasfilm does not get another penny from me until this right but, evil, vile person. But it's gonna happen. Gone. It's gonna happen again. It's not gonna stop with her. It's gonna. Ha it's gonna. It's gonna come. It's someone else is gonna do the same thing. And it, and it might be completely different. It might not be the same as hers. It's just. Yeah. You 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 feel like you're stepping on uh, eggshells at this point. Like. You, well, that's what Gina talked about. Right. Yeah. Like, well, you're going to eventually, someone's eventually going to say something that, that Disney doesn't like, regardless whether or not they believe in it or they said it by accident. There, there's so much that came out. Like, she said when she went to a barbecue at someone's house, a beach house, uh, it was some rap party or something. And the person who owned the house is like, I agree with everything, but I can't. Yeah. Whispering. Like, and she's like, You're at your she's own like, house. Uh, there's nobody around. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I think it's time for a new hashtag. F bomb Disney. <laughs> yeah. Defund Hollywood. If they could just release these properties, I'd be all happy with it. But you know, they're not. Unfortunately, yeah, they have they have all those nice properties, and they're gonna. Yeah, it's amazing how scared she said a lot of the people who work on that show are of losing their jobs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and you know, John Favreau is not happy because she talks about how he personally handpicked her for he wrote the part for her. He handpicked her. He called her, took her out to dinner and said, I want you to be this character. And then and then she gets broomed. Yeah. And but see, he's very angry because he wrote parts for her in the Knights of the Republic. Yeah. He oh, told yeah. her 
this yeah. this he had to go back and rewrite. Yeah. Yeah. And see, here's something about that. Why all of a sudden they start pouncing on her about pronouns? Where did that even come from in the first place? Right. Where did yeah. it come from? Why her? Why not everybody yeah. else? Nobody else on that on that in that show with a Twitter account has pronouns. Yeah, nobody is pissed. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna give up. They cancel Mandalorian it's, just yeah. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, it, they targeted her from the beginning, and so they started getting her to, you know, draw her in. You know, oh, if she doesn't do the pronouns, that's one strike. If she doesn't do this, that's another. Yeah. The pronouns. The pronouns is a choice to put on. If you right. like, but but if, they didn't if, give her a choice though. Right. If you have like an email signature. Some people I've worked with put the pronouns, yep. Yep. and I don't put the pronouns, but they keep sending me emails, and they have it on there, and I, ne I never felt like, oh, because they're doing it, I have to do it. Yeah. it, it it's a choice, and they respect you either way, whether you do it or not. They didn't respect her. She said she yeah. said exactly what you just said. She right. goes, it's fine. You can do it. I'm just, it's just not I'm what not, I'm I have clients If I do put it. pronouns on mine, the two pronouns I'm going to put down are F and you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you're hired to do a job, and when they pay you, you're supposed to live up to an expectation of what the employer wants of you. That's it. At the end of the day, that's mm -hmm. exactly what a business transaction. That's why you get hired. That's that's, yeah. a, that's well, what a transaction yep. is. When you're when you're, as she put it, taking uh, head hunting when they're head hunting you, and they keep moving the goalposts, and you don't know where you stand from day to day, and everything you try to do everything right, and they even told her, she said, "I did everything logical," and they said, "Logic doesn't apply here." They want emotion. They want you to show emotion, even though I mean, she, no, I, 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 I can tell you logically what this means. They don't care, right? They don't care. I mean, you know, I just think it's kind of like a situation where <laughs> actors now have to feel like they're uh, they can't do anything publicly unless they're told what to do. They can't. They can't do something Correct. that's that's publicly expressing Correct. themselves is, without somebody saying, "No, you can't do that. You can't do this." Correct, which is why um, what what's going to happen with Daily Wire getting into films and being independent and sourcing and funding independent ventures. I, I just they're going to try to block any funding they get. Plain right, and, and 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 with Shapiro's name on Thanks, it, PJ, you're in here next time, man. With Shapiro's yeah. name on that too, you're he, he, they're just out. They're going to target him regardless because there's oh, people that just yeah. do not like him. He's That's already it. targeted. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I, and I hate to say that, but there's not going to be oh, people give him a chance. He could do the next. He could do the next movie. It could be brilliant. It doesn't matter. His name's on it. It doesn't. It, he talks about that in the show. He right. meet. He has liberal friends in Hollywood that meet him for coffee on Sundays, and they have to wear hats and glasses and hide. <laughs> right. Because if this liberal is caught with Ben Shapiro, career's over. Right, but I'm just saying there's an audience out there that despises him. Well, I know. That's why most of the people wouldn't even watch her interview. They won't even right. watch it. These NPCs like, oh, did you watch the interview? No. Why should I? Ben Shapiro, he's a, you know. Right. They 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 dehumanize by uh, uh, Gina being anti-Semitic and yet you're not watching something conducted by a Jewish guy. Yeah, right, exactly. They Yeah. It's the whole idea of just dehumanizing and classifying anybody as Eric July again. I love to reference him. Likes to yeah. say Anybody to the right of Bernie Sanders is an alt-right Nazi in their eyes. So, yeah, it's just it's sick. It's sick, and it feels to me like it's getting. I, I think I think everybody needs to 
keep an open mind. Like I, 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 you know, it's like Clint Eastwood or Robert De Niro. Both of them have their their say in different things, but I respect them both as artists. Um, I may not agree with them or what they say, but I still respect them. I think the whole idea. And Gina hit it perfectly in her interview when she was asked about Pedro Pascal, and she talked about what a great person he is, and the fact he that once they realized. Her. Right. And once they realized they were on the opposite ends of things, that they would agree that their friendship and the, the, that their people comes first. Yeah. And then that's what's important. And, and Pedro actually, I got this here. Let me quickly pull it up. Um, though he won't come out and say anything because, you know, he doesn't want a target put on his back. He did put this out. Yeah, of course. Uh, they had a working relationship. That's well, they're friends. Yeah. She said, I adore him. Um, she also said she could flip this whole narrative because she went to bat for somebody that could yeah. change the whole out, but she's like, I can't do it because it'll expose that person. And that's yeah. not them. that person I mean, has you to watch, do it themselves. Yeah. I, I watched that. I was shocked. I, I always liked her, but when I watched that, I just saw a woman who's really well put together. She's a yeah, really she, solid human being who cares. Right. She shows more empathy than I've seen in a long time. She cares about people. She talks about how they sent some media trainer to her house and the woman came in with her sunglasses on, sat there and was ready to hate her, sat across the room in the corner. And Gina said, why don't you just come over here, take your glasses off, let's talk. And by the end, the woman was like, in, they were best friends. Yeah. Well, I think that this show gave her opportunity. I mean, I'm not, I mean, think about it. Now that she's got her name out there, she's someone's going to pick her up. Yeah. She'll be another action, action movie or something. She'll play the she, part perfectly too. She has become the embodiment of the rebellion right. in Star Wars. Right. She's fighting the Empire. Right. She could. She could. Literally. She could easily be. She could easily play a character like Ripley or something. You know, where there's a strong female. She. She has bigger aspirations. She wants to write and produce. Yeah. And you know, let's face. I mean, she's not the greatest actress. She's okay. I, I liked her. I didn't have a. I didn't have any complaints with her acting. Yes, I, I, you're she right. She played the part. She played the part, and that was fine. I, I think yeah. KK is going to damage the Mandalorian more. I think KK wants Favreau gone. I think it's she, not going to happen though, because I think she has oh. had. She's thrown a tantrum. She is president of Lucasfilm, Jude. If Favreau is the golden egg, dude. After season two of Mandalorian, it doesn't matter. I know, but if it's, if it's making money and selling dude, action figures, don't, I don't you know. understand? You don't understand. This woman doesn't care, right? But she's already that said that she that, that if you fire me, I'm going to burn the place down. I'm said that. The I'll burn the yeah, whole no. place down. You got shareholders for Disney that like to see the Disney doesn't stock matter. go up. She is president of Lucasfilm and has threatened to burn the whole thing to the ground already. Yeah, she will. She has thrown a tantrum. Cara Dune was making a lot of money and Cara was Dune. selling action figures, and she's gone. Cara Dune sold more toys, except except for the child, has sold more toys than any other action figure. You know, Favreau, there there has got to be something that Kathleen Kennedy will do, can can do that will piss him off so much he'll just say fuck Star Wars. She's, she's gonna gone. take she's gonna take Carl Weathers out next. Lucas just needs to just pop her in the Carl face in a meeting. She knows. Did you see what Carl Weathers tweeted after Gina got fired? I think he tweeted it Sunday, actually, when the interview dropped. He, he tweeted a promotional video for Mandalorian featuring only him, Gina, and Pedro. The whole thing. Mm. And he yeah, said, he'll be next. And he said, Mandalorian, hashtag be peace. 
Wouldn't it be funny though if there's a uh, there's a secret smear campaign against her? I I think somebody's the, plotting something. I think the person <laughs> she went to bat for and saved was him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and and he'll be gone next. And he'll be gone next. And John. yeah, I, I I personally I don't even think that there's going to be a season three of The Mandalorian. Well, it won't it won't be in the same form as 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 what. No, I mean it. It'll be the name, but it'll be something. After Carl, she'll go after Rosario Dawson. Actually, Rosario might come first. She's going to chip away at that show until Favreau walks. And John Favreau doesn't need to be there. What does he care? Yeah, he could just quit. He'll quit. Little Warner is going to be something. Anything he he has his limits. Anything (laughs) he, he he has his limits, and she'll do something that basically cracks him to the point. Where he doesn't give a shit anymore. John Fuck Favreau. Star Wars. He can he'll do anything take, he wants. He'll go take over the DC universe or something. When does, when does Disney say stop? Right. Okay. That's a good question. So, Iger can Iger can go over to Lucasfilm right now. Kennedy, put your shit in a box. Well, let's see. Go. He can do it right now. He I can. don't know why he hasn't. See, because. Let's face it, Favreau and company, they got they got something there with, with the Mandalorian, okay? And then bringing Luke back, changing, getting rid, changing what the, the sequel trilogy did, okay? That's what every Star Wars fan wanted. No I kidding. agree. Yeah, I okay. fully agree. That's a, I think he's the and, golden goose right if, now. If I'm Iger, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, woman? Yeah. That's why I'm convinced. Pack your box, pack your shit in this box, and get off of my studio now. That's, that's all. He's, that's that's what's got. That's what he needs to do. He probably needs to do it tomorrow if he, he wants. Ever see, do it because, because he could have done it two weeks ago or a yeah. month ago. Or see, they over the optics of them firing a woman in charge would be so terrible. No, but see, they overpaid. Got to remember that they overpaid for Lucasfilm. Yeah, they did. And they are losing money on that. Straight out, 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 That's the, out the right. gate, they've been losing money. And if you're a stockholder, what, yeah. you want to make money. And that's what I mean. If the stock goes up, people are happy. You got to keep your stockholders happy. If it goes down, people start selling. And that's a whole other interesting thing is they're claiming their stocks are holding or at least, you know, around the same. But when there's that whole story of that Sandra Kuba, the accountant. Yeah. Whistleblower accountant that says they cook their books there. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's a whole GoFundMe to fund. They're trying to take her out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much is the and Disney stock? By the way, also, they're probably taking profits from Marvel, who's actually is showing profit, and to feed Lucasfilm from floundering. Yeah. So what's really yeah. funny is... um Lucasfilm should be able to support itself. Yes. No, it should. They should, but oh, they're probably using it's... Marvel and they're yeah, using There's a lot of, a lot of things that Lucasfilm should be doing, stuff. but... Yeah, just to, I mean, just on toys, they should be able to they should be able to support right. their own self just through the toys. I mean, there's a movie or a TV show, you know. Come on, right? Their stock in October 28, twenty twenty, was one eighteen, and their stock is now one ninety seven. So, yeah, and that's what this woman. I'm trying to find the GoFundMe. Here it is. I got it. People are people are getting back into it, and they're starting to spend money on them. Well, are they? That's the thing. I mean, the parks are closed. They're losing all kinds of money. That they, yeah. they they lost. I'm guessing they lost a couple hundred thousand subs. With um, yeah, they're they're claiming that that the uh, Wandavision 
is 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 too popular and basically overrode you know that the any cancellations from from this from the Gina Carano blowout. I, yeah, and I don't I don't think the cancellations are going to make a dent in the overall Disney Plus subscription base. It's but it's enough to send a message to them. What is this a Kickstarter? What's this no, this is a GoFundMe. This is the woman. This is the the, the accountant for Disney. Yeah. Whistleblower. Andrew Kuba, a former senior financial analyst at the Walt Disney Company, is a whistleblower who discovered anomalies in the Disney software equipment that allowed Disney to receive approximately $3 billion in false revenue. She blew the whistle <laughs> internally at the company, clear to the top, but no avail. She contacted the SEC and was subsequently fired in September of 2017. The stress and strain of subsequent actions taken against Kuba after her termination resulted in the suicide of her husband of 30 years. What? Wow. Jesus. Who died oh, yeah. in 2020. What's going on? Jeez. Kuba is currently living with her son who's autistic and continuing a battle against a corporate giant. The funds will allow Kuba and her son to pay household expenses and legal fees. So she's looking to raise 20 grand. She's up to seven. Um, yeah, this is what they do to people. They chew them up and spit them out. So don't believe... Hashtag fuck Disney. Yeah, <laughs> there, there are people calling him Mickey Mao now. Mickey Mao, M A U. There was. Um, I'm not going to say where I heard it, but um, because I, I'm still friends with people who are in the industry. But there, were, but there was a a certain company that used to call Disney Mauschwitz. <laughs> you know, I, I hear uh, everything Gina said. Just backed up everything I've heard from people I've worked with at ESPN. Um, I, I used to work with a producer. At ESPN, who took her dream job at Marvel to do um, uh, all their marketing and cross promotion and stuff like that, and it was miserable. It was a nightmare. She didn't last long. She hated it. So these conditions exist at all the Disney operating companies. So, and by the way, it was sixty-five days ago today that Luke Skywalker came back. Doesn't it feel like sixty-five years ago? Oh my god, <laughs> that, that 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 was like early twenty twenty, wasn't it? No, it was December the 18th, 2020, 65 days ago. It was the wow. night that millions of men cried. <laughs> they made fun. And people at Lucasfilm made and fun. And Kathleen Kennedy and her, and, and, her, and her story group absolutely hate Luke Skywalker, and they are livid. Oh, my God. That was – they, they are livid that, that fans like that. They, they, you, they, they want them to like the High Republic instead. Right. Well, if, if you go I on the reaction okay. video – Story. But okay, give me interesting characters in a in a interesting situation and write it good. Let me give a damn about the young Padawan that you're trying to convince me in this story. Okay, people give a damn about Luke because they saw him become a Jedi and save basically save his father. Okay. And bring back and that order, okay, yeah. Kathleen. What are you giving us? Okay, you got all these hottie, you know, these, these writers. Okay, what are you giving us? Comic they, books that are not going to sell. That's right. all. Um, they, they, gave you, they gave you a watered down, wimpy version, washed up version of Luke. That's they, what Kathleen uh, did. Kathleen has continued her her evisceration and erasure of Luke Skywalker. And she wants um, to, he wants to replace her with a Ray. They've look at this. They uh, released a beach bucket. Um, <laughs> somebody's missing. An oh, original wow. trilogy beach bucket. 
And then no with your face. Conspicuous <laughs> absentee. That's a little space. Loudly. Yeah, it is. I'm sure that it, it might even have something to do with the fact that 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 Mark Hamill doesn't bend the knee either. He he was he he was very vocal about the fact he hated what happened to him in, in Last Jedi. You know, he's yeah. he's he's doesn't go out and say bad things, but I'm sure he doesn't say the right things. Well, how he's many? Very those, critical. He's never supported them. Critical. Those press tours they were doing for Last Jedi, and he'd be sitting next sitting next to Ryan Johnson, like. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like I'm sure boy. that had something to do with it too. Like, damn it, Hamill, you won't toe the line, so we're, we'll we'll erase you. It's it's um you know it's part and parcel of what's going on there, and it's it's not going to stop until she's gone. So, okay, I mean, all right, we should um, four hours wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. whoa, <laughs> that's the longest show we've done. We always said that wow. last time. We said it was the longest show, right, and now uh, this is. A- this is Orville. Uh, no, I have not watched Stargate. <laughs> oh, question to the panel from PJ at Orville Nation, our uh, first YouTube friend. PJ, you are our first friend. Uh, question to panel: How many of you watch Stargate? I, I've watched a little bit. Um, never stopped. Seen it. I haven't seen it. Pete, you didn't watch it. Edson, you didn't. Didn't. didn't, didn't, I, didn't I haven't watched it, but I do hear a lot of good things. I keep, keep putting yeah. it on my list to watch, though. Yeah. I haven't watched it until now, though. What stream it was, that it was the go-to show when Trick finally petered out for me. <laughs> I think it was on Netflix or something. I, I, I thought it was on Netflix, but I don't know if it's still on there. I think Hulu has it. Maybe Hulu has it. Because I remember watching it on one of the services, and I think I got through the first three or four episodes, but I, it didn't stick with me for some reason. I hate to give Hulu my money, but I'm going to have to – I want to catch up on the Orville. So, um, yeah. But Hulu uh, – I'll, I'll – it's not Lucasfilm, so. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Who wants to go first to pimp their channel? Commodore, Mr. Landau, who do you want? Who wants to go first? Host choice. No, no, no. <laughs> all right. You were here first, Mr. Landau, so you get to go first. Okay. It's Mr. Landau's Groovy Movies. I'm into the cheesy, very badly made <laughs> sci-fi <laughs> film noir from like the 50s and 60s. I got a channel full of them. One movie every day around 11 central time. And on the weekends, I try to get in a double feature. And it's, I mean, if it's bad Italian, cheesy, bad special effects, bad writing, it's probably on my channel. <laughs> I've seen some of those doosies. <laughs> I'm already interested. Yeah, there's, yeah, some, me. there's some funny ones on there. And I, by the way, I love your hat. Yes, oh, yeah. yep. big hat. Klingon's great again. Yeah. Doesn't ask where you got that hat. Less orc, more Klingon. Exactly. Is that something you customly made, or is that something you ordered uh, online? Amazon. Amazon. Uh, <laughs> in fact, go to uh, birdofprey5.com, and he can. It's a link to that. You can get a hat. It's a great hat. Yeah. I guess Stargate is on Netflix is the answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was. Commodore Ty. I'll give it another go. Are you ready? Is he ready? Commodore Ty. Is he still with us? I got to do the work thing. I attack my communicator. Commodore Ty. Are you (laughs) coming? I'm here. I hear you. Tap, 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 tap. Commodore. (laughs) 
Let me solo you, and you can pimp your channel. Okay. So I just do uh, mini reviews of various uh, pop culture shows, from the god awful to the very good. And, and, but I always try to give them a fair shake. And, and I hope you can, can uh, check it out. Check it out. You have it Because I'm going to try to get uh, uh, 250 uh, uh, view, view uh, uh, 250 uh, in a hundred days. Woo. That's a goal. That's, That's actually, a goal. Oh, Mr. Mandel left before we uh, yeah, sign yeah. off. Well, I Good got my link to my channel in the private chat if you want to share it. Oh, okay. Uh, let me grab that. Yeah, put your uh, put your link, um, Mr. Lundell, in the private chat, and I will. I'm going to pop it into the show notes here. Oh, I'll put it in the show notes. So with the archive, it'll it'll live there. Uh, okay. Um, I think we're going to skip our weekly reviews, gang, because it's late. Yep. Yep. And okay. One more comment here. <laughs> Thanks, PJ. I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> Very cool. He's the best. <laughs> he is the best. He is the best, man. All because I asked him one question in the chat on Doomcock stream on New Year's Eve. That's I how everything that. starts. You just start with one question. That's it. That's it. Uh, Mr. Landell, have you sent me the link to your channel yet? So I'll pop it in the show notes. So um let me go through our usual poop that we do at the end uh <laughs> please subscribe much like commodore ty we're moving on to our next goal we just crossed 200 so we're looking for 250 and then after that 300 and who knows so please please it only helps the channel grow uh you can find us on all the socials at geek time net that would be uh twitter insta and the face plant um, we are also on Minds, but we're Geek Time underscore Network. I got I should make a new banner for that. That's on Minds. Kind of dabbling in Minds. I just post like when we're sh doing videos or shows, but I don't really converse. And GeekTimeNetwork.com would be the website. I actually caught it all up. It's up to date until this video is done. Oh no, maybe this will be on there. This might be on there. And you can email us at GeekTime at Gmail. Dot com. So I uh, don't have your channel yet, Mr. Hondell, but I will dig it up myself. I'll put it in the show notes. Who's going to say it? See you next Tuesday. <laughs> if you like this video, please subscribe to the channel. If you subscribe, make sure you click the little bell icon to be notified anytime someone from our show drops new content here. Thanks for watching, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, kids, what time is that? Thank <laughs> you.